You are listening to Thursday Nights, Episode 8. Daemon will be missing this week due to Eric being on vacation. come over, she cast her little rune thing on the floor, we put the bodies in the <laughs> portal, we considered hi- acquiring some pigs and starting up a pig farm, that this becomes a free thing. I'm pretty sure that was a joke. I think, th- I don't want to do the pig it farm. It was and, a joke, and but... I don't want to bury them in there. If at all possible, I say we use it to transport bodies, but I don't want... When, now that you guys are with Frida, and you've gotten her to cast this in here, uh... As soon as anyone even mentions the idea of leaving them in there or the pig farm thing, she's like, I'm giving you the use of this place, but neither of those are acceptable. It's good. I just don't want, you know, there's some crazy magic in there going on. I don't want to find out that it has nice, fancy, like, necromancy stuff going on. I don't like the idea. <laughs> it's, it's like, where should we keep these buddies? How about in our tent? Like, like it, mm-hmm. it's our one sanctuary. Yeah, and whatever Rathen raises them, and they're in they our... Up. And they pop up, and then it's like, of course he'd do that. Of course he would do yeah, that. That's yeah. so a wrath. Classic a wrath. Classic a wrath. Screen us up with necromancy. Plus there's all the scrying stuff, which I don't know how much it comes through, but I don't... Like, I can scry I corpse ca- or we, something. We kind of have to assume... We should, We just need to function as if we're being viewed all the time. Yep. Um, yep. And but that wouldn't really change that much. But would that really change our he, behavior? He has to no. assume that we're coming for him. He might try. And a he already knows all this. Yeah, he knows oh, yeah. our behavior and everything like that. He so. knows. Yeah, he knows what we're going to do. And all the stuff that we're finding out from Kala, he probably pretty much knows. Maybe he doesn't know about the, the time stuff. Maybe he doesn't believe it. Whatever. Maybe he doesn't know Maybe that he's we're scrying him. Planning on the world that we're scrying him. Yeah, because because we're getting little glimpses of him. Oh, and he's probably, I hope, yeah. not aware of that. Well, I don't. we're not scrying as per the spell. It seemed to be more like a dream kind of thing. What would you call it? It's a form of scrying. Any yeah. sort of magical scrying. Well, yeah. is well, my question is, did we actively sit down and, ca- like, did we purposely do it? I mean... The vision? Yeah. You, you, how, how, what, that's in a ritual. That's the law cast a whole ritual, remember? Oh, I don't yes. remember. I, thought, I seriously thought that was a dream sequence. Oh, oh no. Um, oh. No, that was Doom Dreamers. No, the, the, this thing a is lot Kala, of sequences. Kala has informed you that he has gotcha. the power He's to look stuff. into the past of an object and through its own, the energy that is carried within it, within it the, the, through the magical well, weave, then, yeah, let's try uh, he's able to bring forth the, the event from that power, object's you know, history knowledge. of the most uh, overall kind of emotional impact. So it tends to... So whatever you do, don't scry like a condom or something. Well, what it means is that if you get a new object, if you get a new object that you want to scry, make sure you don't do something really exciting with it, or it may become more exciting than what you wanted to see. Mm. We got a new object! (laughs) It dings when it changes. I mean, if you're really happy and you feel like it's going to give you a huge break and it's going to solve all your problems, well then... That's probably becomes the object's most emotionally impactful moment. So nobody think anything. 
Stay How boring. Marshall, man. <laughs> Hold it on a stick out like this. A very boring object. Uh, so, looking through their belongings, you do find a couple uh, notable objects. Notable? Shoes. Among them, they are carrying some money. I think this is you. In the form of a few gems. There is a garnet worth 2,500 gold pieces. Uh, that's garnet is my birthstone. I need really? a pencil. It's Born January. In, yeah, January. Is that red? I think it's red. Pretty. So a garnet worth 2,500 uh, gold pieces, as well as three uh, agates worth 500 gold pieces. Each? Each. Nice. So that's 1,500. Money, money. Uh, garnets. Oh, look at those notes. And what was the other one? Agates. Agates. You have monkey written on there somewhere? In our expenses? Uh, one of them. Cricket. One gold. One of the agates? Monkey. Those little tiny things. I have one of the... Uh, um, like one actually, gold out of all of them. Both of the sword mages okay. had, uh, had a few vials <clears throat> of a strange uh, um, black liquid. Uh, and... Spending a little time with it, Ren is able to uh, is able to realize that this is an alchemical item. Hmm. It is called Inferno Oil. Hot! That's right. It was that stuff they were throwing at us, right? Did they so, throw stuff at us? No, that was like fire damage or fireball ability. Inferno Oil is a consumable item. You have ten uses out of it's like it? two vials, uh, each with five applications worth. Okay. You apply it to your weapon. On a, with a standard action, usually you would do it before. Um, and then the next time you hit with the coded weapon, you make a secondary attack, a plus mm. 18 versus reflex. And if that hits, it um, the target gains vulnerable 10 fire. Uh, save Is it plus 18 so or just 18? Then you burn them. It's plus 18 versus yeah. reflex. Now, what? So you roll an offense plus 18. Or it just goes. So really? At this level, it's fairly likely to hit. Technical question. But if that's fixed, which means. You know, yeah, if you were yeah. to save these till level 25, they're useless, right? right. Ten vulnerability. Technical question for you. Uh, could you... Do you have to apply it in the encounter? Or could you apply it nope. right now so that the You could first apply it right now, and it's the next time... So the first next time attack the you do, hits. you get it. I mean, with exception. I mean, if you were to take an extended rest, that's probably too long, and the oil wears yeah. off, and etc. But but no, typically a lot of these, you, there you is would no apply it before a combat. You just do it in the morning. Yeah. Okay. Um... Did that get written down? I I wrote yeah. that down. You wrote it down. Okay. Um, is that is okay? How are we doing magical item, items and loot? Is that also with the accounting stuff or who gets? No, that? that's Eric. Eric um, normally keeps track of that. That's Eric's glue. What? Metagaming. Because I keep track in this book. Do you really want this book, or can I do it on an Excel sheet and put it in the? It's I, funny. I it's like no, the look of the book, no, but the but the Excel sheet but, is more useful. It's so much more. You criticize Eric for using the archaic calculator on the computer. I know, but look because how many are like it is. now. Lincoln has to use a pencil. Because and paper. Eric was look using Excel, awesome. I have to just say this for the people watching. Eric was our accounting person, and he was using Excel and using a calculator to add up the numbers in the columns because he's a re-re and didn't know that you could go and have it. Some awesome for the win. Alright, anyway. So. Ragging on. on, on uh, no. oh, fine. Convert it to Excel. Alright, here. But you can definitely keep that for notes, because yes. unless you want to have an Excel sheet on your computer as we're running. I respect well, I how frustrating it was. Okay. Anyway, um, right. so. What else? Are you jotting down gear we're getting then, Dan? I mean, what else? I'll do you that for you. Yeah, more. Okay. Santa, what else did you bring us? 
Also on them is uh, one of them is carrying a tome, a book. What is it? Something for Ren. Tantric arts for Does Ren take a look at it? Yes, he does. Does he open it? Yes, Are they explosive Does runes? he look at the red eyes? <laughs> <laughs> um, and yes, Ren's hair sets, a f- <laughs> sets on fire. Ah. Begin the encounter. It appears to be a ritual book. Nice. Oh boy. Okay. And uh, the ritual of become a slave of a rat. As Ren looks oh. through the book, he realizes that it will take quite some time, as usual, to uh, transcribe this ritual, to uh, or you can just cast it out of this book, um, uh, and to to master it. But as he's uh, kind of looking at the uh, the details, it appears to be a very very powerful spell known as Passwall. <gasps> oh, hot! That's a teleporting spell, if I remember correctly. It is not a teleporting spell. Take it it's back. Not. Uh, I will go ahead and read you the description. Pass wall. So you'll have to uh, master it uh, through the normal course, which I believe is uh, spending eight hours with it or something like that. Um, Anyway, pass wall is a level 12 ritual. So you have to be level 12, which means you can. It takes 10 minutes to cast. It lasts for one minute. You create a passage through any solid material. You choose the orientation of the passage relative to the surface you've touched. The passage is one square wide and tall. The passage can be a number of squares deep equal to your arcana check divided by five. This ritual does not conceal the passage from anyone or bar anyone from entering. A creature inside the passage when it closes takes 5d10 damage and is ejected to the nearest end. Uh, the ritual does not affect the structural integrity of a cavern or wall. The passage is a twist in space, not an actual shifting of material. It's like a portable hole that costs a thousand gold every time you cast it. That is really cool. Wait, wait, wait. So it's it's a twist in space, not an actual hole through the material. So like it functions for all intents and purposes like a hole through the material, except for the purposes of like support beams collapsing the structural integrity. Okay. It doesn't actually dig it out. I understand. It's but a it also, it's a magical tunnel it's a portable through hole. solid okay. material. I got. And it also sounds like it can go through indestructible things. If there's you know some some. Adamantian mega crystal. For example, thing. the big tower we in in the middle of exactly. the volcano. Like, oh yeah, it's made of basically like, adamant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there's, there's no material that she couldn't go through. Although, yeah. certainly, like all spells in the world, for every spell protection. created, someone created a spell that counters that spell. Um, called so there could certainly wall. be magical protection. For every counter spell, there is a spell it's that counters the counter spell. Or exactly. Wall, for short. Or wall. <laughs> Um, that sounds very cool, and that's level 12. How much does it cost per, what's it, material component stuff? Uh, it's a thousand gold, um, for the material It's component. very expensive, but, but probably it's going to be awesome. It, we're going to use that sometime. Need to use it, it so, it be being an exploration amazing. ritual, you should, uh, we should take a look in Player's Handbook and see what kind of actual materials it requires. Like, so. Brandis is going to be like, I want to walk in a straight line, there's trees in the way. Cast <laughs> that ritual. When you're crazy rich... Oh, I need to turn off that light or the batteries are going to run out. What's gonna happen? Don't sip on the tablet. There we go. I'm not. It won't support your fat ass. Alright. Or his foot. Or your fat foot. Okay, so are we pretty much caught up or was there more after that? No, there was more. I don't think that light is affecting that camera at all. Okay, so. Oh, there was more items? There was one more. Is there a bigger sword for Brandis? Finally, there are... Um, you. They're called... Coaters? They are armored elbow guards. 
Ooh, spell it? Elbow patch. Uh, one of them was, one of the sword mages was wearing them, and uh, it doesn't take, it doesn't take an invoker to realize that these are definitely magical. And oh, uh, they are C-O-U-T-E-R-S. What, what, C-O-U-T-E-R-S? I don't know what word that is. Cooters? 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 It's a cooter. It sounds French. A lot of armor names are French. I No, I have seen that in role-playing. I'm going to call them elbow guards of second chances. They are a level 15 arms slot item. Okay. It has a daily power. It's a free action. Use it when you miss with a melee attack. You re-roll the attack and use the second result, even if it's lower, with a plus two bonus to the second roll. Hey, that hey. would be like one of those three. That would be extraordinarily useful for anybody. Yeah, that sounds... There is nobody people that who do not do melee attacks. Yeah, if you uh, don't do no. melee attacks... Oh, it is a melee attack. Yeah, so, so what's that? What's thinking? It's a daily power. For me it's a daily power <laughs> free action. Daily free action. You miss. You I have a hand slot, but not arms. Oh. So that makes it significantly better than. Uh, do I have arms? Like all the yes, other free rolls. Yeah. Thank you. Um, unfortunately, so the downside oh, of being awesome like us is no, I that I have filled up pretty much all my slots. Well, I have arm slot available. Do you? I do not. I have iron armbands of power, which is plus two damage all well, the time, I'll, I'll every take them for time. Now, and if if Damon wants to talk to me about them later, I'll talk. I have a better idea for you. What's we don't idea? tell him. Right. You mean like uh? I like love uh, your kind of like creepy Mal, laugh just like now. Like Mal did that. A pact. A pact. A blood pact. Brandis cuts his hand. Holds it out to you. Um. Or it's just like. We could tell that, Let though, honestly, Damon's got some awesome attack bonuses. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. have, this is not a reflection on you, or Aurora, or Greg, You're just making it worse. maybe Lincoln. You've missed some awesome dailies. You've been like, guys, I'm doing a daily, and then you miss, and then we have like a grieving period. But I period. don't miss, but I don't miss <laughs> like, like two. I, I miss by more than no, two. No, but, but you re-rolling re-roll. it doubles the chances. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. With a plus two. Well, let me, let me take so this then. So I, right now, I think... It would actually make good sense for you, because uh, Damon, well, Damon might like Damon's it too. Damon's got a he, lot of re-roll stuff. But he also has a lot of things where it's like his healing things. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, good point. If you miss on that heal thing, then that heal doesn't come back. So once, once per day... It's a daily item use? Yeah. Is that okay, so it's a daily. So once per day I can roll, re-roll a melee attack with a plus two bonus. Is that a free action or a minor or anything? Oh yeah, is it a minor? Probably a minor. Uh, the, the, the I'm writing To minor. use the item, does it have any free. actions? Free action. Oh, so free action. Yeah. Free action. I love free actions. Free actions are free. And it's just attacks? Yes, melee attacks. Versus, melee attack. and that one's versus whatever I want. Okay, yeah. I was thinking about that. So it's just a melee attack. Infernal. So you should write down the name as the Coters of Second C O U T E R S. So you can add it to your character sheet next next week. That's second. Um. Okay. Kind of a lame name, but I'll go with it. Second chances. I want to look at Coters now or whatever it is and see the actual sitcom family, like. Like step by step. Well, uh, I guess I guess your new piece of armor sounds like an '80s sitcom. Yeah, every time I every time I, I put my ear up to it, I hear like the I don't know. And those are all the items of note. Company theme. Their uh, their various uh, weapons and implements were um, were fairly yep. mundane. Um, they 
were certainly doing uh, a good amount of damage at the time, but uh, they must have been through their own uh, spells that they were enchanting them. Alright, well, what are we going to do with them? Oh, the bodies? Yeah. Uh, well, your idea about finding about who they are wouldn't be a bad idea. It would mean we have to admit we killed them, though. It would mean we would have to admit that we killed them. Well, you know what? Ourselves? Frida would be an excellent resource as to yeah. just how nasty the laws are in Hyamaskar. Like, the fact that we're not citizens and the fact that we have killed people oh, yeah. who are citizens we can also in some research. countries... We can yeah, also we do research. research on who they were without... We haven't been going around saying the world's going to end, you have to help us. We can figure out who they were without saying, yeah, by the way, we killed them. There's also a good chance yeah, but they, if there are rats goons, they haven't been seen around here in a long time. That's possible, but that would be useful information to know, yeah. either way. I'd like to just decide something now so that we can yeah. move forward. Do any of them have IDs? Do any of them have wallets? Oh, like, hi, oh, my oh, name oh. is... Or, um, if found, return to... Like uh, a retainer case? No, none at all. Do you remember the um, the the policy that Emaskar has about when people first come in? Yeah, all our weapons are registered. Yeah, you're registered, so your name's on there, right? Yeah, so if they we get check papers their, and stuff like that. If we check their weapons, cross-reference it with the Emaskari ledger, if we can get hold of it. Yeah, maybe but I mean, how would they, they identify? If I mean, they've come in or out, then it would be on there, somewhere. But I mean, like... We can if say, we don't know I'm who looking they for are. a guy who had a longsword. Like, but if it's a really distinct longsword, are any of them? Are any of them particularly distinct? Well, the arm guards or ornate didn't. If they don't, arm, did, I think it was mostly just weapons. They checked. Uh, I, I think they checked armor. I mean, it sounds like wishful thinking. Did you say one of them had a really ornate sword? Was that a different encounter we were in? No, I'm thinking of something else. Okay, well, it was just a thought. Never mind. Their weapons, their swords. Now that you look at them, carry the insignia of the academy on them. So mm. probably not from here then. We can check if there are a lot of if if there are any weapons registered with. We can figure out a way to get into the books. Um, any weapons because that would be a significant thing. Yeah, these guys have weapons that are that go. have the insignia yeah. of. Now, if there are a ton of them, if then no one ever comes back, then probably not. But right. on the off chance, yeah, let's see if they recognize the emblem. And it might. Say, yeah. it, it might at the very least help get the authorities on our side. Because that means we were ta- we were ambushed by these people, and we were also ambushed by a group of people who had unregistered weapons well, as far if as they the, weren't in the weapon registry. I, as far I'm as still leery about goes, though, about we don't have any evidence the, that proves we were ambushed. The fact they had unregistered weapons and ours are registered, well, and that, we're coming towards and we're coming forward to the law as opposed to yes. But if you're going to start saying ambush, they're going to look at in, you and go, "Well, you know, sure." Where did they ambush you? Yeah, and shop. then it's just. And what it. property was it legal for you to be in that you yeah. were ambushed? It's like saying, This woman I was ambushed her me store and she shot because me. I was in her house at night <sighs> with my gun. Come to think of it, they were also in the store owned by the oh person God. That, of the place that they're from. Yeah, okay. Uh, not this, this, cop, <laughs> this cop assaulted me. Robbing the bank, but okay. yeah, that's why I'm so maybe not actually to the authorities. Good, okay, just, so we won't go to the authorities then. Um, 
But it might be interesting yeah. to see if any weapons are registered. We have no them. like brownie points with this town yet. You know but what we mean? should we probably done anything for Skyclave. We should probably do the wand thing now. Yeah. Oh yeah, let's do that now. Wand let's thing. Wand thing. Is the portal open? Can we go through it right now? I think we're in. Yes, there. you are already in it. You are do- oh, doing all the discussion inside. That's you fun. have left mm-hmm. his shop. All right, good. So we're there, mm-hmm. and uh, who has except the wand? Um, she had to leave because she has to walk out to make the portal somewhere else. Oh, so she's gone. Remember, the portal is just Definitely. persistent, permanent, where it was last created. Oh, so created. it could still be sitting there in the... Uh... So Frida's on her own right now. Well, she uh, she prefers to go with one of you guys, uh, just since you're breaking and entering in this place. Okay. Send, um... Send Aomen. Doesn't matter who... Aomen! Doesn't matter who. It's, um, it's, it's <laughs> trivial uh, for okay. her to get back to that? your guys' So where's Kalab? Mansion. In the woods, Kala is still in his uh, in his grove. In his grove, um, Aurora walks over to to Ren, who has the wand, and just says, "All right, let's uh, let's go talk to Kala." Yeah, that's fine. So, and then she looks around to see if if the other people are going to come along, and she kind of like lets them know we're going to like go could do that thing now. So, wait the the wand thing. We're going to we're going to let him check it out. We're going to go vision it, see if it works. Uh, for the wand. <clears throat> Because if this is going to take a while, Brandis has a couple errands to run. He's going to buy some lumber. He's gonna start to build a monkey house? He's going to start building the house. Not for the monkey. For him. Alright, so Ren... He's going to have a house. Finally. Somewhere he can always hang his hammock. Alright, who's going to gather around for this vision? You guys all going to be there? Yes. yes. Alright. Unless the vision attacks us. I think Daemon is walking with Frida. Who's got the wand? Hey eh. guys. <clears throat> Yo Tango L Wand. As you enter his grove, you go through and you rest. It's very peaceful. In fact, it is very peaceful in his uh, in his grove. As you uh, walk through, you uh, even realize that a small river has formed uh, in the grove. I mean, very small, practically more like a a creek, like a little creek. Just a little bit of flowing water. It just makes the place feel more alive. And uh, where is it flowing to and from? Um, that's from a good question. Do you go follow it? To the other. He was curious. If we're not, he will go follow it. Maybe not right this very moment. All right. Well, for now, it's just a stream that's kind of going through as you're passing. And there's more vegetation has popped up, and uh, but none of it at all sort of impeding your movement. It's all very. It's there. It's nice. It it makes the whole place. uh, It's like um, a hotel lobby. Smell good. It's very. It's very. uh, Peaceful. There's and a you're fountain just, in the corner. You're filled with an overall sense of just peace as you uh, as you walk through this grove, and uh, as you get in, the uh, you see the familiar face of uh, the Gith Yankee Kala. And he comes up and he says, "Ah, Lend." He says, "He says, Hello, good to have you here." And he says, "Everyone's here." He says, "How's it going, Skew?" And he shakes his <laughs> puts out his hand to shake it. Awesome. You have my picture for him? Yeah, hold on. Let me find you. Up, 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 up. There we go. Everyone can enjoy. Kala. There you go. Kala. Yay, Kala. There's Kala. Oh, goodness. He has an elaborate beard. I told you he did. <laughs> oh, doesn't oh, go far enough. There we go. Yay. I hope that comes through clear. If not, it'll be on the website someday. That's true. And that'll be a clear picture. Here, I'll just I'll just prop it up here until we need that. You're skinny mother ever. Yeah, it's a little too small. Anyway. <clears throat> Alright. Wow. So, uh 
Yeah, so he says, he says, uh, he says, what brings you to, uh, to my humble home? Well, we found ourselves a wand when we were wandering around in town. Wandering? And, and we were wondering if you could take a look at it and see if you can discern anything fun and exciting about it that we couldn't figure out on our own. I did, I did, I checked it over and it just seemed like kind of a old generic wand that didn't really have any special powers, but seeing as how this was in a Wrath's shop, we thought we would give it to you. He says, this was a Wrath's? Yeah. Well, well, it was in his shop. shop. So that's why we thought maybe you could give it a go. He says, it is good that you brought this to me. It is, uh, it is hopefully relevant. Anything we can get that will help us track him down. He it's takes a look at it. And, sells and, use wands. and he kind of holds it as the tip just sort of dangles and, uh, uh, and says, it is broken for sure. Is that going to matter when it? you do a check on it? He says, uh, he says, it shouldn't modify the, uh, the imprinted memories on this, on this object. He says, my ritual should work all the same. Excellent. Fantabulous. He says, uh, he looks around, he says, are you ready now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, he says, well then, gather around. You can all assist. And he sits down, uh, sits down and, and, uh, uh. <laughs> He's like, hold this. <laughs> and as you sit down with him, it's you realize that the ground is very, just comfortably soft. I mean, it's Ooh. like, as nice as sitting in a chair as just this soft grass. Some chairs are than others, to be fair. So. But you know, it's it's quite nice well, here. Ergonomic and, uh, chairs he sits so down and as you sit down, he says, he says, Ladora, scoot over a little, don't it even out? Um, don't correct him. She looks at you like <clears throat> He says, he says, yes, yes, Wallon. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then he puts his hand forward and he starts chanting. Uh, he starts chanting some words rhythmically, uh, and um, and you can see the light around you start to darken as the uh, as the artificial sun that was uh, shining through the forest starts to get darker and darker, and you realize that almost all the objects, including your friends, are fading around you, except for the wand itself, which is staying fully lit. And before. Long. Unlike the first vision, Kala seems to have some trouble establishing the image. It jerks roughly into view, then fizzles again, until finally, as the haze clears, you find yourself in Arath's shop once more. In stark contrast to how you first discovered it, you find that the shop is bustling with magical energy and activity, as objects floating in midair, arranging themselves on shelves, dusting other objects, and causing the air to bristle with arcane energy. Despite this high level of activity, the shop appears to be mostly empty, with only two men standing at a distance, gesturing each other and speaking with urgent, passionate tones. But there is no other way! We've already checked and double-checked the resources, and there is simply no feasible way to focus that much magical energy without killing yourself in the process. The man speaking is, is in his early twenties, rubbing his hands through his wild, sandy blonde hair in obvious frustration. 
The man he is speaking to shifts slightly under the shadows and turns away, his face now partially visible. It is a wrath. His features are set in anger and brooding frustration. You are incorrect, Baton. There is the... Suddenly the sound fizzles and pops. Nothing but a buzzing sound reaches your ears. The man's eyes widen, then narrow furiously. That's not funny, Arath. You know we already dismissed that option the moment you learned about it. I never joke, and things are different now. I had not, experienced, I had not expected the scrying to be so difficult. The wards are too powerful to locate. It's the only option at this point. We are running out of time. Baden slams his fist on the table between them, causing the baubles and trinkets to dance and scatter away onto other surfaces. It's not an option at all! The vision sputters and fizzles. It's morally re reprehensible. It's forbidden. It's... Do not propose to tell me how to use magic. If not for me, you'd still be wasting your talents at the, at the enchanter's stall. Arath is shouting now, and the shop stills eerily. It has to be done! I will not let this slip away from me, not when there is so much to be gained. Can't you see that? Baden is shrinking away from Arath, a tempest of anger and suffering plain in his features. You never said anything about... Again, the vision sputters and fizzles. I didn't agree to help you commit atrocities. You said it would be the greatest discovery of our time, but nothing is worth this horror you're considering. Arath isn't looking at Baden anymore. He tilts his head slightly, slowing, slowing his breathing and gaining control of his emotions as little flames lick and spark at his fingertips. Without warning, his hand lashes out, but not at Baden. Instead, they encircle the wrist of a young girl, barely eight years old, yanking her from behind the counter where she had been hiding. She shrieks as he pulls her into the light and peers at her. A thief! Sloppy. My own mistake, of course. One I will not repeat. He says matter-of-factly, snatching the stolen apprentice craft wand from her small, stubby fingers. The child is trembling, tr uh, trying to wrench her arm free, but there is nothing to free her from his grasp as he turns the stolen wand direct, uh, delicately in his fingers. The girl is crying now, begging to be let go, promising to never come back, but Arath ignores her. He looks at Baden, who now wears a look of absolute horror and indignation. I... I cannot... I will not let you do this, Arath. You're going too far. He looks at the girl for a moment before adding, And let the girl go. You got your wand back. She's of no threat to you. Arath shakes his head slowly, the door locking with a barely audible whirring sound of magic. I'm afraid that's not possible. If she were to tell anyone what she heard, I... I cannot let anything get in the way of this. Not even sentiment. He holds the struggling child at arm's length and raises the wand, power coursing through it and making it shimmer with red light. Baden reaches for his own wand then, and you can see Arath's eyes shift slightly in his direction as he mutters something quietly under the chorus of the girl's cries and Baden's shouting. Arath! This is murder! You can't do this! He draws the wand and shakily points it at Arath. You may have been my friend once, but now I don't know what you are. So help me, I'm going to stop this madness one way or another. But the words are cut short as a terrible blast of arcane energy erupts from the floor where Baden was standing, catching him completely off guard and knocking him against the wall, sending magical items flying in every direction, scattering across the floor and over their heads. Baden lays groaning on the floor, clutching his chest as his heart clenches and skips, his body seizing up from trauma. Arath is frowning down at him, the child now still with fright in his grasp. He puts his palm on the mage's forehead and whispers something. Baden, Baden's eyes flutter and close as a single gasp of breath escapes him. Don't worry. I don't let your gifts go to waste, Arath whispers. 
I have no alternative, you see. He then turns to the child, shivering and shaking. He smooths the dirty brown hair on her head as she trembles. His frown deepens into a sad grimace as he raises the stolen wand, pointing it directly at her forehead. I'm sorry, Baden. A flash of light. The vision shifts, and you now notice two large brown eyes peering in through a small draft window close to the ground in an unnoticed corner of the shop. They are wide with terror, glistening with tears as the room becomes a blur of light and energy, and he is clasping his hands over his ears. Unseen by Arath, the other Stig runs away, bolting from the shop quickly as if on wings of birds. The vision fades into mist once more before you find yourself once more standing before the druid who holds the plain-looking wand in clenched hands. The druid then, as he was already sitting, collapses to the ground as, uh, as before the, the exhaustion from casting this ritual has taken almost everything out of him and he uh, just breathing deeply on the ground. Ren Ren rushes over to Kala and helps him up and helps him sit up and thanks him for the thing he just did. He says, thank you. He says, he says, I think this is good information. He says, I'm sorry, the vision was not perfect. He just coughs a bit. If anything, the vision, A, showed us, gave us more insight about how batshit crazy Arath is getting, Mm -hmm. and B... We can possibly go get more info if we can track down that other Stig and talk to him about it. Yeah. Since well, they're, they're a witness. Yeah, and we only saw, I mean, just I don't a piece. Think we, don't know, saw him. we don't know how long that kid was sitting there looking. He saw stuff potentially that happened before mm-hmm. the vision that we just saw. So. so as long as a rat th- doesn't know that that kid exists. Yeah. Then that kid's probably safe wherever he is. Yeah. Potentially other items, too. I mean, yeah. unless that was the very first time they'd ever stolen anything or tried to steal anything from a shop, oh, there sure. might be other items that they swiped. Maybe. It does make me curious, too, when a so rat just to be, said... So just to be clear, he killed that kid, right? Uh, I think so. I think he killed though, Baden, too. Though mm-hmm. it said something... He said that, he, that Baden's powers or things weren't going to go to waste... And I immediately, I'm not saying this happened, but I thought how cool it would be if he somehow sucked Baden's, like, consciousness out of his head and stuck it into the kid. Oh. Weird. So you basically, like, eliminate one Both. one guy. Both. <laughs> yeah. You kill two birds with one stone. Ooh. Not saying that that happened. That's a really That's just me idea, thinking how cool that would be. Mm-hmm. Isn't that exactly what the crown does? Is that what Ren thinking that would be really cool to do? Ren's not saying I can. Ren's not. He doesn't condone that, but he's thinking. Sure would be clever. Holy around. hell, that would be really awesome if I could learn how to do that mm-hmm. <laughs> in a pinch. Interesting. Keep that in mind. Step away from a rat. Um, <laughs> Ren. All right, so first off, oh, so Brandon's still sitting. He's sitting next yeah. to Hugh. Yeah, we're both. And kind of has like... the same troubled look that I assume everyone has after seeing that. Maybe killer rat. 
Um, and uh, mumbles something about, uh, what have you guys gotten me into? Uh, and just kind of... Trails off meaningfully? Yes. Meaningfully. Full of meaning. Full of Alright. Aura's kind of torn because while what she saw was really disturbing, it's also very exciting because it's like the first like real solid lead they've gotten. I'm sorry, am I interrupting your phone call? Message. Keep playing. Oh, don't worry, we'll wait. I would also imagine Aurora, I mean... I don't know. I mean... She did get betrayed and all that kind of stuff, and she found it hard to believe earlier. Now but it's like, really... She really just saw him kill a kid. This is the first thing she's seen him do that was that was really just despicable. I mean, he killed a couple birds before. Yeah, he killed a bird. Not not uh, too far from his usual MO. Because um, in the name of knowledge, he'll do a lot of things. But to see him do that... Yeah, she's definitely settling into this unsettling idea that... Whatever Arath was to her and the group, he's that no longer. Lerd, the leader of the Stigs. Yes, he is. Top dog in refuge, the poor district. Well, maybe um, Buddy would know where to find. Well, you probably probably don't want, doesn't want to take us there because he's. Well, I just mean this other Stig. Oh, yeah. Might, I mean, maybe we could describe them yeah, yeah, yeah. to him, and he's another stick, so maybe he knows like, his kid's yeah, name. Yeah, that guy fell off Skyclave last week. Yeah, no, he threw himself off. Some, something about torture. About <laughs> couldn't take it anymore. Um, so, the yeah, ma- maybe asking Buddy would lead us to at least a name of the kid? Because if we just go around saying, hey, we're looking for a, a stick urchin, stick with uh, brown eyes. Brown eyes, anyone? Brown eyes. They're like, line them up. Uh, okay, which of you has been... There's only one stick with brown eyes. (laughs) The brown eyed stick. (laughs) The brown eyed stick. Brown eyed stick. La 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 la. Um, Hugh, Hugh, uh, Hugh's confused by Arath's urgency of running out of time. And I think he mentioned that something on the other vision, too. We don't have a timeline here. I don't. Well, something to consider. I don't know what his urgency. Like, why was he? I, I guess I probably mentioned this to Law. If Kalah's not like passed out, like, do you have any idea why, why he, he would be, be worried about running out of time? Well, like, like I said, well, we don't know when on the timeline this particular vision happened. It sounds like to we me, don't know if he already has the crown at this, at this point. Doesn't have the crown. Is looking yeah. for it. I mean. Well, the well, store's been abandoned old. for a few months. Okay, so we have an idea. I just want to so tell you. So Hugh say, notices something. Huh. He sees someone has been sneaking around in the uh, in the grove, and all of a sudden can see uh, Frida hiding behind one of the trees. Dude, it's her grove. In the grove. It's her grove. Why is she sneaking? It's like... Oh yeah, we haven't really read her in on this. Yeah. Oh Shouldn't my god. Right. <laughs> I will just say real quick before we talk to her. I think uh, we should eat Frida. It sounds. If it comes down to it, I think eat Frida. Um, I think uh, <clears throat> it almost sounds like he wants the crown for. He wants the crown, but the thing is. This almost sounds like it is the motivation because this guy is talking about it would be the greatest discovery of our time, but he doesn't want to go to that length. It almost sounds like they're like, hey, we're going to find out what killed the dinosaurs. And he's like, 
the best way to do that is the Crown of Ogma. And he's like, shit, no, not the Crown of Ogma. It would be a great discovery, but I don't want to do that thing where we eat people and take their knowledge. You know what I mean? It sounds like... You think maybe the Crown of Ogma isn't, it, I, is I more of a means to an end? Uh, yeah, it sounds like... Because... because um, Unless there's If the Crown else. of Ogma is the greatest discovery... What is the terribly atrocious act that he already committed to attain the crown? Because he already has the crown. If the crown of Ogma's greatest discovery, the might have he heard already... that. Well, well I thought maybe it was like having someone in, like essentially betraying us. Maybe yeah. that was the horribly maybe. atrocious act, or like fucking up an entire temple and killing a bunch sure. of people. Well, maybe that's pretty bad too. Well, that's also bad. The, the thing to consider is that when we heard the vision, it's incomplete. We don't get that information. Of what yeah. they're talking about. The other thing that can so if, stick, if we have yeah. a stick that can fill in the the missing holes there, the maybe might not be able to. He might not be able to. But if he can, if he heard Crown of Agma, then we'll know. He had his hands over his ears well, who knows during that? the worst part. We don't know. If maybe he heard other stuff. Mm. Could he even have heard while the window? I mean. Well, we don't know. If, was that window open? Closed? Was it a glass? Was it a grate? Yeah. I imagined it was like one of those grates that is like ventilation grates. You know? When we saw it, was it a was it a window? Is it glass? It was uh, it was glass. Okay. So, so we can't hear through it. Well, we well you're maybe. not sure if you could hear through Cause, it. Because I imagined it like we'll like the mesh of a, like of a the ventilation here. grate. During the vision, you did hear the sounds of bustling outside the shop. Okay. Uh, so it's not uh, I think uh, we should go track well, we got the in kid. somehow, so maybe... Oh, yeah, we never want to talk to the kid. I, I agree on that. This is all and I think we need to... I do love speculating. I, I, Frida. I think we need to probably clue in Frida. I thought they got... I thought Kala... Well... Like, I thought we asked Kala about cluing her in, and it was like... Well, you've seen her, and you guys are now talking with her there. Well, Only like... Hugh's seen her. She just heard everything. Well, the, the, yeah, the vision... Was the vision... Now got a killer. Like, portal... Like... Showing it to everyone, or was it? You're not eyes? sure. You've only experienced this twice, and you've been sitting there for it. Could I see anything else besides the vision? Mom? No. Okay. Or, is it, or just just kind of like tired of, of playing around, you know? And she's like, "All right, all right, Frida, how much did you hear?" The other thing, and I just well. want to point this out, that kind of that made me a little bit worried. So we have two years before. Okay, so you are talking with Frida. Yes. Here, okay. Well, let's let's resolve right, the let's, Frida we'll, thing we'll, for a minute here. Frida. So no one else has noticed the Frida's here except for Hugh. Correct. Well, I fo- uh, I so Hugh your, says your... to Kala, he says, so what do you think of Kal- Frida, Kala? He says, cute kid. Uh, Frida, cute kid. Uh, <laughs> he says, gotta be careful. Kids can't keep a secret. Well, she is 45. He goes, nah. Really? Yeah. She's only four or five? No, no. <laughs> 45. He won't notice if we just. He's her. really, <laughs> she's really uh, quite experienced and and mature uh, for her. I appearance. think she may be around for a while. Uh, oh, Frida's got... gonna be around for a while. <laughs> he sits up and he says, "He says, oh yes, the the magic, the youth thing. I remember now. Yes, ah uh, yes, cute adult. I guess. Yes. Uh, what do you think about uh, inducting her into the order?" He says, so she can know and better help us achieve our goal. He looks around and says, I haven't speaking, spoken to her much, but speaking. if she will devote herself to our cause and all of you trust her, I will defer to your wisdom. Uh, Hugh pipes up. What do you think of that, Frida? Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm so untrusting of everybody now. 
ever since Arath boned us, I, I sit here and I'm like, Freda's gonna fuck us. Kala's gonna fuck us. She is the little kid that just got zapped in the forehead. I know it. Oh, you think so? Huh. Oh, no, God. but well, I think idea, we would though. have recognized her. Well, does she have brown eyes? Yeah. Vision. yeah. But does she look like a street urchin? <laughs> she looks like baby. Anyway, I thought we had a picture of baby. Did we have a picture of baby? I don't know. Oh. So. Uh, so he says. So what do you think about that, Frida? At which point, Ren whips around and is like, "Huh? Didn't see you there in the bushes, there, kiddo." <laughs> she or kind of steps forward. Or looks and is like. Might as well come out now. Since we all are looking Brandon at you. Brandon suddenly draws the goes, Oh, don't sneak up on me. Oh, there he is. Oh, was that Baden? Yeah, that's Baden. Baden. Does he have his own hill? He's just a guy with Virgo's veins. Leave him alone. That's how all the guys in the mascara look. They all have, the mascara have. Do they look a penalty to charisma? They have like marbled skin. <laughs> yeah, they have marbled skin. So. I think Redis would stare. Do they take a lot? Well, he probably did the first day, and then he just got oversaturated with it. Like, it's not like it's only everyone one. looks Virgo's veins. Well, don't forget, Damon's practically got a similar look. His are glowing. No, he's got the Janassi stuff. No, he's got like tattoo stuff going on. That that guy has. Um, it's like spending a week at a nude beach. Was, After a while, you're able to tear did. your eyes away. Uh, After a while. Hey, by the way, are you broadcasting those pictures? No. Um, I could. Baden! Something to consider if we want to follow the lead of Baden. That's another opportunity. True, although if he's dead, I don't know how much we'll be able to find. Well, if he had a study, maybe, and he's got... Was Baden a mascari? He said he was. He had blonde hair, but I don't he remember the rest of the description. He was a mascari, yes. He was that, a mascari. The, okay. yeah. He definitely looked a mascari. Oh, and what did he say he was from? I found you at the... Something Enchanter's wasting your stall. time. Enchanter's stall. Yes. Enchanter's stall. So we could go there. Um. Yeah. I mean, we can. We check out his house. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Arath has cleaned up after himself. Um. Perhaps. I mean, we could definitely. We can definitely check. Uh, no, we we should. We need to check. It's just um. Not so like we're gonna find like Baden's like. Sister, who's like, yeah, Arath is over there. He's in the back room. He wanted to talk to. Came over for some stuff that he left. Oh, wouldn't that be just perfect? Just walk in, he goes, oh, oh, ah, ah, ah. Pocket sand. Pocket sand. (laughs) We're just like, he just hits us with the sand in the chest, so we're like, dude. Pocket sand? He just jumps up and he pushes whoever's in front of the marching order. He just goes, ah, and pushes them over and it knocks us all over. And he runs up. On top of her body. I'm prepared my spells today. I wasn't expecting this behavior. Um, so Frida. Yes, she comes forward. Frida come. Um, I wasn't actually saying that I was worth... We should address the Frida issue. Yes, she she comes forward, kind of realizing she's been spotted, and says, uh, "and says I heard some noises coming, and I was just checking to see if you were okay. I didn't know it was a secret club meeting." That being said, secret club and all. Uh, uh, not even whispering, just to you. Ren said, "Yeah, and in this club, you have to be this tall to listen." 
Alright. Was she your height? With uh, Ren doing that. Yeah, she's like a couple inches higher. And so Ren goes, you have to be... Oh, wait, fuck, that wouldn't work. <laughs> Ren um, says nothing. She, actually, she chuckles at Ren's joke. Brandis, uh, not even, like, whispering anything, just uh, just turns to you guys and says, she might not even want to be sworn. We, we, we debated for, like, an hour of whether or not, you know... She says, you guys aren't the most discreet with talking about this stuff. Brandon says, what? Oh. Uh, she says, well, I get it. How much Some do you crown know has already? been stolen. It was your old friend, Arath, and now you're trying to get it back from him. Yep. Wow, I didn't know if he ever mentioned the crown in front of you. You got good ears. She said, you just did, like, 30 seconds ago. Oh. oh okay, well. We were talking while she was listening. Was well, she was eavesdropping. Um, we were doing eavesdroppers. Okay. Drop their eaves. Well. So do we catch her up on our entire plight? Well, generally speaking, we well, we, we, we need sort of a we commitment. Only can we if we swear can't her in. do it unless she's. We think we that's can. right. We the oath that we think we that's can't right. tell people. Well, we so, think we can. That's. that's has anyone tried to go against it? We no. just Friends assume we can't. And that's says, the power. Try it. Try it. It's try it. See if you bleed from your ears. Oh my god. Uh, I'll give you a gold to try. And prepares, and prepares like some, some band-aids. For a place. I'm so for old, the fact that I still have my hearing is a miracle! Uh, Kala just kind of looks at Brandis and shakes his head. Anyway, is it really that important right now that we deal with this? Well, yeah. Then deal with it! Stop talking about dealing with it. Deal with it. Stop trying to hit me and hit me. Ren says, okay, here's the deal. Oh, I thought we already asked her if she wanted to... Well, she. we said what she knows. I thought we already asked her if she wanted to... If she... Yeah, we did, and she hasn't re- replied yet. She Where? says, uh... She says... If adventure I will get from joining up with you, she says, I could do that. She says, it'll only last two years, right? That is why you came to get me in the first place? Yeah, this is... Theoretically. One. Though you're the expert in time travel. <laughs> <laughs> she says, she says, very well then, I can commit to two years with you. Uh, well, this may end up going a little bit longer than that. Uh, I mean, our commitment two was years sort of fine. open-ended. Two years is fine. Yeah, two it's years, all right, that's cool. Well, what has Kalapai been on this? Because, I mean, he's kind of the one who has to... He's uh, he's deferred to you, and he's just kind of uh, oh, okay. He when she says that, he says uh, he says to the best of our knowledge, if this isn't dealt with in two years, it yeah. won't matter what commitments we have or have not. Yeah. Ren says, and after it's over, true. we're done with our. We're once free we from the. the Ren says house. once we deal with this whole the situation universe. of inducting her into our cool club, um, I have a concern about this two year. Contract? Program, contract. So, not to change subjects, but let's keep this moving along, because I want to bring something up. Okay. 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 So, Uh, give me a commitment right now. Yeah, she said yes. She said yes. Okay, alright. Kala, do you want to administer the oath or whatever it is you do? Yeah, let's stand around. He says it will require all of the current members to be present. Well, Daemon came back with her. Daemon's here. So, so we do it. Does Damon? Does anyone have any reservations? He said that we no. all have to vouch Frida. for her. Does Damon? Damon vouch for her? He keeps his mouth shut. 
he seems distracted by, uh, you know, you get this sense of sort of restlessness in him when he's been uh, cooped up a while, and you get the feeling that he's, uh, that it's, uh, that right now he's a bit, you know, he's a bit kind of anxious. You get the feeling that, uh, um, that going up to the top of Skyclave, you know, sated his, um, sated his, his need to, uh, to kind of get out, uh, for a short while, but, uh, but he's, his mind is on other things and just kind of, uh, accepts your, uh, your guys' judgment. Um, so he doesn't say anything. So, any reservations about Frida? No. Brandis? She's good. Ren is fairly okay. <laughs> he, uh, he tends to butt heads with her a little bit. But in terms of her character... Not like damn In terms of, like, her actual, like, the character of her self, he thinks she's okay, but as uh, Kala administers the oath, he rolls a 36 insight to see if she's actually uh, telling the truth or if she's, like, got her fingers crossed behind her back. Golden roll an insight check. I, I think did. he did. Oh, we well, got a 36. That's the result. You don't sense any sort of um, uh, okay. deception. Okay. You're not good at reading children. She's been uh, she's been fairly genuine with you this time, if uh, um, if not a bit irritable, and she's uh, a good person. You know, she she seems like someone that might be a little bit difficult to get along with, but she doesn't seem like um, uh, she doesn't seem like a deceptive person. person. Hormones. Hormones. No, it's no hormones. That's a problem. She hasn't. She's new preteen yet. So I mean, like, she's not. All right. Balanced. So he administers. He uh. He has her repeat after him the oath that you all took not a week ago, in uh in his original grove, as he um and the oath goes on and on about um, about protecting the secret of the crown from uh, from the entire world and going to whatever ends are necessary to complete that goal and that the uh, and that the survival of all those on the mortal realm depends on this uh, absolute dedication is it nighttime is... you should have a campfire at night and tell her all about the crown because now, it is now, now late afternoon. Like, like Ren, Ren pi- it's evening. So Ren pipes up and says, "Okay, so now that she's all sworn in, can hear all this stuff. Um, I have a concern about this two-year thing. Um, I kind of was under the impression that nothing could be done for two years, but he always seems to be in a really big hurry because time is of the essence and." Um, he was just saying like how he was frustrated because there wasn't he was quickly running out of time and things like that Mm -hmm. and I'm curious what he's running out of time for yeah I I I mean if it's if if it was preparations um if the wand vision is occurring before he gets the crown then that would explain his rush because we know that he was in a rush to get the crown because of the possibility that it was going to be moved or they were finding out about him, something like that. Like, there was a time crunch pre-crown. Well, that's... I think that's what I was going to ask Kala on that point. Like, does Kala know of any reason why... 
he would have been in a hurry. Like, do the temple frequently change their defenses, like you suggested? Mm-hmm. They move it a whole lot. Do I mean he's right here, talking with us as we say this. Can he think of any reason why he would have been rushed? Like, would a wrath have only had a small window of opportunity to get the crown in the first place? Well, basically, my whole reason for thinking this is that if this doesn't pertain to the crown. And it's like, yes, you have to have the crown, and the planes have to be aligned, and uh, you have to dip it into a volcano that's exploding, uh, but it has to be this specific volcano, and it only explodes once every 5,000 years. Um, And it explodes next week. Well, we can pretty much thwart his whole plan this week, as opposed to having to wait for two years. No, no, remember, the two years is when... The planes ...is the window of... Well, yeah, to activate the but crown. if there we are multiple steps, if there are multiple steps he has to do, mm-hmm. then we can stop him like at the next step. So are you asking to... him if there are multiple steps he knows of? Yeah, I just want to know what okay. he is. Pilar responds to the supposing, and he says, "I've been thinking much about this. The exact process of activating the crown is not a secret. We were charged with protecting, uh, or rather, it's not a secret even we knew." Um, Partially to protect uh, protect those in uh, in our own order from turning, although it uh, it should theoretically be impossible anyway. You, one can never be too careful. He says. Uh, he says I have been doing uh, much much research and uh, meditating on this subject, and he says uh, he says I will uh, I will continue to think about it. He says. I believe there will be certain steps we can take uh, to to attempt to thwart him, as you say. He says it is not simply the uh, the planar alignment uh, that needs to happen for it to activate. As I understand it, some uh, some other things will be required. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. But I am not yet sure what they are. Okay, well, I'm working on a theoretical timeline, so if anyone has ideas on when things have happened... Rene says, well, I know that what happens after this is us finding the brown eyed stick. Yes. Yes. You're my brown eyed stick. Ooh, okay. Dirty uh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Would there have been a sister a brotherhood? <laughs> that sounds odd. Uh, that worked with the brotherhood of the Crown of Agma. That kept the secret of the Crown of Agma. Would such a thing exist? Kalan. Ask again. He says. Would there have been a si- another brotherhood that kept the secret safe? Or he says. <laughs> he says no. As far as I know, we were the only ones uh, who. Uh, were charged with the uh, the secret that it even existed. Brandon right. stings out and says, "But they were so secretive. What if there was another, even more secret order?" Oh man! He all says, right. "Always possible. Where's the Where's God of Knowledge right does uh, does delight in uh, keeping secrets in layers of knowledge." It must be. I'm not sure. His blessing is. That is simply confused. He seems satisfied that it has uh, that it has made you stop asking questions because he doesn't seem to be sure what he just said either. <laughs> um, I lost him. So Aurora's, Aurora's trying to focus everyone a little bit on the stig idea. I mean, she kind of feels like that's a live option. 
True. I mean, Bane's a yeah. dead option. We can still go that direction, but what are you about but Bane? who knows what situation the Stig may be in. So if he's even alive, he she. We, did we say it was definitely a he? I don't think we got a gender. Actually, didn't think you got a gender at all. Ren then just says, "Okay, Kalaw, you keep pondering this, and let's go find that Stig." Stig yeah. time. We can go make friends with an orphan swarm. Well, let's first go get um, maybe Buddy. Yeah. The only yeah. thing I can think of is where Arath found out about all this stuff. Would have been that scroll he found. Hmm. That would have started the trail. That like he was doing research for a lot of that year. You know he I mean? was doing research for a lot of that year, but at the He's same time, down the ground. Mm-hmm. we have a good indication that there is something funny about that scroll because it was in a weird. It was in the same yeah. text as the runes on the. Well, the same alphabet as runes yeah, on the temple. It definitely led him. It started him on the investigation of the thing. But I mean, part of me kind of feel like if we found that scroll kind of thing, I doubt it would have all the answers we need. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have a feeling Arath wouldn't let that scroll out of his sight. Yes. Well, I mean, but if we could backtrack it, like he said, he got it from some bandits. That might be Find an impossible task. We can figure out the bandits. Well, he killed the bandits, but if we were able to figure out who, where did those bandits get it? Maybe. Maybe. It's like more than a year ago. It was a long time ago. I know, it was a really long time ago. That's the... <laughs> well, hey, I'd say... I'd say uh, about a year ago, did you hear about some bandits hitting the rear? It's like, yeah, like uh, eight... Yes! Yes, I Well, did. if we were able to figure out the location... Oh, yeah. Maybe no, no, it was like a local bandits or I think, something. I think we're gonna st- we should stick with the uh, nerd and the... And See, the I have a... True. I'm just the... talking... I mean, oh, yeah. def- I'm not saying not do that. I'm just oh, saying yeah, yeah. other options. Because yeah, it's a big problem and that. there's a lot of things that we could get information from. Well, I don't know. My question is how long... How long in between that... In, in between visions are we experiencing so far? That's a, that's yeah, a, you don't have a timeline yet. No. Well, I mean, we know which, all that we know is when he got the crown and, well, when, we know, and when he called us. Well, we know anything before that. We have no idea how frequently that was. Like when he decided to call us and wrote the the notes. Yeah. Who we, that could have been a day or months. Well, I mean, it's not that huge of a window. I mean, it's. It was magical. We're not talking about I years. It was a turnaround. I don't think so either. I'm just, yeah, it's I'm within just like trying a month or to, two. to pin down the timeline. Because he says, he said when he, because we had like, we know when we left, and then he had his letters, and then he said, I'm going to go here, and then he said, I opened my shop. And then, right, and the then shop. we heard about when the shop closed. So that scene we saw had to have been between when the shop opened and when the shop closed. Correct, and so to refresh your memories... You know that the shop opened um, sometime after the fourth month. Uh, he says he, he says he was opening a shop. You got that letter at the four month mark of mm-hmm. the year, okay. uh, and then he said his next one where he said he, he started an academy was at the six month mark. Okay, so that would put it right when he said when he said two months and nothing. I found nothing, and uh, that was a six months. Hmm. How long had the pet shop guy had said the store was being closed? It was for like three or four months. He said, uh, he said about six months. Six months! Which puts it uh, right in line with when he said he opened the academy. Uh huh. So basically, he had a shop for two months. He made enough money to start an academy. Well, I doubt right. that's where he got his money. Well, he, he also had a. He's uh, had like. He had a, a fair amount shop. of. Yeah. He had a fair amount of. Um, um, 
okay. uh, spoils from your guys' Anyways, adventure. Sorry, yeah. And also to the shop that you opened last I'm just trying to like weedle this out here. Yeah, no, no, that's good. Okay, so I got something exciting for you guys. Aurora steps out of the portal. Yeah. Aurora steps out of the portal back into the the plush. The nice guest house, right? Guest guest house, guest and, house. and kind of appreciates it again because, yes, the grove is nice in its way, like a like a picnic. You want to have a picnic there. You don't want to live there. So she comes back into the um, civilized world. That a little civilized. a little bit of a wrath is still clings to her in that way. But she's kind of she's really really appreciative of cities and the comforts of a of a civilized nation. Oh, a calendar. The calendar of Harptos. The calendar of Harptos we use the, the Harptosian calendar. Is the Don't most widely that? used calendar in uh, Toral, hmm. which is the planet uh, of Forgotten Realms. And um, is the most widely used calendar. And today's date is in uh, the first half of summer. Is about 15. It is 15 flame rule. There are 12 months. Every the month has exactly. Flame rule the month? Flame rule is the month, and it's right there. There are 12 months, and each month has exactly. 30 days. Cool. Uh, the weeks are 10 days long. And what? they don't have names for the mm. days of the week. Interesting. Do they okay. have names for Useful. the weeks of the month? Uh, they don't have names for the weeks of the month either. It's just, it's just all numbered? Number. Yeah, it's just all numbered. Do they have so like 1 through 10, 20 through 30, and thus what? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, next week, if it's the 12th, would be the 22nd, right? It's not yeah, nice and easy. Just, just base 10. Um... And terms like hours and minutes uh, are now uh, fairly widely used in uh, in Forgotten Realms. But there are 25 hours. There are many timekeeping devices that can, can keep it to that accuracy. Okay. There are 24 hours a day. And these guys right here, these big um, lines coming out, Midsummer, um, uh, Harvest Tide, the Feast of the Moon, those are days uh, in between the months that don't. It's neither Don't the count. 30th nor the 1st. It is a, an extra day in there. That's what makes up the 365 days. Day. <sighs> and um, shield meet is once every four years. It's essentially the leap day. And it is not this year. Okay. It is 1479. Fun. Okay, so... That's a good calendar system. I like it. Let's all adopt that. Far better than ours. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Ours is sort of like... An evolved thing based on false knowledge, which yes. kept on getting fixed as the science got better. I've always liked the idea of the same number of days in every month, so that you always know that like the first is a Monday every single month. Like just that's great. As though. a programmer, anyway, let's, let's keep moving. So, <laughs> so this is um, so this is fifteen. So it is fifteen flame rule. <coughs> it is right in the smack dab in the middle of summer. In two weeks, it'll be midsummer. <gasps> the only two weeks. Two I'm weeks, outfit. ten days. Um, 20 days. I'm going to try to get in the habit of when I say a week, I mean 10 days. There are four weeks in a month, exactly. That's super great. Or three weeks. Anyway, all right, let's keep going. Red really wants to go find the brown eyed dig. Brown Hugh agrees. Let us go and get the brown eyed dig. I hope he has a name, because if we don't have a name, he'll just Well, the brown-eyed stick... Is the brown-eyed stick one that's dead, or the one that saw it in the window? That's the, the one that saw it in the window. window. Okay. Well, it's dead, we call it dead So, stick. let's go <laughs> to stick. Buddy, our 
are sticking Unless, around. I don't know, maybe, what does Frida know about all the weird stignots that's going on stignots? and like the branding and weird stuff like that? It's Ren looks like at <laughs> somewhat common knowledge. Ren looks at Frida and says, hey, you're a kid. Can you oh tell us God. about the stigs? She's going to bite you. Aurora <laughs> just kind of, she's tempted to like just do one of those things you do to kids. You smack them upside the head and like, stop it. But, but you're an adult and she's not going to do that to you. But she does look at you like she's thinking it she's at you. Gonna. She goes, surely the Stigs must have tried to recruit you in your current state. Oh, God. She, Poor woman. in a rare uh, act of um, apparent maturity, she chooses to ignore Ren and uh, looks to Aurora, <laughs> or looks to Hugh, who was, who was speculating about uh, that she might know the, the goings on. I think on. he was speculating. In the he was. Ren she says, she she says some weird stuff when he was wandering through there the other day. Oh, did getting... you tell us anything about that? Uh, I assume so. Was he was by... He's saying it now. You have to tell us now. And Aurora goes, well, He was uh, trying to go to see what? if he could get some false papers uh, to see if he could get into the restricted section of the library. Didn't do such a great job of it, but he saw some weird stuff like Versus. Kids getting like branded and then being Just thrown keep... crappy food and what? Yeah, I can't why is the, the Bahamut Paladin laughing at this? No, I'm laughing. Aurora's not laughing. I'm What's laughing. Aurora doing? Aurora's furious right now. She she's like so confused and like doesn't understand Brandon anything of what you just said. Like how Brandon. many? What? When? Where? Why? Tattooing them is much more sanitary. I just really like giving. Frida shit. And because oh, of course you do. she gives me shit. And so, so it's a it's a playful back and well, forth between when she betrays us. Perhaps it will be a romantic beginning. At least I won't have to have my heart stumped on like happened with a rat. Yeah, she's your right she's the right size for you. Man. <laughs> you should really just consider a different approach. She is a cougar after all. Wow. She's also a child. Well, wow. but a cougar generally means experienced and she's It's like the not. best of all worlds. <laughs> <laughs> you have a, a I am so glad that is on tape. <laughs> For the record, She's Lincoln wants a woman with the mind of a 45-year-old and the body of a 12-year-old. Lincoln is essentially an omnipotent. Uh, All right, so let's okay. let's continue Omnibus. moving forward. He um, wants the living dead. She says, unfortunately. Most of my time in Skyclave was just spent for lodging. I spend most of my time traveling the plains. I guess we're lucky we caught you when we did. She says, I know some of the politics of, uh, of Skyclave, but really just what I need to, uh, to get my books published <laughs> and uh, stay out of the public eye. Okay. Ara says, all right, can we, can we start going to uh, Let's go. the tavern, I guess, is where Yeah, see if we can find Buddy. Which he tavern? Might. Let's go no. Buddy. It was in the... Let's just check the all of them. What was it? No, he was in the... The, the Fletcher? I know where he is. The drunken Fletcher? No, where is it? Uh, you mean, uh, you want to go to to Buddy? Oh, yeah, Buddy is in Buddy. the... Where are my notes on... Tavern Sorry. Row. <laughs> Wandering out. Where is it? I've got it all here. Brandon's going to the tavern. Drunken right? Fletcher, yeah. Yes, he was in the drunken Fletcher. That's where we saw him. So you guys, the, you guys head to the drunken Fletcher? Hell yep. yeah. It is evening time. Woohoo! Evening at the Drunken Fletcher. How much longer till the curfew sets in? Around here? Well, the curfew only applies to two districts. Oh, where's that? Uh, which didn't get reflected in your guys' story, but maybe you had to walk through the district. Maybe so. Um, yeah, the curfew only applies to... Um, it was the Market District. The Glass Courtyard and the Spire of Crowns. 
Which one's the Spire of Crowns? The, the, the Market District is open. We've never been there. It's the one where the Empress has like special statues. Yes, the Spire of Crowns is a is like there. a kind of a museum. It's a like a royal um, monument museum. You know, like kind of showing off the Empire's. Uh, oh yeah, I think we heard about that. We said there wasn't that much interesting in there. We said it was like. Buddy said at least Buddy there wasn't much interesting Buddy, in there. Buddy, who is a kid, like, clearly... So it's mostly boring paintings and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's mostly boring, like, it's like a museum, and, like, he just... Got but there's a whole wing dedicated to this major giraffe, but it's boring. But you guys have not... <laughs> you guys have not checked it out at all. Oh, the irony. Um, the, the, the glass courtyard is the place that is, um, it's the wealthiest non-noble district, That's and it's it the fleeting nature of wealth and status kind of represented by the name, and, you know, it's where... It's Does Buddy where say it's a fool and his money are easily part of there? It is where you um, bought the, the sunset cricket. Yeah. Right. It is also where uh, Nene Jastanka was. Um, Considering and I'll try to jump off the sky cliff. Wait, that's where that was. That was yeah. You guys have been to the glass courtyard. Oh right, that's yeah, where the houses that, were and that stuff. That's where our house. And there, so what were all the zones? There was the landing that, that's place. That's where we are. Yeah. There was the museum. There was the. Out tavern and the refuge and the, you know, all the, the major districts is the yeah. enlightened ark, which is um, where, where is. people uh, get married and stuff. Parades and declarations. It's where every major event in people's lives in Skyclay tend to happen there. There's Tavern Row. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Glass Courtyard. There's the Refuge of Blades and Altars, um, which is uh, where um, Lurd is and, and okay. Stuff. The Spire of Crows is the room dedicated crowns, to the Empress. I think you mean a uh, Spire of Crowns. Uh, and then there's the Lantern Gallery, which is the market district. Okay. Those are the major districts. And then there are tons of residential districts, and there are other, like, smaller shopping districts, and, like, kind of bordering some noble districts. There's, like, a much more noble, like, little shopping thing, but but they're all just kind of... They're not really part of the food court. They're kind of a mid-mall. Exactly. (laughs) I forgot to ask you some sounds unrelated, but very, very important. Who has fire-based powers, attacks... Spells. I have. I have several. Um, I have some arrows that just have fire because, on them. Like, I don't, but I'd be happy to put that inferno oil on something that we on my weapon before we hit it. Your tank. We, Frequently, I, you're hitting the people who we're all hitting. So, but the thing is, it doesn't do extra damage. It's just like you need to let me know. Hey, I want to hit that guy with fire, and I'll be like, I'll go make him vulnerable. Like, it takes a standard action to put it on. Yeah, but um, it takes a standard like, action. I set him up, you knock him down, like. Yeah. Does so the potion stuff you're only not work on the melee attack? Punch him you apply it to a weapon. Yeah. So right. like I can't use it because I never make melee attack. No, that's what I mean. Like, so we will coordinate mm-hmm. yes. but you do fire stuff. Yeah. So we'll stay in communication. But I don't do all fire stuff at this point. Yeah. So if I'm like, I'm gonna blow a daily and an encounter power that then work really well together yeah. and I want you to debuff him first. For now, because he said there were two vials of five uses each. Brandis will hang on to one of them. Do you're not doing melee too much? I don't know melee. Uh, Damon or her. Or, or, uh, so for or now, or. you hang on to it. So sure. if we get in a pinch, soon we just know where they are. Oil it up. Oil it up. That was it. I like that. That's kind of gross. Um, I'm sure Eric will jump. Uh, before right we take off to go, I'm I'm low on hit points. Uh, Did we ever actually officially heal after the last? Yeah, you got a short rest. We had a go short ahead and take Damon's uh, average healing bonus, which I think is seven. Seven. Okay. okay. Surges. So per surge, you spend take an extra seven. Um, did I actually did I gain any? 
So because uh, we're lacking Damon, I'm just going to do a totally uh, metagame adjustment a little bit to account for having okay. a lack of a leader. Um, a lack of a healer, that is. We have leaders. Because it's a little bit... Because um, I don't want to have to rebalance my encounters just because we're missing one of the key classes that's needed. So basically, um, everyone will have the ability to... Um, basically gets an extra second wind uh, that can be used as a minor action. And you still have your regular second wind, which can be used as a standard action. So, cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try that. Okay. But uh, what it will be is it's shared. So it's you shared. have, you have. So among the group, mm, we have four of those, or something. No, you have three of them. Okay. You have three of those minor action, like second wind things. So you can only use it on yourself, as a minor action on your turn. Works just like a second wind. You have three for the entire. Okay. Will be an extra second wind just to just to account for the lack of a healer. There are other ways to do it. I could look up how wizard suggests it, but uh, that's fine for now. So, all right. That's down two. So where are you guys headed first? Yo, you're going, you're going to Buddy. So, as you enter, as you uh, you're traveling through the town here, and uh, let me get my. So Town it, was, it was a second, we have another second wind. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. a, it's a minor action second wind. You get three uh, uses for the entire party. Okay. So it's, and it doesn't count as your second wind. Potions. You still have a regular second Mega potions. It's like a potion. It's a mega potion. I can just give you three potions. Um, it's essentially what it is. Alright, so, you realize that the tavern row is bustling and active. This is definitely, I mean, the evening has approached by the time you get there. The sun is um, the sun is just barely setting, which is reflected by the artificial light in Skyclave, kind of representing the um, representing the uh, the evening. And uh, people are moving in and out of the taverns, and you make your way to the Drunken Fletcher, which is actually very crowded once you uh, once you get to it. And there is lively music with uh, people dancing, but you realize the dance floor itself is actually clear. And all the people dancing are kind of dancing around the outside of the dance floor. And, uh... Hmm. All of a sudden, seeing you walk in, who has the highest dexterity? Oh, I have the highest uh, dexterity besides Dayoman. Certainly not me. <laughs> uh, but I have very low charisma. <laughs> I have decent dexterity at 16. So is it, is it Hugh? It's and, definitely. Uh, it's, it's Hugh. Hugh is twenty-two. You're, you're Sixteen. I'm eleven. Also eleven. All right. Wow. So two Prism of nine. women come walking up to you hurriedly. One of them is an elf that comes up to uh, that walks up to you, and a human walks up to uh, walks up to uh, I'm sorry, Brandis, and they uh, they both well, say, "Well, hello!" Interrupting whatever she's doing. They say, "Please, say. you've got to help us." The dance contest! It's about to start! Oh my gosh! Yes. She dance says, off. she says, she says, our stupid men! And she kind of gestures over and you see two guys that are almost falling on the floor with just like big huge mugs of beer and they're just spilling it over themselves. I guess they were nervous. Brandis, before he responds, is she hot or not? Um, yes or no? Where are my dice? I don't even want to scale. Not even is she beautiful. I mean, like... Roll a nature check. Bonus. <laughs> nature check! Is she attractive? 
for her race. Brandis, uh, Brandis is the human approaching Brandis is. She's fairly attractive. Uh, um, certainly, uh, you know, nothing to scoff at. How long has it been? She is hotter than half of Brandis's wives. Huh. That doesn't. That's a solid fifty percent. <laughs> Yeah, but still considering. Uh, the elf wise. that approach the elf that approaches oh. Hugh is exceptionally beautiful. Uh, she is, I mean, she is a ten Brandis out of ten. Frowns. <laughs> wingman. Uh, you know, wingman. Give you five gold. No, Brandis does not do that. He just frowns. All right. So you're my silver uh, medal. Okay. She says, "Okay." She says, Brandis. "She says, please." The contest is about to begin, and uh, she says, "My man is too drunk to uh, to participate." But she says, "In fact, he's not my man anymore." Oh, ouch! Brandon says, "They take this dancing thing seriously." That that slob. Or it's just like you were better off without him. Same story for you too, milady. <laughs> and uh, then you hear okay. the voice that is somewhat familiar to you boom over the crowd and he says he says dance contestants take your positions and you see several groups of two all come onto the dance floor what voice do we recognize and you realize that standing up on the stage is Cusio the bard <gasps> the bard is here Cusio the bard bars do we have dancing music? Dancing. Fantastic. You get to dance! Diplomacy. Oh man, the woman's gonna be pissed. Acrobatics? Oh, for sure. I have 11 in acrobatics. It's not awful. That's sort of dancing. Brandis is going to athletics it. <laughs> I love it. Alright! And the first song begins playing by Cusio the Bard. And uh, everyone starts dancing, uh, dancing lively. Go ahead. How well do you do? Brandis is going to athletics it, and he's going to be doing more like the male side of ballet stuff, where you're like lifting the person, throwing her there, <laughs> and like yeah. doing like a long way, like and then holding and then picking her up, kind of like that. Athletics. Does this count as a jump? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> only if you jump. Only if you jump. Am I? Oh, we're wearing our armor, aren't we? <laughs> it would make sense. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Alright, I just want to make sure this is calculated in They think it's a costume, I'm sure. Twelve. You do yours for your, your, your... Yeah, you describe yours, too. Uh, two, so Hugh... is more used to approaching women in certain circumstances rather than them approaching him, so this is kind of... It's been a while. <laughs> the last one was a nymph. Who was mind controlled? <laughs> do you have to be in partners to enter the contest? Oh, uh, yes! yes. Get in there! Get in there! Get in there! Do it! Do it! Do it! Brandis pulls them in! It doesn't in. appear to be any sort of applications. People just uh, came on the dance go. floor. Yeah! Alright. Yes! I did my check. Alright. Well, the 17 for a total of 34. 34. Describe your At moves. At least we're similar, yes. right? Um, Brandis starts out pretty simple and just does a couple, like... You know, the, the, you know, one of these, does some square dancing stuff, and then gets a little more, less, not so much complicated, but really starts kind of like chucking her around and like her <laughs> up, and she does a thing where she like wraps the legs does around, and he help? spins like that, and she's been like that, Monkey and, um, 
And no, the monkey's in the planar vortex thing right now. Um, and uh, and yeah, and then does like a full like dip and like let's go spinning like that. And then uh, and then yes, we'll actually finish with pull like that and then like whip her into like a spin thing and go like and spin her like that faster and then stop in a dramatic stance. All right, and she. Uh, Brandis is pleased to find oh, yes. follows uh, follows through with the dance quite uh, quite adeptly, and yes. she takes Brandis's cues and manages to uh, to roll with them, and uh, they put on an excellent show. Uh, you can tell many of these people they're not getting past the first round. Uh, Hugh gets a what is this? Twenty five acrobatics. That's high enough. Not bad. Uh, he hasn't danced that much. But luckily, the elven lady has, as I imagine she, she was eager to volunteer in this. And so he just kind of goes with it, and he manages to sort of finesse his way into the steps and just kind of follows her style. It's kind of more, more I don't know, less swing from what it sounds like than what you're doing, <laughs> yeah. but kind of more of a, I don't know, kind of a ballroom dance graceful. or maybe kind of a... It's more graceful. I don't know, what do you call it? Like the... What's the Finesse. samba thing? I don't know all my salsa? dances. The salsa? Maybe the like salsa? Like a tango? Sure, a tango. Oh, a tango. Sure, whatever. A tango is the... Uh, the cheek to the cheek. The cheek all the right. With a, with a sexy elf lady. Ooh. How will she show her uh, And the, uh, the undeniably gorgeous elf uh, elf lady, she knows the dances you're doing. And, uh, and, you know, as you said, you kind of let her kind of Make the first motions to kind of uh, to to get the dance going, and uh, you guys put on an uh, another excellent uh, an excellent show as you uh, dance around expertly. I mean, you are quite dexterous, and uh, you know you may not have danced that much, but you know it's it's practically just like fighting without a sword. Oh God! And as you uh, move around, and uh, you know, and uh, you're reminded of arrows being shot at you, and you're just dodging them, and it just looks amazing. Awesome. Um, what do you guys do? What about Brad and Aurora? <laughs> yeah, Aurora's not so good. Let's see it! Jump on it! So, what was your idea? Well, her idea is she's going to rely purely on her good looks. And <laughs> like a true champ! <laughs> like a true champion. Well, her good looks and her sparkling personality. You know, with a beauty contest, a pageant, it's only partially the talent portion. It's all about the eye, big smile, cute answers, and just looking good while you're doing anything you're doing. So she's pretending to do a dwarven dance um, with with uh, Ren kind of being dragged along a little bit, maybe. And she's trying to pass it off with her diplomacy kind of like like egging on the crowd to like her. So she's, she's to, working the crowd. She's working the crowd. You now show a little leg. No. All right. Little dwarf legs. Go ahead and give me the diplomacy check then. Diplomacy. Go. Okay, she gets a 32. All right, and how's Ren? And Ren goes in, and he kind of does, while she's doing her dwarven dance, he dances with her, but kind of dances around her, and I'm envisioning him doing that little Russian dance where he gets (laughs) down and kicks his feet out, and he does a couple flips and stuff like that, and he rolled, he crit. He got a 31 in his dexterity. Woo! You uh, will also be moving on to We're the, gonna uh, win! To Ren, the next round. we can do this! During a lull while they're tapping the people on the shoulders and the other groups pulling away, Brandon says, nice work, guys. <laughs> As he does a little... <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. And, uh... 
all of you, expertly, uh, expertly done. As you see, at least half the dance floor has now been cleared up as the bard announces, uh, announces, and you see as he speaks, his, uh, his magic in his, in his voice and in his singing just goes over the crowd easily as you can, uh, you can hear him as if amplified from, uh, from magical sound producers all over the, the, um, the tavern. And he says, and he says, now for the semi-finalists round, he says, uh, he says, ready, begin! And he plays another song. Uh, let's go the opposite way around. You guys start first this time. We should start. Okay, so now that they're that they whittled people down, she she imagines maybe there are like us three and then maybe two other groups got this far. Cause you know, ever anyone can dance the first round, second round. Yeah, exactly. It's a little harder exactly. to do. Yeah, this is... So what she's gonna try to do is actually kind of intimidate some of the other the other <laughs> people dancing. Well, give them the eyes so that they mess up and that makes her look better. So she's actually going to focus on just looking better than people who she's going to try to make screw up a little bit. Just by kind of, you know, just, just, you know, the what-what look. You know, like... like Mugging at her. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, you know, like, try to psych him out. You know? Alright. So, so she, she attempts to attack. And she gets a 21. 21, alright. Ren. And Ren continues to do his dancing kind of around Aurora, but this time he's decided to try to get the crowd into it, and he gestures for them to clap Go along Ren. and things like that. Go exactly. Ren. And he rolled a 25 in charisma. Nice. Alrighty. That's not bad for you. Uh, that is enough for you guys to uh, to move on to the next round. You can go ahead and explain it a little more if you like, or if you're satisfied. I'm satisfied. I'm satisfied. Alright, yeah, so the crowd I'm, really kind of gets going and starts clapping, uh, clapping around, you know, they were doing it before, but now a lot of them are kind of looking at Aurora and Ren and, you know, and cheering them on. They don't even know their names. Oh, and, and one uh, of the other uh, groups actually just, one of the guys just bolts. <laughs> Ren's up! Yeah, one of them just gets, just, you know, he's just so intimidated, he just, he gets psyched out, and just, too, he gives up, and then the, uh, the lady chases after him, goes, what are you doing? And just, and now chases after him, trying like, to grab him yes. and pull him back in. So, the, um, ah, wow, that's a really short song, but, um, let's, there we go. let's go with, uh, Hugh. Alright, uh, Hugh. I was trying to think of something I could do with thievery, but all I got was, like, taking off her clothes. It didn't make any sense. Do so it. that's oh, Hugh do it. Awesome. So he's just gonna Save stop her dead. She's really hot. That'll win you super points. <laughs> Not with you her, just, like, but with slowly, the Just be like, you're just... Pull that down a little bit. <laughs> a lot. Just costume adjustment. <laughs> Alrighty. I like it too much. He's gonna somehow yeah. like pull off a garter, and no one even sees how he got it off, but it's somehow off. It to the crowd. So thievery. <laughs> so Alright. Oh nice. Uh 33. And how'd he get that? Hugh executes this maneuver immediately, and the entire crowd just gasps and cheers and uh, and is clapping loud as the music elevates in volume to adjust to the uh, adjust to the music in here and uh, and it's definitely quite a crowd pleaser and she goes along with it as she uh, as she kind of you know as, as you're uh, still dancing with her she kind of pulls down uh, pulls down her sleeves just slightly in a fairly classy but a little slutty way 
and uh, and kind of take, takes your lead, uh, takes your lead of really working the crowd here, and uh, and goes with it, and it's uh, and it's quite excellent. Brandis sees that everyone's stepping up their game, that uh, they're doing quite well, so he uh, he speeds up, and he's uh, instead of pulling her around more, he's going to do some stuff where he's you know going ha ha like that. He's going to go what uh, what won him more than one war endurance check. <laughs> Dang, oh, 25. 25, 25. alright. Still uh, a respectable roll. Oh, we just didn't Alright. <laughs> just barely enough to stay, in, to stay in the round, so you can go ahead and she explain this, uh, this uh, very um, strenuous. Um, Brandon starts doing these, and then he goes down to uh, to do the kick in the feet like that, and just holds that for uh, for Longer a than one could think one Exactly, could and just keeps it. Works a little sweat up. He's in full plate armor, so <laughs> um, and uh, and she just kind of dances around him. So it's not totally that impressive, but people are like, like, like they're watching him, and they go back to you guys, and they go back and they're like, he's still doing that move. Like I get, I think it's all he's got, but wow, he's still doing it. So yeah. All right. And as all the other contestants are tapped out uh, by the end of this round, it is down to just you three. And you're starting to realize something that is going on here as Aurora realizes it, as the bard winks at her as uh, as she's dancing, that this bard, whose music is, uh, is infused with magic, has assisted each of you for uh, for being there and watching his uh, and watching his show and being so kind to him. You can clearly tell that uh, that your skills are being enhanced by this bard's music. But it is the final round, and he announces and he says, "Ladies and gentlemen," he says, "These are surely the finest dancers we've seen here in months." He says, "He says, but who will be the winner?" And he plays the final song, which sounds suspiciously like the first one. And her doesn't notice. Start from the middle. Hugh goes Start first this time. Yeah. So whoever uh, wins this is going to be whoever has the combined highest roll. Combined uh, highest roll. How long is there a gap between? Like, is there? Brandis takes his armor off. <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough time. Dang it! It's a five-minute task. Fortunately. Um, Make it part of the dance. Uh, he just goes back to basics, I think. After he's kind of worked the crowd, he goes back to true form, just whipping up some good dance moves. Let's see how this goes. 16, wow. not bad. What is that? Uh, so it's just a dex check? Or what's the ah! It would be acrobatics. Applied acrobatics. Dex. Excellent. So, 27. 27. Plus... She uh, she follows your lead and continues on. She's quite skilled, but you can see she's getting a bit tired as she provides a uh, 19 on top of that. So add that to your... Uh, so a 27 and 19. And you removed 27 and 19 would be a, a 46. Um, yeah, 46. So 46 is your total. Uh, let's go to you guys now. Okay, uh, Brandis uh, sees that it's uh, coming down to the wire. He yeah. sees what they're yeah, doing 46. and says, All right, honey. Uh, Hope you're wearing your dancing shoes. Just, just hold on, and he's gonna do just another <laughs> just straight up athletics check, and starts out by tossing her into the air, and then when she comes back down, grabs on to like an arm and a foot, 
and spins her around a couple times like you do with a little kid with an airplane, but they're two adults. <laughs> and then tosses her into the air again, and then, you know, grabs her, you know, waist, something like that, and spins around that way, and uh, just does some aerial athletic acrobatics. Yes, it is uh, disturbing. Ugh! 30. Plus. Oh, so close to a 20. Plus an 18. It's gonna be a 48 total. 48. Ooh, beat me. Okay, you know. She uh, she looks a little nervous at first, well, and sort of, lead so far. And sort of lets out a bit of the slightest shriek as uh, as he as he starts swinging her around, and then she kind of gets into it, follows his lead, goes with it. But you know, it feels like uh, she got you know that's not gonna that's not gonna look good to the judges. And uh, but still did an excellent job, and puts oh. on a great show. People have forgotten oh, yeah. about the beginning by the time it gets to the end. So, Ren <clears throat> grabs Aurora, and ah! as they start, he starts <laughs> dancing and takes the lead as they start dancing around in circles. And to show these people a little move they haven't seen before, he mutters uh, a quick incantation oh, under geez. his breath, and they start spinning faster and faster and faster until they turn into a whirlwind that begins to spin up and float in the air. <laughs> before roll they it. drop down, and I did roll it, and it's a 34 arcana. <gasps> That's uh, that's pretty damn good. So uh, Ren channels his magic and quite expertly. And how does Aurora react? Uh, Aurora act reacts fabulously. Um, and she can still kind of see how the judges are reacting a little bit through the swirliness, and just to make sure that they're 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 enjoying it and that everything keeps going in that way. She uses her insight to continue oh, to to continue to oh. do what the judges want. And only what the judges want. So she sees what's pleasing the judges and does more of it, and kind of sees when maybe something's getting stale. And she gets a 29. Oh my lord. (laughs) (laughs) That's That gives us a total of 63. Jesus. (laughs) Alright. Beat the shit out of you guys. When all is said and done, the music stops, goes back to the more uh, background music, as uh... As the bard comes forward, the judges whisper to him a little bit, and he stands up and he says, Please, stand side by side. And he says, Let's get a round of applause for all of our contestants today. And he gestures to everybody around the the sides. He says, Everybody did a magnificent job. And everyone claps and cheers. And then he says, But what really matters is who won. (laughs) And he says, the judges informed me that they have not seen a performance this magnificent in all their years of judging. Uh, he says, <laughs> our oldest judge here has been doing it for 40 years. And uh, and he says, Lady Aurora and Lord Wren, he says, you win first place. He says, yeah. followed by... Uh, Followed by the mysterious gruff man and his uh, beautiful... Um, his beautiful human? wife. Human? He says, "Beautiful wife," and then. <laughs> and then he says, uh, "And he says, and the other outsider, uh, along with the gorgeous, uh, the gorgeous Elena." And uh, and they and she she bows. <laughs> She's named Trouble. <laughs> and uh, and then he says. Uh, he says, thank you for participating in uh, uh, in tonight's dance contest. Yeah! Earth pumped! She's never won a dance contest! <laughs> Ever! She's a dwarf! Dwarfs don't win things like this! They win drinking contests! They get kicked out of things And arm like wrestling this. contests! 
And shouting contests! And drinking wrestling contests! <laughs> While shouting! This is all new for Ren because Aurora <clears throat> has now all of a sudden gotten into kissing the bard and now she's dancing. She dances, and she's dude. becoming much more girly than she used to be. <laughs> Or she's just a little more uh, I mean, self-confident. Your shift from dwarven heritage to human heritage has coincided with one of the guys, guys to the ladies, ladies. <laughs> well, you'll see. And, uh, and then the crowd kind of people fill in the dance right floor up. and just start dancing, uh, dancing regularly as the uh, tavern goes back to its regular things, and you see many. Uh, many bar wenches uh, around delivering drinks to everybody, I'm and gonna, I'm gonna draw my the prize. Drop prize. The um, hundred gold, billion gold. Aurora is presented by the bard. He says, "For the uh, for the winner of the dance contest, and they are slippers." He says, uh, "He says magical slippers." He says, "I enchanted them myself." They give a plus four bonus to dancing. To dancing. <laughs> Hot dang. She looks at the shoes and goes, awesome. Dwarf one and uh, looking to Ren, and he Dwarf says, uh, and he says, and this for you. And it is a plus four to dancing. Plus ten to melee attacks. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Use You won the dance competition. There's an there's a gauntlet of burger slaying. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. He um he says the barkeep uh, will give you an entire bale of the fine Cormirian Suzale. He says it is uh it says it is one of the finest quality ales in the land. Very expensive. Grace hears and says it is. It's good. It's good. <laughs> it's real good. He says imported all the way from Cormir, which you know is way the hell down there. I'll take it. No, it's up here or up there. Yes, literally half the continent away. I will take it. Aurora goes, Slippers. <laughs> Brent says, Don't worry, I'll give you some of the air. Brent is you can give ushers off shoes. his dance partner <laughs> to a secluded corner of the room. But it's, even though it's in the corner, people hear him raising his voice with his adventures and all the women he's bedded. <laughs> what? <laughs> you see that the woman that uh, the woman that dance with God. you, Brandis, uh, Brandis is with, looks slightly uncomfortable in some sort of uh, strange conversation, if you can even call it that. It looks like a typical Brandis conversation, which means Brandis is talking. <laughs> you think Brandis does is a he good tell listener? the story of his latest wife? No, his most recent wife. No. What are you talking about? We don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> His most recent wife was a nice elder lady from the Grey Wastes of Thay. <laughs> wow, I didn't know they had ladies of Thay. That was his latest wife. Alright. Dance contest is over. Are you going up to see Buddy? Yes. Yeah. I think you need to go spend Buddy some was in the dance competition. Your, uh, number three. Dance with the goblin. Dance with the goblin. That's what Buddy was doing. Yeah, he was in. When you knock on the door. The uh, the door is not answered. God, he's I open the door. Died of alcohol poisoning. Aurora opens the door. Poisoning. It is unlocked, and you see Buddy he better there be sober on right the now. bed, unconscious. Aurora just looks at Ren, assuming animal. he can do this. You see goes, several you empty, uh, several empty mugs, mugs strewn all about the uh, all about the floor. 
Uh, but you don't know how long ago they were emptied. I could really try to stretch some of my spells to make him sober. Uh, Hugh, Can I use fastidiousness to clean all the alcohol out check. of him? All right. <laughs> to see how he's doing. And he if he can over, revive him. Can kind of check him, check <laughs> his pulse. Dead? And as you do so, he kind of jitters awake and he goes, uh, uh, oh, Hey, hey, how's it going? It's going great. We got third in the dance contest. And he goes, oh, and grabs his head. Uh, he says, that stuff will kill you. He says, uh, the dance contest. He says, yes. He says, uh, yes. Huh? <laughs> he seems more groggy than drunk. Oh. Fantastic. And he sort of like stretches like, and he goes, wake up, he goes, wake up. He goes, how, don't, don't, don't. he says, uh, how's it, uh, how, how's it going? How's, how's my favorite? My, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you gotta try harder than that, bud. Uh, Hugh fetches him a glass of water. Or it's like, you're gonna like, toss that on his head, right? Well, half of it. Okay. <laughs> Drink this. <laughs> Alright. Um, he says, uh, he says, okay, okay, and, just, and, and, uh, and drinks the water down in one big go, and puts it down, he says, he says, he says, here for another tour? Uh, Maybe. Uh, we're looking into visiting the refuge. <clears throat> and we could use some information on s- the Stigs. He, uh, his look kind of gets a little less cheerful when he says it's the refuge. He says, I'm sorry, that's that's one place I just can't take you. Alright. Well, what can you tell us about it? He says, the refuge, that's where Lurd is. And he kind of spits on the ground as he says so. He says, Lurd, he... He's the leader of the of the Stigs, if you even want to call him that. What do you want to call him? Uh-huh. He says, I call him a bastard! Why? <gasps> I mean, I know because why, he doesn't but... have a father! That's what he it says, means! His parents weren't married when he was Lurd's in, in charge of the Stigs. He says he, he takes a cut from all of our, uh, from all of our earnings. Our steal, our stealings, you see? Stealings, not earnings. It's sort of similar. Get, get a ride. He yeah. says, it's hard work. I'm sure. Uh, he says the Stigs are strictly forbidden to speak with uh, to speak with any of the adults. He says, but I've been spending my time. I waited. I figured out how to pick up the rich ones. Or it kind of takes a step back at that, but uh, but she's she's well beyond the point of caring. It's about, a compliment. About, sure, yeah, she's she's beyond the point of caring there, and she's she's like thinking to herself, okay, how do I how do I get this kid to like talk about? A particular stig that we need to find. Right, it's not there. Uh, While Rora thinks, you asked uh, Buddy about the refuge place in general, about the weird brandings and the strange religious people he had seen wandering around. Oh, yeah, he might know about that. He, um, he says, oh, yeah, he says, um, he says, uh, the, the missionaries, uh, something about a white rod. He says, uh, he says, they uh, they spread some sort of uh, some sort of religion and hand out bread to those that will get branded. He says, "Lord doesn't mind. They don't seem to uh, don't seem to want to interfere with his business." Hmm. Weird. So they brand you in exchange for food. He says, "I guess the branding is some sort of religious thing. I don't know." He says, "I was a good enough thief. I didn't need any handouts." White rod? Is that like I really, really like that. Aurora Aurora makes a religion check. Aren't you glad to see if she knows anything about Mm -hmm. the white rods? 
sorry. Good religion check. She gets a 20. That's not 20. Uh, she recognizes uh, Disciples of the White Rod being a particular sect of the um, worshippers, followers of the Maiden of Pain. Oh! Brandon didn't hear that he's in the other room. <laughs> it sounds bad! Maiden of Pain? The Maiden of Pain? Can can maybe you take a religion check on that? And see I if could. You, see if you Remind me who the Maiden name. of Pain is. Is that... Are, they, are these uh, Forgotten Realms gods or different gods? This is Forgotten Realms god. Okay. I roll a 22 on a religion check. How'd you roll a 22? And it is Shittily. specifically... Anyway, you roll a what? 22 religion check on the Maiden of Pain. You know that it's just one of the uh, one of the many lesser gods. No, uh, no, no, no. Uh... Take Specifically, the god is um, Leviathar. Leviathar. Spell that? L O V I A T A R. L O V. Sorry. Uh, that's the formal name of the Maiden of Pain. Leviathar? Uh, uh, you know that it's an, uh, a lawful. Uh, lawful evil doesn't exist anymore. An evil um, intermediate, uh, intermediate deity. Evil, huh? You don't have lawful evil anymore? One of the lesser. Lawful no, they, no, they don't have lawful or chaotic like a, or things like Lawful that. evil is just kind of. So like I thought there was a lawful good, though. There's lawful good, good, unaligned, evil, chaotic evil. Yeah. They basically they, they, they kept like this axis and got rid of all this. Lawful evil. You're, you have flexibility now to, to move within that. <laughs> Interesting. We're I like to, it. I thought it was too restrictive. Before. We're going to yeah. talk about like killing a very people specific personality. But we're not going to do it because we don't want to get arrested. That's lawful evil. No, lawful evil was would be more like the, they're, they're evil. They're they they, they serve the course of evil, evils. but they have laws within their sect and An are respectful of that. They have they are they respect order, but they are on the evil side of the good evil spectrum. An assassin I, is like I don't kill women. Anyway, I regardless, pers- I personally like my explanation better. Okay. <laughs> and uh, you just know it's just one of the uh, one of the many deities. Uh, it's not unusual in a big city to uh, to see um, churches of these kind of things. They tend to not be it illegal. Be, it would be interesting to know so more about... they would just about, be evil then? Well, they're not forcing the people to get branded. They're giving it as an option, it sounds like. Or still not, not happy about that, but... She's not. A, she's not gonna just like go bust in their heads because they're. From your experiences, this is nothing movies. out of the ordinary of uh, of the normal. The stick doesn't seem towns. upset about it. The stick doesn't seem upset about it. He he was saying that they offer the food for to get the blessing and. Uh, uh, Ren asks Buddy if he could, uh, if he knew about or if he knew any particular children or members of the stick. Thing. Stig Society? Yeah. Members of the Stig Society. Uh, and he begins to describe the person that they saw in the... Uh, he actually describes both children that they saw in the vision and says, would you happen to know these guys? They look like they were probably friends or something or they hang few, out together. A few months back. Go ahead and roll a... Uh, um, one of them disappeared street. about six months ago. Yes. Or maybe six to seven months ago. That was the time period when he had the shop, right? But he says, sorry, there are a lot of stigs, and I, uh, he says, that sounds like you could describe many of them. Uh, he says, I don't, uh, I don't know them specifically. 
He says, but if you could get some of the Stigs to talk in the refuge, they might know. Ren says, well, looks like we're headed to the refuge. If you can't take us there, can you at least take, tell us where it is? And, you know and, where it is. I mean, oh, we know where it is. It's a huge district of Ask him how we would get like a meeting secret. with Lurd. Yeah, how, what, what's how, that we catch how, his ear? how can we get a meeting with Lurd? He says, Lurd the bastard. He says, hmm. Yeah. He says, uh, he says, Lurd chooses who he meets with. Um, you could try knocking on his door. And he kind of Shrugs. He goes, us Stigs, we generally don't go trying to get an audience with Lurd. Is it Lurd. easy to find his... him? Uh, he says, yeah, guy lives in the biggest house in all of, uh, the refuge. Okay. Oh. Big house. Alright. Let's do it. Big house. Is there anything we should watch out for there? Like, particular bandits or places to avoid? He says, just keep an eye on your point curse. On I'm your point curse? Your point curse. He's your still point. drunk. <laughs> yeah, that's he awesome. Says, point curse. Should you just. Right, he says. Where you keep curse? Where you keep your silver. <laughs> Ara just says, uh, you need to go back to school. <laughs> oh, that, that reminds me about this job opportunity I heard about. God, he's and then she looks at, at yeah, Ren. Ren says. But perhaps that's better discussed when he's not smashed. All right. So, buddy, do me a favor. We need Lay to off in the room. We the Al Cool. He's, we, he's he doesn't hear. He's not in the room. Pause for a moment because okay. Um, so Ren looks to Buddy and says, "Okay, we're gonna go off to the refuge because we need to have a chat with some of the Stigs and maybe chat with Lurd. But I need you to do me a favor for me." Part of that three gold we paid you to lead us around town means you have to be sober when Useful. you lead us around town. He says, oh, believe you me, I am not going to drink any more of that horrible stuff. So, here's the deal. The good stuff. And then he holds stuff. his head again as he's clearly... I, or just kind of goes, I don't, now, now, it's not all terrible. Yeah, I don't care if you indulge. Don't start bad-mouthing the alcohol. That was your fault. But we've got some stuff to talk to you about uh, tomorrow. And so if you could get a good night's sleep and sober up, that would be most helpful. Can we count on you to not get smashed again? He says, he says, yes, yes, I don't want any more of it. All right. So with that, Ren is... He falls over backwards on his bed and falls asleep again. And Ren says, okay, that solves that. No more horrors. No more horrors either, kid. Guys, what happened to this guy? The refuge. Just be discerning about your horrors. Make sure they have a, a certificate of check. cleanliness sure from fastidiousness now. Are your women fastidious approved? Does anyone come get Brandis? Look for the seal of approval. Yeah, you guys pass by Brandis? Yeah, we're going to bring him. All right. He probably says goodbye to Elena. Says, hope I didn't disappoint you in the dance contest. Better luck next time. Brandis? She says, are you kidding me? You you, uh, you did far better than, uh, than I've done in weeks. Brandis. See you around, big Best boy. Best of luck. Says, I can't go, I'm drinking with my friend here. Looks like we're just nah, she's not giving it up, let's go. <laughs> she, says, she says, but why are you leaving in such a hurry? Ah, uh, business, I'm afraid. She says, she says, well, certainly you're staying here in town. Uh, uh yeah, but in town on business, I'm afraid. Oh my god, she just, are you turning down this girl? She kind of looks more confused than disappointed as if she doesn't get turned she down. doesn't understand 
what you're doing. And she kind of she kind of goes, I don't get it. Is this some kind of bartering tactic? Brenda says, some guys don't know what they have till they lose it. I, on the other hand, am also staying in town, not on business. (laughs) (laughs) And he did better than him, so. She's she says, answers. you got second place, and, and just looks, then sidles up to Brandis. And Ren looks at Brandis and says, however, I got first just, place, and I am also not here on business. She looks at Ren and just kind of looks and uh, and kind of squints one eye, and she's clearly looking down, and then she just looks back to Brandis, and, and she feels his stubbly uh, face. And Ren's wiener shrinks back into its hole. And he <laughs> I, makes his way out the door. Aurora just looks at, at She feels the visceral <laughs> sadness and, and shame visceral. and just kind of looks at him like, it's okay. It's okay. And he She's now has a temporary utmost hatred for Brandis. <laughs> we'll find you a gnomish whore. <laughs> All right. Brothers, okay, let's go. As Brandon says, I'll be back to get you later. All right. Pushing your way uh, out of the tavern, which is very crowded now. Um, reminded of the makeup of this place. Although in the taverns, there tends to be a more mixture of races. Definitely the Amaskari and the Tiflings are the uh, are the highest concentration. But um, but the there are other races that definitely represent here a little bit. Definitely this is where travelers come. Oops. That's not the right one. Um, so... You guys make your way to the refuge. And oh, I don't like this place already. <laughs> it's like nighttime now, isn't it? It is. It is dark. <clears throat> should we really be here at night, guys? Maybe we should wait until the morning, you know? When someone can see our bodies. <laughs> you see, it's mostly children here. But lots of them. Well, I mean... If they were to Actually, I was wondering about this in the... Because uh, we mentioned the story... What is Skyclave like at night? Is it, well, we were debating, like, is it just... I thought there could either be street lights and that's its own looming place, or maybe there's, like, a, the area, an all-around, low-level artificial a of, light that a lot comes of the from, like, the walls. Different places are illuminated through different artificial means, but it is all almost all magic, and it simulates the light from the outsides. Um, in Refuge, definitely has the lowest quality lighting. It is more like shitty street lights. Hmm. Uh, it's much more dark with shadows uh, going down alleyways and, and such. Um, or keeps her coin purse yeah. in clutched to her chest. Holds his sword. Yeah, and her and her hammer in the other hand. Oh no! No, no, me. it's it's tucked down her bodice, nestled between her bosom. Awesome. Safest place. No one. Trying to there. encourage someone. Um, not children. Now you just get, in case she bumps into the bard. Here you can have your tip. You just have to come again. All right, so honey, <laughs> like, as you enter, as you enter the uh, the <laughs> refuge or refuge, you see um, lots of heads kind of turn to meet you. Definitely look like uh, well-off people in your uh, in the adventurer style of well-off, as opposed to the um, well-off and can well-off. defend ourselves. So back we off. do, and or they do. They they look. They you look like this. Okay. And um, like but they're keeping here. mostly keeping their distance as uh, the stigs are kind of looking around and you see all sorts of stuff. You don't see the missionaries in the streets at this time. They've probably uh, um, probably retired for the day for their self-flagellation. What is the lowest amount of what? What's the lowest denomination of currency in this? Copper. Uh, copper. So it's like 
a hundred copper is one silver. I think it's hundred, hundred, hundred. Yeah. Okay. Red has a great idea. I think before we were thinking 10, 10, 10. Is it 10, 10, 10? No, we're going We've gone back and forth. Doesn't matter. Okay, so... just use gold. Yeah. So, are we, like, in the middle of the refuge now? Uh, We just walked into the refuge. You are in refuge. Yeah. Ren... (laughs) What are you doing? Ren has a brilliant idea. You just get thrown money in I think think that's us. Ren, uh... Without actually consulting with anyone... Uh, mutters an incantation under his voice and then yells out in a booming yell because he has made his voice go really loud now and says two copper for every stick that shows up in the center of the refuge right now we have some questions oh god I don't remember they're forbidden to talk to us I think he that said that he did not consult with any of his party members before doing this I think that's it just happened cast the <laughs> oh, it happened. you see that stinks, stinks are everywhere here uh, orphan mostly swarm. seeing them mostly that they are in groups of uh, small You're groups of four or five orphans, thanks mostly in groups of four or five definitely moving as uh, small swarms um, uh, moving around and when you say that definitely several of them stop and kind of Get curious. They look at each other, and then they just keep moving. Nobody comes to the. Oh, because they're not supposed to talk to adults. And then that kid got raped. You see a oh, stig <laughs> come running up to you. A single stig. And he says, a uh, stig among stigs. "He says, excuse me, sirs." Quick, give him money. Yes, the one says. He says. He says. He says, "Sir Lord, requests your presence." Wow, that, that was, was fast. fast. Done. Where He's, is Sir Lurd? He, he says, I will Sir lead you there. He says, I will lead you there. Lord Lurd. And he gestures and of starts uh, you running Hugh, insight off. check on the kid. See if it's oh, really leading us there or leading us to an ambush. Uh, not that great. 23. I got a 28. This all of a sudden makes me think of like that website, how many five-year-olds can you take in a fight.com. Oh no. Because anyway, I don't want well, to let's out. Okay. go on. So, um, I've got bulk, but not reach. When he said, I'm going to take you to Lurt, did he seem genuine? Or is he not going to take you to He seemed alert? genuine. He seemed um, nervous. Uh, and like uh, But not stab. like he's lying, more like he's afraid of failure. Okay. And, uh, and right, so he goes running and keeps looking talking. back. And he says, All of you, all of you. Uh, he was can, making can active perception checks. Ren says, Why do you look so freaked out? What's wrong? He doesn't respond. No, Aurora tries to diplomatize him into talking. Hey, I'm talking to you. It's all right, little kid. And she gets a 30... uh, 34. Um, You're pretty convincing, and he stops for just a moment, and he says, uh, he says, he says, Lurd will answer your questions. He says, he says, I don't know anything. And just keeps Brandis is going to do an intimidating really check with his brain. Are ones automatic failures? Uh, yeah. Not in skills. Not necessarily in skills. Well, what'd you get? Well, then I'm not going to use my good description unless someone else will do it because it's a good description and my role doesn't matter because it's a grabber roll. <laughs> someone tell him that we'll tell Lurd that he was talking to us if he doesn't answer our questions. Perception 28. Intimidating. Keeping your eye out. And a couple times you notice. 
uh, one or two stigs kind of sneaking up behind you as you're uh, as you're moving forward, oh, trying it. to get at you. And Fuck as you look behind, this kind of look like deers in the headlights, and then okay. just bolt. Okay, my intimidate check bossed against that kid. I'm intimidating those kids. <laughs> I yell at them. Twenty-four. <laughs> Next one loses that, a hand. That was the description you really didn't want to waste. You yell at them. <laughs> uh, no, my description was okay. the other thing was ask them, tell them that we're gonna tell Lur that he talked to us because that seems to motivate them. But those kids, I just yell at. They just flip the fuck out, and one of them just completely trips over himself and falls over and just hits. And you see this just drawn blood from a big scrape oh, as he's just kind of no, like crawling away. And like he like dodges as if he's expecting you to stab him, and then I just gets up and runs. Put him out of his misery. <laughs> Though it's you not don't, bloody. You really Christ. don't want to piss off the orphan swarm. Yeah. Yes. If you, Eventually, you are led. Blood. To an like odd piranhas. sort of oasis here in the middle of uh, in the middle of wow. refuge. Oasis is the uh, is the first thing that comes to mind as you see it. For this is a large mansion with uh, with an elaborately uh, landscaped um, grounds uh, all around it, mm. just right in the middle of this shitty poor district. And he says, mm, he says, man knows no shame. Uh, he says he is this way. Obviously. And she kind of... Continuing to try to draw information out of the kid, and she says, And you guys paid for all that? Uh, he just doesn't say anything and just walks away. She says, Say nothing if you mean yes. And he goes, Meep. Damn it. You see, standing beside the two large doors at the entrance are two very tall, hairy creatures. Nature check. Humans? Bad nature check. Wookiees? 16. <laughs> 16 Wookies. nature. Brandis! Whoa, Go ahead and roll your nature check, Brandis. 19. Brandis has seen them before, and you've all heard of them before. Are you You're people. fairly sure what they are. Baylors, no. They have large, curved horns. <laughs> they are minotaurs. Minotaurs? I've seen several of these. Mounted on my wall. <laughs> Brandis says that out loud. <laughs> one of them, uh, one of them steps forward. If you guys stepped onto the grounds, like yeah. you're, you're kind of yeah. coming, uh, one of them steps forward and says, "Lord requests your presence." Oh, are we going Whatever inside a big building? Brandis, are these guys big? They are. Large. Are they muscular? Yes. Do, just off the bat, it looks like they. Almost match my physique. They look like uh, uh, in an arm wrestling match, uh, you'd be hard pressed to win. Brandis, Would they perhaps be considered formidable? <laughs> Brandis already senses some primal, very basic level competition that needs to be proven between these guys. It's already off to a bad foot. And as off to a bad foot, as we walk by, are we walking by? Yes. Brandis, under his breath, just loud enough for one of them to hear, says, <laughs> keeps walking. Or just glares at you uh, like, oh, great. Great. Inside check. He was checking for more ambushes or traps because this really does seem like an ambush or trap. Right. He checks the guards, see if they seem... Hostile? I don't know. Planning Like something? they're grinning to themselves that, yeah, they're about to get boned. <laughs> yes, uh, 29. Actually. I'm too busy taunting them. Inside. Uh. Um... They don't seem to be giving away much information one way or the other. Okay. Um, it seems like they are 
being honest when they say that he requests their uh, your presence and that how do uh, we react to Brandis's ridiculously rude, rude behavior? Uh, they just don't even say anything. They are clearly practiced, well trained. This will be a good battle when the day comes. And uh, and they say he has invited you to dinner. Oh shit. <laughs> Oh crap, this is going bad. Well, you could say something else. And they open up the doors, and you see inside this massive. Which one of you is the servant? This massive, uh, uh, this massive mansion. Ah, I suppose we go in. Why not? Ren just goes in. He feels fairly confident that he could wail on any of the people he has seen. Yeah, we've really, you know. We're like a poor district. Roll initiative. Clear <laughs> off, clear off of this mat, please. Just move this stuff off of it. Completely. Get off. your minis uh, to the sides here. Can you, Kaylin, will you take care of that? Oh, yeah. All right. Shall I? Yes. Okay. That's all. Should I do that thing? Please? That thing you do. Oh, there was something underneath. Oh. <gasps> Did not see that coming! There was a dot. Me, I'm oh, okay. What else? Sticky dots. I don't see dots. Oh my goodness! Don't did you buy this shit. just for this, or did you already have it? This is a new uh, set that was just released. Oh! Um, the third dimension! Are those stairs? Or like. We're not gonna explore this no, house at all. We should just turn around and leave right just now. Just to spite Greg. We just came to give you the finger, Lord. No, I didn't say that. Am I okay? Oh, is he there? He's just standing there. He's just... He's standing there, he watching us. Slowly making nicker, nature the, checks on Nick, each of us. He wants to join our group. You know, Ren that would says, be the next logical step. And says, and says, Welcome, welcome to my house! Ren says, Finally! Lord, the he, man, the myth, the legend. He puts out his hand and says, he says, I've heard quite a bit about you as well. He has no left hand. He does. Uh, Ren shakes his hand. He shakes it very strongly. Ren is wearing says, no jewelry and is most definitely keeping an eye on him to make sure nothing gets pickpocketed. <laughs> oh, God. So he only shook Ren's hand right there. Actually, no hugs, him. no back pats. Yeah, nothing. And no he, uh, he says... He says, welcome, dinner is almost ready, come on in. Brennan shakes his hand, and as he does so, he, he, he does a man's size up. As I shake hands and squeeze a little bit, and I'm doing a nature check just to get 25 nature, ballpark. Does he, you know... Does he, he get... seem quick on his feet? Yeah, 25. Um, he seems... Uh, he seems does seems, he seem formidable? Yes. Okay. Does, Let's kill him. Does does Brandis do that thing where like you go for a handshake and then they grab your fingers just to make you feel like a pansy? Like I hate it when no, people do that. I've never me seen like a, that. When you like go we like, go like this. No, like so no, you do it to me. Like uh yeah. So and you like, can't get a good grip. <laughs> so you look like you're doing a woman's handshake. Yes, Lord does not do that. So you go like this. You just <laughs> catch it. All right, let's uh, let's keep moving. So. He uh, he starts walking in towards the uh, towards the hall here. Ren follows him. And he he's takes intri- a seat up front. He's intrigued by this. He guy. was making active perception checks. And he gestures <laughs> he gestures to these seats along the sides. So hard. Brendan lets his he's wearing heavy armor and he kind of lets his feet kind of hit the ground hard so he sounds heavier. It sounds bigger than 
And yeah, actually, you just kind of to emphasize it, kind of a passive intimidate check. You'd like to know what I rolled. Just in case. Six. Just, you know. Doesn't seem phased. No, I'm not like trying to scout. Yeah. Just trying to establish. You're trying to establish that you are a uh, oh, strong guy. So I mean, put you guys in if you're uh, walking in. Or makes an insight check to see if this guy is. <laughs> I stick up with Ren. Being so so friendly for a. As you're moving up a as well. Suspicious, yes, a suspicious reason. I as opposed to it. I'm also rolling an insight check. A natural twenty. Hey, me too. Ow! Air high five. Roll twice yeah. if you get two and two twenties. I already got one. I'm not ruining. Yeah, me neither. So I get a thirty-eight. Uh, you have a higher insight than I do. Oh yes. She's got some crazy insight. Though. Oh, Ren, baby. She has nineteen wisdom. I have twenty wisdom. God, my God. Well, I have a Whoa, plus two fast. crown. Uh, that gives me automatic plus two. I have sixteen. Oh, you didn't pee. Scorching. So I'll stop the pee. should have peed. She. Um, we, we both, both crit. crit. So yes, on insight. On insight. And, and I got yeah, a thirty-eight. Establish your rings. You, you find that with the amount that you are reading in to the emotions and to everything, you find that the emotions being transferred through the rings. Borders on uh, borders on telepathy. I mean, you practically feel like you two are communicating, uh, communicating directly as how, you're. That's also how we dance so well. Emotions. Um, <laughs> that actually explains a we, whole lot. We are hybrid minded. And hi- yeah, right hybrid. now, I mean, like you hybrid. can basically, you can basically hear Aurora expressing her concern and like exactly what it is. And you see that as Lerd sits. So you guys do this as you're coming in, sitting down, right? Yeah. I'm in case the shit hits the fan. So where are you fan, sitting? He gestured to these six. I'm gonna seats. sit on the end in case the shit hits the fan. I don't want him to be able to punch me in the face. I sit next to I him on the other side. The side. Yeah, she's sitting right there. So he, he um there. so to make sure that you understand the, the geography of this, this is like a huge, just kind of big like opening hall just area. There was some the like wall room. as well. This all is a wall around here, and you can definitely see uh, there are actually like curtains here blocking off what you assume is the kitchen. Um, and this is basically like a grand staircase just right in the middle of the hall. You know, there's plenty of room to walk around it. And it apparently leads up because in this room, there's a big balcony up here. So this is visible from this room. Awesome. So okay. this is an overlooking, like, you're in a big, huge, like, grand hall thing with a huge high ceiling, and on the sides are, like, big balconies that's, like, walkway in, going deeper into the house back in here. In medieval architecture, they call this an archer's balcony. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Oh. I don't know why. I don't know why. Uh, as what is, what's well, in here? you finished their inside. That was, uh, it was just archers. a tower. <laughs> no, that was just a, 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 sh- a relatively short tower um, that you could see from outside, that you could see from outside the mansion. You know, it had, like, Arrow slits in it. It's just kind of a, a tower inside Skyclave. Yes. Yeah. There's lots of towers inside Skyclave. Cool. And there are five districts in that tower. <laughs> 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 We're in the dining district right now. So as your uh, so those are your insight checks. What are other people doing? Wait. What did they give us their insight check? They got the crit. So so um, they both just like felt each other. You no, 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 I'm, I'm going to explain that. I'm wondering what other people are doing during oh, this exact okay. same time. I was going to say, wait, you didn't actually tell us what we did. Uh, Hugh okay. is looking around very carefully, trying to... Spot. I mean, he sees this door, he's looking for other exits, obviously, and he's looking for any other traps, people heading in corners, uh, tracks Trap of, doors under the, under know, the seats. Soldiers or All something, right. or like mechanisms. So 31, as we're walking in... Uh, I don't know if that counts for just out here and there. I'll roll another one if you need me to. I don't know. All right. Um, Shortly, uh, after you guys arrive and sit down, 
some, uh, some stigs come walking out of the kitchen, carrying, uh, carrying, um, food, platters of food, as well as a couple more stigs coming, carrying pitchers of wine as they move around and fill up your glasses and, uh, put food in front of you. Um, Aurora and, uh, Aurora and Ren, who are both sitting kind of near each other, and as I said, you know, just practically communicating telepathically here, are just reading Lurd's face like a book, and you get the absolute impression that this is some sort of trap. Hmm. Um, even the people that can't read him like a book also thought that already. Um, <laughs> but what you notice is extremely subtle movements. This is definitely a man practiced in lying and deception. This is not a guy that is... He's clearly not in his position because yet. of luck, and he is not sloppy. But he is giving away extremely subtle clues as he is his eyes dart just slightly and just glance specifically at the wine that is being brought out. Hmm. As if, Thank um, you. Yeah. Well, actually, do you say anything? Because Brandis is thirsty. Not yet, but if she... If she has to, she'll say something. <laughs> Brandis, what? And uh, as the platters of food are lifted off, you see that it is a very nice meal uh, set before you. Um, it is the finest... The finest steaks in all of... Uh, in all of Skyclave. Ooh. And... Suddenly, she's not so sure about these steaks. Right? And he says, he says, uh, he says, I just wanted you uh, to come here so I could speak to you. And or uh, Kyle looks at him and goes. And then he starts so cutting into a steak and just stuffs his face with a. Uh, whereas he looked pretty uh, like. Um, civilized. Looked pretty civilized before. He definitely eats like a crazy man. How old does awesome. he look? Um, he looks. Um, he looks fairly old for a dwarf. I mean, he's in his uh, he's in his late adult years, not quite his elder years, but he's uh, he's got many years of uh, experience behind him. He's also got a cod piece, pretty mighty cod piece too. So keep that Some in mind. Serious cod action there. It's so too Ren looks across the table Don't at uh, <clears throat> Hugh and Brandis, and kind of makes a gesture, something like. <coughs> 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 Can I do a check? Enough because that, that won't work. Enough that he prays to the gods that they don't actually try to eat it. And uh, and he says he says, "Go ahead, dig in." As he's sort of spitting a little bit of food. Well, actually, yeah. Without even saying anything, Brandis looks to the most insightful people. It goes. Hugh, not Hugh. Um, well, Hugh's also very insightful. Well, she she's she's, she 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 works to be subtle. Do they look and like she, they're eating? No. Well she, well, she 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 looks at you and she just goes. And she goes. She's so snobby about wine. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of. That's like um, her clue to you to like. Uh like, yeah. Next day I, on no, the Brandis, Brandis doesn't. Uh, she just kind of. She just kind of looking around and she goes. Well, you said you brought us here to talk, right? He says. He says yes, yes. But please enjoy the food and drink. Hmm. He says, uh, he says, I understand you met, uh, you met Buddy. Who? <laughs> he says, Buddy. He says, uh, he says, he was one of my boys, worked here in the, worked here in the mansion. I see. He says, he, um, 
Uh, he says, I heard that you, you paid him quite well to, uh, to lead you around Skyclave. I just wanted to thank you for taking care of one of, uh, one of my own. Can I roll another inside check? See if he's being sincere in that? Yes, what else is everyone else doing? Wow, well, so that's... I'm nervous now because... 30. Buddy made it pretty clear that he was going to be in trouble with Lurd, so... 30. This is slowly connecting two dots. Uh, having kind of a bead on this guy's tells and such, Aurora finds it a little easier to, to tell that this guy, he's definitely just trying to fill the time. Hmm. Ren is pretty sure that this is not going to end pleasantly with us walking out the door, shaking hands and saying, hey, let's play poker next week. So... He says, I love poker! He, uh... You play. He is... Let's play a game. It's called Drink the Wine. He is doing... uh, You win! (laughs) He's doing perception checks to see if he can see, maybe, just notice out of the corner of his eyes, stigs that are mobilizing in the shadows that are going to try to jump out and kill them all, or something like that. Okay. A perception check, I would say. Yeah, that's what I said. Didn't I? Uh, it, even if you didn't, I was. But he only rolls an eighteen. It's a dim room. Yeah, um, it's hard to see up on the balconies there. You know where uh, you can't really see past, and uh, it's the the lighting is you know appropriate for kind of a nice dinner, which is a little bit low. And uh, he doesn't see like uh, the minotaurs, you know, coming up on the side there. And uh, the stigs don't look like they would be particularly threatening if it did come to combat. Uh, the stakes have set down uh, one of the wine pitchers over here on this little circle table. Some of them gone back to the kitchen. Others are kind of uh, bringing out more stuff. As, as Lerd finishes wine? a course, they put another course in front of him. Is he drinking his wine? Lerd uh, is. Oh. He drinks a sip of his wine, and then he says, he says, I propose a toast, and raises I his glass. I hate it when they do that. Or Ren decides says, to pretend to drink the wine. He does a perception to, check to in the see, room, see if he can see anything, either up in these balconies so or is, whatever. So Ren's just looking at the rest of the group to get some, some hints here. Uh, it sounds like everyone is doing silent checks and not responding to anything he says. Well, I'm talking to him. I've been talking to you, him this whole 35. time. Oh, no, no, yeah, you've been, you've been talking. Well, mean, who's like, responded to the buddy thing? I did, and I just kind of, I didn't answer. You're like, buddy who? And I just, tr- I went, huh? And I'm like... And tried to weasel was... more information out of him before I answered He's... anything. <clears throat> he he does he responds and he says he says oh I know where you're coming from the uh, the reputation around here can be quite cruel just because I'm successful here in refuge he says but I treat my stigs well he says don't die and he uh, he turns around uh, the stigs and the stig says yes yes and then runs back into the kitchen. Hmm. Ren when uh, Lerd proposes a toast picks up his glass. And raises it up as well. He doesn't plan on drinking it, but he's going Chris to play Lord's game. Your I wish someone. Yeah, no, I'm just. I'm from a, from a player standpoint. Uh, I wish we had some telepathy thing. If it sounds like he's just stalling, trying to pass the time for I don't know people to get in position, Brandis would interrupt this with something, but. Uh, I don't know, but he has no idea. He has no idea. So, so he, he picks up the like, He's not gonna again. You know, he's he's following uh, the least cautious person's cue. You so, mean the most cautious person's cue? No, no. He's as if someone drinks, he's gonna drink. But if someone, if the only, if the far as someone goes, lifts up their glass, and he's gonna do that. Okay. So, or, or knowing that probably about 
That's about that's brand, Yeah, that's. Oh, she's not going to pretend. I have she's, such plans for this encounter. She's not going to pretend to drink the glass because on the on the yes. chance that yes. that Brandis exactly. might think she actually drank it. Yeah. But she can't really do a nature check on it. She kind of wants to do like a nature or an arcane check, but n- I guess she has a ten. So I mean, she could try. So she picks up the glass as if to drink and looks into into it and thinks real hard about dwarven poisons because this guy's a dwarf it could be poison they have a natural resistance to that kind of thing so ooh and she gets a 19 naturally so that's a 29 total for all right what for a nature check oh. on the drink he lifts up his glass but he's not even really paying attention to the guy. He's just looking around the room. Uh, yes, and you, Hugh, you what was his stare- result on the perception you check? You can tell I'm staring huh? into my drink what was the result as opposed to everyone else. Like. <laughs> Hugh actually sees just barely. It's a little bit of signs of movement in the uh, in the area up ahead. Not not even, you can't even see it, Which but you can hear it. The one that he's easy to okay. see, too. There are doors back here, like, leading into rooms. Like, um, it would be like... This. Oh my gosh, I just won. Don't worry, we'll give you your chance. I feel, no, I feel like like coursing through my veins. Like that, right? <laughs> okay. And he can see, you can see, you can hear, like, maybe footsteps. Hard to tell if it's, you know, I mean, it's just other people in the house, but he can definitely tell there are some people up there. Okay. And then out of the corner of his eyes, he sees, uh, he sees a minotaur for just a moment walking around here, and then disappears. Mm. Could be nothing. Could be Could everything. have been a minotaur. <laughs> well, it could have been a minotaur just walking around. They don't do that. Hugh leans over to the where he says, I'm across I think the, our I'm time to talk is going to be pretty short. Okay. When they eat, they get into position before they eat. He's they still raising his glass position. now, and he says, he says, uh, My nature check. Um, Aurora, just by looking at it, can't um, uh, can't tell the nature of what you might be in it. Uh, she you know she kind of looks at it, but it just looks like it looks like wine if from it's the slight powder, smell. Wouldn't know. But as the uh, as she kind of lifts it up towards her and kind of gets a smell of the wine, she senses just the most slight from all her experience drinking many sorts of spirits. Can all definitely get a sense of some sort of foreign. Foreign additive that uh, should not be in wine. MSG. MSG. To make it taste hard that much better and meaty. All right. So. So Ren has his. Soylent glass green. So it's you. Ren has what? Ren has his glass raised. All right. Waiting to hear. He says. He says. I thank you for uh, for providing for for one of my own, buddy. Uh, buddy must be very happy in uh, in that tavern room room of his. Oh God! Oh Is God. that his whole toast? And then, uh, and then yes. And then he smiles and he takes a swig. And Ren says, "I would also like to propose a toast." Bill he Buster. he kind of stops and, uh, <laughs> and says, "But it is my toast." Okay, your toast. Ren says, "I would just like to thank our host for this false sense of security you're providing with us with, and say." Thanks a lot to the biggest bastard son of a bitch prick <laughs> in all of Skyclay. Brenda stands up in the middle of that sentence. <laughs> Not like weapon drawn, but he definitely stands up. Lurd oh. is on his feet as quick as any of you are, and 
snatched from uh, snatched from out of nowhere. He is holding a stig in his hands and has drawn a dagger and is holding it to his neck. Uh, Ren you, says, "You think one what, stig what's that is going to look like?" Oh yeah, that's that's a good call. What does this stig look like? The stig has large brown eyes. Oh, Arise with lots of them. Our brown eyes, the chances that it's the one we need. Now, now we're good. He says, I heard about how good you were. He says, uh, he says, clearly we are done playing this game. He's confused. Ren says, well, it took her <laughs> fucking long enough. He says, he was nobody disrespects now. the order of things around here. Or just throws the wine onto the floor and goes, and you insult us with poison? She's guessing. Ren says, he takes a step back towards the doorway. Ren says, Ren says the order of things. Panty waste, you can only control small children. Let's see how you do against foes. Slightly larger. Slightly <laughs> larger smaller. than children. Slightly. <laughs> <laughs> Bren looks at you and is like, shut the fuck up. You hear the this distinctive... This is not the time for gnome jokes. Uh... You hear the distinctive <laughs> sounds of bowstrings being pulled taut oh, as you okay. see that five uh, Amaskari archers have appeared up on the... Uh, okay. Up on the balcony and is, are now aiming them downwards. Hugh, get them. Fantastic. And you said that he was... Which squares are they actually in? The, they are... They so are these two are adjacent? Yes. Okay. Just check. I said what? Did you specifically say that he was formidable? <laughs> I never said that. Yeah. No, no, you did say I, that. Oh, yes, sure I did. did. No, you asked... He was formidable. That. Yes. I asked if he was formidable, and you see. Yeah. That is the key word for... You may want to well, think twice about well. working with him, but... Well, just to put it in perspective, we did last time jump... Nine formidable, formidable guys. guys. Yeah. Formidable still formidable, but um you know, this wasn't like a should we fight him or not. We came into a poisoned meal with Archer balcony. Hugh, Hugh voices <laughs> his concern and says, I'm confused. I thought we were here to talk, not kill Our everyone in this shouts, mansion. He was trying to poison us, damn it! Well yeah, because he's suspicious, but are we trying to kill everyone in the mansion or are we just trying to talk to him? Because I mean this could go either way, but I'm confused which one we were doing. Says, we'll figure that He's out He's saying later. this out loud in everyone's earshot. <laughs> I, says, I'm not going to try rolling you, an intimidate check because... Ren, Ren thought he made it pretty clear what we were doing when he called him a prick and a bastard and a son of a bitch. Well, sure, but why? Because he is one, and he's trying to, like... Okay. And what he does to the poor Stiggs? And he's trying That's to trap us and poison us. And Buddy doesn't like him. You guys have all stood up. And nobody will talk to us when he's still around. So if we kick his ass, we'll be like Dorky King killing Stiggs. the Wicked Witch. He's we, holding a knife and he says, he says, like drink the wine. Aurora's already As he presses the, the knife more into the stick's neck and you see a drop of blood. Can I do stuff? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, this is what she does. She is going to try... Uh, if I, if I have that power still, I actually might not have it anymore. Which, which one? Which would suck. My, my, uh, never mind. I'm not going to say it if I can't find it. Ah, I don't think I have it anymore. Oh, well, don't worry about me. Somebody else thinks of something. Which one are you thinking of? Uh, my, my trading places one. 
You don't have your training places one. You have your you have the other one that's like that. The nine transposition is why I don't have it. Yeah. You have the one that's for damage, not for the training spaces. Damn it, because I will trade places with instead. Then bend in his Alright, what are you guys doing? Quick. Um Um Ren says Oh no you don't. Ren looks at Lurd and says you will not harm the boy anymore. And looks at him and casts uh Roll initiative. <laughs> yes. I always have to remember to activate my hammer. Oh, 20 on initiative. Nicely done. Who's going first? Sorry, Ren. 20. Alright, give me your total numbers. 22. Uh, what does it say? Wait, you want them all now, or are you going to ask All your initiative results, just 25. Yell now, usually we can't yell them out. I'm telling you to yell them out. 25. 22. 32. Gah. 20. Fuck, why am I always <laughs> last? Even when I rolled good, everybody else rolled bad. Uh, Hugh is first. You're right. Hugh, uh, stop him! So we're... We're not shooting using, the guy, right? totally not, killed my description of what We I was could doing. delay unless no, they As right. soon as you make an offensive action, everyone else is also ready to act, so you can't get the surprise round, unfortunately. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, I guess. Fuck. Well, every risk reaction comes down to a dice. I do have benign transposition! Or... I found it! Okay, cool. That's what I'm gonna do. Kick ass. Roll with it, guys. We will go with it. Um. Let's see here. Oh, and I blew my action card. Oh, this four. is going to be beautiful. Right. That's important to And this is the same day, right? Yes. It's the same day. Okay, I need to remember because I didn't actually mark my daily well, we've had, used that We've had one, one encounter. We did not hey, we'll have the monster used. We've only had one encounter. Point, but if you blew action I want points the timer or dailies for turns. Don't you have another action yes. right now? Don't you have a power that does that? That's only if I kill someone. For this combat, I'm gonna, we're going to be... And I have to blow it that round. For this combat, we're going to be holding strict to the timer. Do you get it back now? For this uh, is no. a no. encounter I mean, where timing is yeah, on. What does it refill? It's like a specific oh, action. Oh, it's just for that encounter. Okay. I believe I the right one. It's an action point that I have to spend the more it goes away. And it changes so the direction. The right one is. Even if I had. What would the white one? 60 seconds? 80 seconds. Okay. <sighs> we'll just alternate. Alright. Usually I have to alternate, but you can alternate the whole time. Alright. Uh, Hugh just sighs and says, okay, I guess we're killing everyone then. Um, he says that out loud. Yeah, he says that out loud. Uh, and he so he does uh, twin strike. Uh, he draws a pair of his flame arrows. Firestorm arrow, plus one. And he uh, targets this fellow. And this, actually, no. Ooh, perfect. He's going to quarry, uh, let's say, this one and this one. With two miners. Oh, yeah, two miners. All right. And with a standard, he does twin strike on, say, this guy and this guy. Alrighty. Two arrows in opposite directions. I know. It's fantastic. Roll it. So the first one, and then the second one. I uh, can just see this lying on his back, and he like... Oh, shitty roll, both oh, of them. Yeah. Um, Get him out of the way. Funk. There we go. So the first one is a... Uh, there it is. Let's see, 7 plus 18 is 25 against this guy. Actually... Twenty-six because he's quarried. That hits. That hits. He takes. Um, does the other one hit? It would be a twenty. Times almost. Twenty does not. Twenty does not. Okay. The so arrow pierces 
through him and knocks him to the ground immediately. And it was a flame strike arrow, so it also does 1d6 damage to anybody who is adjacent to him. Ah, All yeah. right. And as the flame just explodes, the guy next to him screams and falls over the balcony, falling right behind Hugh and just falls to the ground dead. And his he, They had all their arrows get, taught, and it just shoots off too. into the ceiling, and he yeah. falls to the ground. Uh, well, the other guy was adjacent. He was not adjacent. Well. I know. He specifically only, shot at those, him. That's why I checked oh, who it squares there. That's why he, he's oh, like, yeah, yeah, good idea. Um, okay, so that's uh, that's Hugh's turn, then. Oh, actually, motherfucker. Hugh, after dropping that, that particular person. No, no, I did. I missed the second oh, one. Okay. But Hugh, dropping that one, is going to blow an action point because he just gained one for killing a guy. Where is that? Archer's Glory. Boom. Action points. He does another twin strike. First that arrow. Action point give you all the, the defenses and things that a regular action point would? Action points don't usually give you defenses. Yeah, they give you a like, plus two something. Or is that... Like, that's... that's Alright, you gotta hurry. Sorry. Action points, sorry. So he does twin strike. First arrow, this guy. Eight plus eighteen. 26. 26. That hits. And that's another Firestorm arrow. All right. You're keeping track of how many you're using up, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You just expertly just launch, just fires off an arrow, another arrow, and then yes. two more arrows. Do you want to take that other corpse off the board or are we leaving him there? I'll take it off. And then he shoots a regular arrow at, let's say, this one. All right. So that Roll one's it. there as well. Uh, 17. That'll, That'll definitely hit, yeah. So that's, that was his twin strike. A testament. Hugh's amazing, uh, amazing speed. As these are ten guys one, all with arrows drawn, and he manages two, to fire off four arrows three. before even one of them manages to let go, killing five of them with four arrows. <laughs> awesome, and that's you. All right, uh, Brandis. Brandis, thank you. Um, Brandis uh, stands at, standing. Um, just slowly draws his weapon and eyes uh blurred. Um and is gonna do some knowledge. Uh, nature twenty-three nature. Twenty-three uh, yeah. nature. He's just start breaking down what he looks like when he's actually in combat. He looks like he's pretty proficient with hostages. You know, um that's only a, a partial <laughs> success because you got twenty, not twenty-five. You know that he is uh he's a level ten elite. Which makes him uh, have a lot of a lot of hit points, and uh, but you don't know anything more specific. Gotcha. And uh, standard action? Can you do? Can are we doing those? That's standard action. Uh, that, that's a minor. That's a minor. Okay. Yeah. Then you'll you also... can't do it twice in one round. You can't do it twice in one yeah. round. Oh, okay. I thought we, I thought we could. Like, I want to burn my whole round with that. Well, then, yeah. If people have extra minors, do that. Um, I got time. Well, you can against different guys. Oh, uh, you, you can use. Checks against different guys. Can we still? Okay, then I'm going. Uh, uh, yeah, Brandis um, does a uh, uh, nature against one, the archer. Do the archers look identical? Uh, you need to take a nature check to know. Okay, what, then that? 19 on this guy, pro archer. 19 is not enough. That is a, a failure on Paragon tier monsters. And he does another nature check against those archers. A 15. Man. I don't have that bad of a check. I just rolled though. Brandis tries to look. All he sees is them burning and like getting shot, and he's like, "Well, they get shot." <laughs> they, get shot. they also are Fine. flammable. All right. That was all your checks. Yeah. So I think they're making. Real quick, it. is there a way to reset the network connections on here? Because the compendium doesn't fire up if I'm not connected. 
Oh, is it not? Uh, I will help you with that in a second. Okay, I don't want to slow down the flow, but... <sighs> I play 40 breaks down. Excellent, so. excellent. Alright. Nice start, people. Next nice up start. is... I had a mini to use for this. So did you not move, little though? Little kid? I didn't move. I actually... You uh, can't, can you yeah, give me five, a little I, kid. I did three nature checks. Can I, oh, okay. can I get a five-foot step in there? No, that's, that's a move action. It's a move action. Yeah. Because I want to be against a wall, but... I wanted to pound those. What'd you which, which ones did you do? On who? Uh, Lurd and the two types or what might be two different types of archers. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I just know we, we wanna we wanna get those down so we can yeah learn stuff. Oh, I put it back. Oops. What are you getting? I need another mini. That's he. Who? You see. Another minotaur oh, up crap. on uh, the top balcony up there. He looks over and lets out a huge roar as it echoes uh, echoes in the room. Uh, and I need to add this guy. Give me one moment for this guy. That's why I make sure I give you one. Not that it helps. Okay. Just got a fire of Andrew here. Damn you. Tricky, tricky. You know, is your network fire? Player window. Is your, your wireless network like your next door? Is that a U shaped table? Like it looks like in the picture? Yeah. Okay. That's pretty much worthless for trying to tip over for cover. <laughs> yeah. Though you may be able to dart underneath. Okay. True. To pick off the other guys, just not the one on top. You can cover that way. Maybe. Although if it's low enough, I'd have to be like prone or something. And I'm using a great bow. It's as tall as I am when I'm standing. That looks pretty high though. Not enough for me to stand on. I, mean, I guess he, I could he get described it as being pretty high. The balcony? No, the table. Oh, the table. He, uh, yes, this guy comes out and, uh... gonna jump on me. He comes out over here and leaps down, smashing the, uh, smashing this table oh, in no. the corner into Crunch. bits. Which, uh, I'll throw a rough... You got my rough terrain mark? Oh, they're all down here. there. Okay. Yeah, you want to grab the rough markers? Uh, here's marker marks. Yeah, we'll get some. Uh, he then... Here's some Makes marks. a goring charge. Oh my goodness. Shitty charge. Roll against, against Brandis. But, Rough. but Brandis is Brandis is ready and his uh, attack a mile away. misses. Uh, then I do a immediate reaction of uh, Perry Interpose, which is strength plus 20. Uh, damnation. Fuck. Um... Yeah, that's a 20. Alright, I rolled a 1. Alright. That is your counter power, son of a boob. Alright. Then you see Lurd slice the neck of the uh, of the Stig he is holding. And the Stig falls to the ground, and you see blood gushing out onto the ground. Oh. Asshole kid. I did mark that guy with, with my... Yeah, there's really a lot I could do for that. Um, he is bleeding can... out 
and uh, heal checks could save him. I'll get on that. Okay, well, let me position him. I've got good heal checks. Who else has good heal checks? I have... Uh, I think we found the... Well, I can do two. Huh? What's your heal skill? Oh, my heal ten. skill is... Yeah. Not. You have ten? Well, what is it? That's I'm not looking. bad. All you need is a ten to... He then charges 13. forward at... Uh, at Aurora, drawing a scimitar. Oh, come on, my companion. Let's go. 24 AC. versus AC. No. Does not hit. It's like 25, but I don't think I hit two anyway. No. So he charges with his scimitar, but uh, but Aurora deflects it with the shield, and uh, she goes next. Uh, asshole. All right. So Aurora yells to, to Hugh to, to get to the kid and stop him bleeding. That's awful. And she attacks him with a a artist. Yeah. She's been saving this, so she'll probably do it now. Yeah. Um. Well, first thing she does is she, her hammer's already out, of course, but again the the spiraling chain goes into into existence again, oh, and it's you and your chains. Well, it's the it's kind of the the symbolism. Of the of the power activating and, and you know it's really serious when that oh. that happens. She just got real. She just got real. Um, which activates her hammer's awesomeness. Yeah, my sport. And she. Okay, so sorry, I was distracted. And she reaches out her her hand as as she's done this, and with the hammer and and as it does, the hammer actually zaps, uh, blurred. Marking yeah. him with it with an ardent vow, yeah, to um, take him down, no matter what happens. All right, and that gives me a uh, plus five, plus four, so a, a total nine to my damage rolls whenever I attack him before the end of the encounter. Okay, and he is is subject to my divine sanction every time you attack him, right? Yeah. So. Then I attack him with uh, the Ardent Vow, I think, would be good. It's Ardent Strike. Ardent Strike? Well, Ardent Strike marks him uh, as part of its attack. It's just generally a good attack, and it's minor so action, so I can use it however much well, I want. Enfeebling has an extra Enfeebling, yeah, benefit. Wow. All right, great. I'll do, I'll do that, then. Oh, just in case you forgot. And she doesn't do very well. So she gets a 26. 26 is still Versus AC. high. Uh, he... It hits. Oh. Well, alright. He tries to deflect it with nice. his scimitar, but your attack comes in Not extra bad, strong. Not bad, below 10. I hate uh, it. So roll the damage. So, automatic 9. Plus. And then a 1d10. Plus 10. 2 plus 10 is 12. So a total of... 20... 21. 21 damage. And he's enfeebled. And marked, right? And marked, of all things. Who would have thunk Aurora would do that? Alright. So I'll just mark those off my little sheet. So your extra damage is only on that one attack. You won't apply next time. Um, the next time I attack my target until the end of my next turn, I get a... Yeah. Usually the next time you attack. That would be this time that I just did. In addition, whenever no, no, I attack before check. the end of the okay. encounter, he's subject yeah. to my Divine Sanction. So he will get every single time you attack him, he'll get into your divine sanction. So you, you're free it, to use your divine challenge on other people. I could use it up to four uh, times. Or better? We'll let someone else use it. Um, 
during an encounter or a day. Uh, yes. But not the not not multiple times in one round. Right. So you could use it again, then him again, use it again. Yeah. All right. That was it. Uh, so. So he's uh, marked, and I did two minors and my attack. So I'm good. All right. Next up is the Minotaurs. Give me those two guys. Do they look similar to the guy that jumped out at me? Um, no, that one looks different. That one's wielding a club. Those two are wielding scale armor, heavy shields, and battle axes. And luckily they're standing right next to I think, I think we need a... You, you see if maybe and you can teleport over each of them the charges in a criss-cross pattern as Hugh and Ren. I mean, uh, each of them making a goring charge against Hugh. Against Hugh. 11. AC. That hits. All right. And you're prone. And I'm 10 damage and knocked Whoa. prone. Oh, it's a goring charge. How does that work? You get knocked you over. Get knocked over. So if I'm not prone, but I have some effect that if somebody hits me and I can shift, does that not work? Is it a reaction? Or is it it's a immediate drop. reaction. If it's a reaction, then the Against prone happens hit. after. So, I mean, the, I'm sorry, the prone, the, prone. the reaction would be after the prone effect has been applied. Can you shift while you're prone or no? You can oh, not okay. shift. It's explicitly written in. Can't shift while prone? Okay, Cannot this says. Prone, you can crawl. This says I can shift, so then probably no, I can't so yeah, use that. Yeah, you wouldn't then. be able to use that. So he was prone then. So 10 damage. And I take 10. Here is uh, against Ren. Hits. Also, ten damage and prone. Okay. Um, I am going to use a a reaction. A reaction power. Okay. Uh, this is going to be my laughing death armor, and nice. this I can use it when struck by a melee attack, and he will take one d six. So it's going to be two. Six. All right. So he will take uh, six damage, and he takes a negative two penalty to fortitude until the end of my next turn. Okay. He takes a penalty to fortitude? Yeah. A minus two. All right. Is that a reaction thing? Yes. Cool. And how much damage was it? Six? Yeah. Got it. Uh, and now it is Ren's turn after they charge. Are you now prone? Okay, prone. I'm knocked over. You're both prone. So, so standing up from prone is a standard? Or is a move? move. It is a move. And crawling. How does crawling work? Crawling is just you can crawl half your speed. Crawl half your speed. Okay. Do you want to knock them over or do you want to use the prone markers? I, I like them knocked over, it's fine, unless right. it's going to be an issue. No, no, it's Ooh. fine. Uh, okay. You can hold so, that little thing in your hand so you can think about sure, it. Sure, give me a prone one. Yeah, I'll just remember. So it's in front of you guys. So All right. Can, can you shift while you're prone? No, guys, we no. Have, have a power that grants... We just said, we just shift. covered that, because so I have... No, you we can't have shift while prone. Not you shift prone. at all. Correct. I'm pr- I have it right here, actually. Prone means... Uh, you are lying ground... Uh, It's in the erratic, so it's different than the original. Uh, just keep going. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, keep going. Yeah, keep yeah. going. So, 
Ren is going to... Now, what happens... I Can Can I cast and stuff from still being prone? Absolutely. But yeah, Although, he gets bonuses to you on your... Like, he gets attack bonuses on you. Is it just combat advantage, or is there more? Uh, melee guys get combat advantage against the prone target. Uh, and... Plus two. It's good, but... Uh, and don't forget, if it's a ranged attack, they get an opportunity attack against you if you're adjacent to them. If they're prone? No, no yeah. just it's because it's a ranged it's attack. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I want to so, get out here you go. of the way. So, if Standing I'm Standing up as a move. Yeah. Correct. So, if I'm going to do a heal check on the guy, that's a standard action, right? Uh, yes. So... You may not be able to get to him. You can't move from your space, although you can teleport, crawl, or be forced to move by a publisher slide. Yeah, I can't do that either. Okay, well, then I'm going to... Stand up. Yeah, might as well. And... I'm going to trade down my action and shift here. I'm then going to... Blow an action point and do a heal check on the little yeah, guy. You've got to be adjacent to him. Oh, for fuck's Heal check is like actually. Nope. So I'm going to shift. somebody instead. So I'm going to shift right there. You, you have a minor and a. You have a minor left, and if you're action pointing, you'll understand. So uh, I'm going to use an action point. Okay. And I'm going to. Uh, I look at Lurd. And as flames flash in my eyes, I say, "You will not dare! Uh, you will not dare pull a move like that again!" As I cast uh, penance compelled on him, it's, okay. it doesn't require a roll, and he uh, cannot do damage. No, wait, that's not the one I wanted to do. All right, figure it out. No, yeah, time. that is. Uh, no, it is a roll. Okay, so I do that, and the roll is a 24 versus will. 24 versus will on Mr. Lurd. Hits. Nice. Okay. So that's going to be a 19 radiant damage. All right. And the next time he deals damage before the end of my next turn, uh, another enemy will take five plus constitution okay. modifiers, so I another will, enemy will take damage. That's your job to apply them. Yeah. Alright, and... Is the table I'm also a rough terrain to, or a block? How's that work? Sorry. Keep going. And I'm also going to use my goggles to look at Lurd and see what his total hit points are and what he's currently at. Um... Oh, the goggles. Then, you know that he's at 170 out of 210 hit points. Alright. That is Ren's turn. Then, finally, the archers, clearly not trained very well, unleash a volley of arrows. Clearly not trained very well. And, uh, so there are a total of five of them. Um, one of them, uh, attacks Hugh on the ground there. Which I believe it takes a minus two penalty. Right. Uh, I don't remember. Plus two against all defenses against ranged attacks. Okay, cool. Um, so here you go. 
10 plus 18. Oh. 26 AC, that misses. Just barely. Just barely as... Uh, Being on the ground saved me. Managed to be able to kind of roll out of the way. Um, the other uh, two arrows from that side attack at Brandis. He was one of them. Not enough. Just barely. And here's the other one. Ooh. Not enough. Low rolls today. And then uh, one of the arrows from uh, the other side shoots at Ren. And the oh, uh, so here you go. Seven damage, and the other one is at uh, Aurora down there. Okay, all right. No dice. Does not hit, and it is uh, back up to Hugh. Back up to Hugh. Hugh, Hugh. stands up. Gotta gotta stop him. So that's move. Leave now. And he uh, goes ahead and quarries uh, the fellow right in front of him with his miner. Mark that down. Corey, this is uh, Chainmail. MC, we'll call him. And with his standard, I need to get away. Way or shoot. Just so you know, from going after you, I'm planning on hitting this guy and, fo- and focusing on his attention. Okay. So I won't be getting his attention. Back. Yeah. So we're gonna do. Sorry. On Lurid's next turn, the uh, the stick will slip closer to death. Yeah. When do we know how turn? many steps? Uh, after Brandis. Strike. Hugh Brandis. Let's do. I want to help. What does that get me? Four. This one gets me. Uh, you asked four. to get past the table. You yeah. need to make uh, uh, a DC 15 athletics check. Is that like a standard action on and its, its own? It's part or? of a move action to jump. Part of a move action. So I can't shift over the table then. Correct. Okay. And that would shift me through some other fellow. Okay. That should be interesting. Okay. Uh, we're gonna do evasive strike. No, I can't. This is separate. Yeah. Can Actually, we'll we'll do half done. Yeah, we'll do a basic strike. Sure. Okay. Um, so I can give you a shift. Actually, actually yeah, I can get that'll shift me closer anyway. So he'll do a basic strike. So before he shoots, he goes four. He goes one, two, three, four. All right. Shifts four and then shoots at the one that he cored. Like so that is. All right. So he'll take an opportunity attack from the guy right next to him. I will. Alright. There's not much I can do about that at the moment, unless I just didn't attack. So 22 AC against the Minotaur with the Chainmail. That probably won't hit. I have yeah. a feeling. We got uh, closer. A 20 what? 20. What did I say? 22? Yeah, 22. Mm. 22, yeah, that's not enough. Okay. Man. Alright. And that's a plus one on that one. I, and I take an opportunity attack? Yes. The Cabalist swings his great cursed mace at you. However, and he misses. Not enough. Awesome. Alright, well I'm closer anyway. Alright. And then it's Brandis. Brandis is on the clock. Brandis knows what he wants to do. He's gonna shift. Ha-cha! He says, Hey Weaver! And then get the cha And chops down this guy with a nice little cleave attack. Plus one. That's a critical! Look! I rolled 19. And with my feet, that is a critical. Nice. Alright, so first off, 
Can I borrow? Is it the only on one attack? Is that only right? Only on cleave. Cool. So can I borrow that d6? I just don't have a. This is the first blood. Has he has he been damaged? Uh, he has not been damaged. This one, no, I don't believe. All right, so. and also d12 actually. So first, some first blood. That's a six and a five. So eleven damage for the first Got 11. blood. All right. Um, plus, um, uh, so full twelve. Plus twelve is twenty-four. Plus the eleven is thirty-five. It's thirty-five. Plus uh, he Did takes. You use crit or something? It's yeah. uh, it's crit and it's a high crit weapon. So this is the twelve for the high crit. Um, yes, yes. The high crit uh, does two d twelve extra. Two d twelve extra. Um, it's d twelve and then two d twelve in Paragon tier. Oh, I didn't know that. Cool. It, has, it has extra weapon and it's a d twelve for the damage. Gotcha. So it's a, yeah, this is a really good because it's a full blade. Critting so up in three. three. And Seven, ten. Another ten, so it's up to forty-five damage. Forty-five, and I believe that is it. I did the first yeah, blood. I did damn. the damage. Yeah. You did your magic enhancement. Um. Yes, I did the plus twelve from that was in there. I did the, there's a chunk of twenty-four. That was from the twelve damage plus. Oh, the magic enhancement. I see yeah, that's the. It's a plus two weapon, right? Or a plus three weapon? Right, 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 right. Uh, it's a plus three weapon. So you roll. It's three d six, unless the weapon does more. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Crit- it does. Critical is just—it just says none. Really? I can still do that. It says none on critical on your weapon. On challenge-seeking weapon, critical there. Uh, it just has high crit. I remember that being a thing, but um. Oh, critical none. What does challenge-seeking do? It does no critical. That's uh, strange. Well, we can look at your rebounding weapon, your javelin. Yeah, That's see, normal shit. it says critical. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I have a high crit weapon, which is nice. It's just—it's interesting. Well, basically. It's to balance out the extra damage you do when you hit uh, yeah. with max. Yeah, okay, well then then the bottom line is the high crit property of the full blade counteracts that. Yeah. So I'm not doing extra 45 damage. damage total. 45 is not bad at all. Alright, um, is yes. it devastating? Why don't you go ahead and describe it, because you're also going to do a cleave, right? Uh, yes, I'm going to throw a javelin. Um, yes, Brandis uh, pops over and says, Hey there, Weaver, and um, <laughs> is going to is gonna come down. The guy's going to uh, block with the club. And Brandis is just going to chop into the guy's wrist. It's not a particular, like, bloody, like, huge thing, but um, he's still alive, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, f- I know I figured it was. But you can see it does considerable damage to the exposed wrist of the Minotaur, which moves in pain! Or whatever noise. It'll, it'll, he it, moves. It, it, yeah, it makes, like, kind of... You know, it's it's a whale kind of thing, and it's, it's quite offensive to the ears. Then... Um, he throws, <laughs> come on, range. There we go. Throws a javelin at this fucker for a critical. Are you kidding no. me? I am not no. kidding. We'll show that for a little theory there. It's a full critical. There How we go. Shame it's all right. Okay. Uh, and that's a javelin, which is, you know, okay. It's so, a minion, no, though, I, I mean, so I think it's, yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's one minion. of the minions. Oh, oh, sorry, I wasn't paying these guys. Well, it hits him in the throat. Far away, thrown up, and pins, pins him to the wall. To the wall. Yeah. All right, then he is up there, pinned to the wall. Okay, so <laughs> he's dead there. I'm minor action. I'm using uh, Rain of Steel, which is a daily power, so that's just it's used. Excellent. Um, that's the thing that's damaged there. at the beginning of the turn for anyone saying. That's him pinned, elevated. Um, so move, attack, minor action point. I'm going to use my boots for a charge. Um, or I'm, I'm charging this guy. 
I assume I'm going to take an attack of opportunity from... Uh, you're charging, so you're going to have to make an athletics check to jump over. I'm jumping, and I'm going to use my uh, boots. He's doing a charging uh, jump. Super standing... Yes, I, I'm... For the athletics gotcha. check, I'm going to be jumping. Dan, I'm going to use my boots. Yes. Does your mark uh, give them a minus to their attacks? To, to other people, yeah. To yeah. other people, but not you? But not me, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's um, all, all, all marks, even monster marks, that's the basic thing they do. Um... The, so the boots basically give me a standing because I don't have enough running space to do a, a running jump from there to do a proper running jump to, to jump over the table. Yes, you see what I mean? right. The boots basically count it as I'm getting a running jump just from a standing jump. Here's the opportunity attack. Woo! Not enough. It, yeah. The All right. world is with you. He charges in Why there. Why is Brandis so fucking epic? And <laughs> it's just. It's just the way it is. I would be so sad if he told all these stories, and then when it came out of combat, he just dropped right, the ball. Give, give me the roll quick. Um, okay, uh, so that is a 30 versus AC against that guy. 30, that'll hit. Other tour. Four, uh, 19 damage. 19 damage, has all right. Has he been hurt? What? He has been hurt. He has been hurt. By Ren's uh, reaction. That's okay. Um, all right, that's you, all you're doing? That, yeah, turnover. Sorry. Woo. Is this guy marked now as well, or no? He is also marked. I'll put him on his horns. That's what they're there for. Yeah. Shake your hands, Dan. He does it. <laughs> Excellent. There we go. Woo! Thread the needle. That's Woo! And at the start of his turn, looks like a d12 damage. The Minotaur here turns, and he puts his horns down as he thrusts forward at oh, you. That could be nasty if he hits me. He With his... Oh, oh, and he minus minus two. Miss. A minus two for the... And, yeah, so... Does just he take damage from you because he's no. marked or no? His is basically he gets, like, free opportunity attack, sort of. Oh, if he's cool. adjacent, but he can't do it from there. Um, and that's it. And then, Lurd. Lurd! Now he's marked to me, so he better... Um, you better bring the. Okay, hang on, checking something real quick. That's right, that's right, Larry. Think about it for a little bit. Yeah, make sure you. Were you, you hit sure by it last this? time? No, huh? you were not hit. No. He. Ooh. Uh, Stab he me? comes in with an amazingly, uh, with an amazingly quick and visceral attack. Visceral, even. Oh! Uh, that means it's an encounter power, by the way. Uh, That's how you spell lured? Yeah. Just what they to me. Um, so he uses like one eviscerate, which, by the way, would have done this. Auto crit! But uh, it does not because he critically missed as Aurora easily Woo! deflects it. Neo move! <sighs> Wait, so it's an auto crit unless he rolls a one? It's auto crit if it hits. Oh. If it hits, it's not a crit. Well, that's and nasty. Added, added uh-huh. 17, so that uh-huh. could have been... That could have been uh, really bad. Oh, Lord. Oh, he Lord. Then, you have um, no idea who you're dealing with. He then shifts here, uses an action point. Oh, come on. And uh, sweeps his scimitar in a wide arc, uh, oh. attacking both Aurora and Ren. Here is... Ah, so no minuses. Here is Aurora. Two! God damn it! And here is. And now he's gonna crit on you. Here's no, Ren. He's not gonna crit on you. He won't do it. 
Oh, oh my god! That's really cool. Yeah, that'll hit! <laughs> Don't worry! 13 and marked. Wait, crit plus 8? What does that do? Oh my. Uh, if it was crit, it would deal an extra 8 damage. And. Um, Which normally monsters don't do extra We've all had words! So Should we put a marked thing on a. Oh, I will, we'll use these because. Um, You're marked to him? Just that. keep attacking him, don't worry. And this guy, oh, because I'm he not prone hit anymore. Me, you can have that back. He dealt because Lerd dealt damage before the end of my next turn. I get to assign some other guy to take now 14 minion, damage. Yes. And it's going to be minion. well. You think I should do a minion or yeah, I can just get rid of them. Damage. They, they do just as much damage as, as regular guys do. They're just have all right. So it just has to be within 10 squares. You could kill one of these. You could kill that one up there. So I'll kill this. Everyone. Guy. Everyone is eligible. Yeah. So You're killing him. Kill all right. So describe how that works. Um, what just happened? I didn't even quite get that. Basically, I had cursed Lurd, and if he just saying, back the fuck off, don't do that anymore, uh-huh. and if he dealt any damage, then it automatically like hurt one of his guys. Nice! So, uh, as he swung the blade at uh, Aurora and Ren... Uh, Aurora deftly uh, maneuvered, and and as the blade swung over her head, it unfortunately hit Ren and kind of knocked him back into the wall a little bit. But as it hit Ren, uh, the minion up here, also you saw him fly back as if as if a phantom sword had also struck him in the chest, knocking him over dead. All right, and then it How much is, is that thirteen, and then it is Aurora. Aurora looks at Hugh. Wait, 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 wait. No, uh, Ren. What? I didn't get to go. You go after Aurora. Oh, that I wasn't him going. I thought I went. Okay. No, yeah, that was. Yeah. That was Aurora is up. Aurora, Aurora looks at Ren, and she she knows he's a big guy and he can handle himself. And then she goes and she looks at the bleeding child. Bleeding. And she uh, runs to the child, provoking an opportunity attack. Boop, boop, boop. From there at the Run or just moves? She, well, she moves very quickly. One might call it a run. Uh, except they've seen her run, and that's, that's she not... She hustled. She hustled her bustle on over there. So she moved. And then All right. a standard to... She, uh, did she... I she did provokes her... an opportunity I test. Did. Sorry, yeah. Uh, then he swings his scimitar quickly at Aurora. Okay. 13. I, I expected to be hit with this, actually. 30. All right. So, uh, so Hits that's fine. Hits 12 damage. That's and you're marked. Thank you, sir. marked. You're welcome. He marked? marked. Woo! Yes. All right. That's just attacks, though. I can do other things. Um, That's fine. And she attempts to stabilize the child. All right. With her lay on hands. Couldn't that just be an automatic... You don't have lay on hands. But you say I did. You don't. You have Ardent Vow. You used it instead. Uh, okay. Well, we'll discuss that later. Um, you didn't want healing, but you can use a heal check. Standard action. A heal check, then, with a plus 10. Okay, 22. 22, that's definitely enough, because to stabilize a dying character is only 15. Hooray, I stabilized the child. Aurora quickly just goes down, tears off, tears off a bit of her, uh, a bit of her shirt and uses it to wrap his neck tightly to, uh, you know, do best to stop the bleeding. Luckily, um, it was not a terribly deep cut. It was certainly enough to, uh, kill him over time, to kill him over time, but he was not immediately... Um, right. And she manages to create a quick, uh, quick bandage, but uh, Lurd might be back to try to finish him off. And that's a standard action. So he has one 
Um, death saving throw mark against him. He, okay, he can I do die. anything else to... That is a standard action. Uh, you so used... I moved in a standard. You have a minor. You have a minor. I have a minor. Um, let's see what knowledge. I can do with a minor. Do a knowledge check. I could. Actually, I might have a minor something else I can do. But, 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 um, no. Those are all. Okay, so I'm just going to do a, a knowledge check on the nerd. See what's up with him. Alright. Okay, um, that's a nature check? Nature check, yes. yeah. Uh, so 23. 23. You know that uh, Lurd's weakest defenses is Will. How could I have guessed such a thing? That Lurd fellow. Alright, and she shouts that out. Like Lurd looks pissed as he sees... This feeble-minded dwarf has nothing on us. As he sees many of his, uh, many of his uh, cronies falling, he just <laughs> says, You come into my house and kill my people! And just keeps swinging his scimitar. Looks furious. He's aware that he tried to poison us, right? Yeah. He looks like that, remember? Only much angrier right now. Alright. Make the eyebrows go like this. Uh, then the warriors go. Uh, that would be us, right? The rest of us? Yes, that guy takes one up in damage. Oh, he does? We're starting his turn next to him. I use my daily. Oh, gotcha. Uh, right seal. 12. 12 damage? Twelve. What a cool Evandra is with me! Yes, All right. Nice. Minotaur, uh, nude. Minotaur. Yes, but I'm back. He's the first Minotaur. Uh, just swings his huge battle axe at Ooh. 19. Uh, and he's no longer marked. That's 12 damage Me? and marked. Me? To who? To the warrior. You're marked. You're marked to the warrior. <laughs> Okay, okay, yeah. So Give the damage more. was to me. Yes, he yes. attacked you with his battle axe. Yes, I said to who, and you said that, so... Oh, right. Okay. So All right, throw. and then the... Uh, this minotaur takes a step back, and then it charges with his horns at uh, at you again. Wait a minute, can he do that? Where was he? He took. He shifted back. To He's right here. And then he shifted back. Now right he has two squares, so now he charged. He went one, two? Yeah. Okay. So, um, yes, he does a goring charge and Whoa. critically misses. Woo-wee. As, uh, yeah, as your, whatever your name is, Brandis. Um, I wanted to, okay, I didn't get to this. Yeah. What do you want to do? I was going to do an immediate reaction on the guy who hit me, but it's, but no, just keep it. Okay, and now it is Ren. Go, no, Ren, go, get him! You're next to to him, so you kind of have to attack him. Uh, the kid's Leard. up. This is your job now, just... Maybe take a sh- step back for your range. So, <coughs> Although you are marked. Yeah. Well, he's going to attack so, anyway, so, Ren. Yeah. Ren takes a step back and uh, focuses his gaze on Lurd as fire. Uh, the fire begins to burn in Ren's eyes as. Smoke begins to pour from Lurd's mouth, nose, and ears as he's and being throat. as he's being set ablaze from the inside out. Yeah. Um, says he really? <laughs> oh, he let's, does. We'll let's find out. Look at this. We'll so it's going win. to be twenty-two versus four to two. And does he still have that minus two? He still has a minus two until the end of this turn. 
Not enough. Ah! All okay. right. It was a good effort. Uh, it was a 42 attack and he had a minus two. Can't do much better than that. And. Must have been a low roll. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, it was yeah. He. Uh, you see that he is quite a hardy dwarf as he just looks at Ren and uh, Ren's burning sensation does not uh, manage to uh, manifest. to manifest in him. But he can clearly tell what Ren was trying to do. Okay. And thus ends. Oh, you know thus what? Thus ends. I'm going to do an insight check All right. on uh on Lurd to see if it is if I can if I decide it's possible if we maybe knock him out or anything like that if we don't just all out kill him if there might be if it might be worth um, do you think he'll talk yeah getting any info out of him that question. might be uh, useful because he definitely has the ears on the streets and he might know anything go ahead and roll the inside check so that's going to be more street wise also work. Uh, that takes several uh, hours. I'm going to do insight. Not always. Streetwise can be used in other situations. If you can... If you can convince me. 25. 25. Ren, uh, knowing the kind of style that this guy lives and is, uh, and is accustomed to, he gets the feeling that this is not a man that would fight to the death just because, like, there's some guys in his house. I it's mean, if he can... Live if he can survive. I mean, he's definitely a bit of a hedonist here. You know, if he can survive and keep living and hopefully even keep his home, then uh, then it's likely that uh, then it's likely that he uh, he might be a man that can be reasoned with. Okay, excellent. He's not like the mindless cult members that you fought before, <laughs> or you know, yeah, or just the beasts of the wild or anything like that. So it definitely. A different distinction. This is just a guy who has a real great living situation here that you were threatening to disrupt. Okay. Cool. All right. The archers then loose another uh, volley of arrows. It's two. Just three now, right? There's. Uh, oh, that's true. There are only three. Does that um, confuse him somehow. Like, do you have a blood. Have yeah. A blood let's spot? just put. Yeah. Put a blood splat up there. <laughs> and then. Um, so two of them fire down at Hugh. The ones directly above as they just shoot arrows straight down over the balcony. Here's one of them. 24 versus AC. The next one is a... Ooh! Very close. 37 versus AC. That'll hit. Not a crit. That'll hit for 7 damage. Okay. The other one shoots an arrow over the Minotaur's shoulder at Brandis. Let him try. But yeah, it just yes. hits the table next to Let him and just sticks try. into the wood. Yeah. It is now Hugh's turn. Oh, Hugh! Hugh! Do it! Just Hugh it! Hugh it! Hugh it! No! Hugh! What does he do? You must hew it! You must hew it! Go ahead and provoke an opportunity attack. Um, so Hugh's gonna move. One, two, three, four. I provoke an opportunity attack from the fellow with the mace. You don't have to. I do. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. You really want to. And the fellow with the mace 
Yes, he the is fellow. going to. The jaunty gentleman. He swings his cursed mace. Yeah. Oh boy. Twenty eight AC that hits, and it deals. Oh, that's why it's cursed. Eight damage plus necrotic. five, so uh, eight damage plus five necrotic damage. It's separated because I mean, of you have some resistance. Of the bases right, are, so thirteen damage. flowers. There are a few 13? roses yeah, that damage. are. Right. Eight plus five. Yeah. Three, forty-three. Okay. Oh. Um, and Hugh, this is minor, and uh, you can tell that he is being a little protective right now, and he's probably going to shoot anybody who gets close to him as he enters Cobra's bidding stance. All right. And then he nobody spits on a Cobra. Uh, does twin strike and tries to take out a couple more minions. All right. So this like guy and this guy, both arrows. So this one's blue. It's so hot. Eight and twelve. That'll probably hit. So twenty-six on the first one. Does that hit? Uh, yes. And then more than that on the second one. They they both hit then. Yeah. Okay. Two arrows just expertly, boom, boom, right through their hearts. Each of them expert shots. As uh, as one of them falls over the balcony to the to the bottom, and the other one just falls over backwards. Because they were just leaning over like this and just. One of them slumped over, and one of them, uh, one of them actually slumped over and just is leaning over the railing now. The I like dead guy in the railing post. I like, honestly was nervous absolutely. about those archers. I, Hugh comes in here, he's like, "Nah, you guys, now nah, you're dead. You too. That guy's dead. This, He'll get off like it is now, Brandis. Go this is, get this, it, Brandis. This isn't Ren talking really quick. This is Lincoln strategizing, but okay. uh, we me. might want to focus on Lurd." Because if we can get him down low enough and we're like, we're going to fucking kill you on our next round unless you knock this shit off and talk with us, then he might just call off his other dudes. I think that's a good idea. True, but means go so fast. I'm almost like hard not to I'm, kill. It's true. And uh, I'm going to stick with the mentors as long as I can distract them. Okay, um, go, that go, is go. My, my best contribution, I feel like, for now. First, I shall shift. Does he attack me? I don't... Can it? No, I'm marked to that guy, so I don't know what oh, yeah. limitations or abilities of his mark are. Okay. Question uh, marking. He just shifted while he was adjacent to that man. Does he take enough of these tuning attacks? He doesn't know. So no, I, you don't. No, okay. So no, if, if the mark has special flanking. ability... Actually, no, that's not necessarily how it would work. But yeah, no, and this one does not. What? Is, is shifting into a flanked position? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I need that for my next move. Passing attack! Uh, oh. um, I'm going to attack the guy who I'm not marked to. Oh, shit. You can do that? Without a minor or minus? Oh, I'll have a minus. Okay. Can I charge up the mountain with the wind great in enthusiasm? Yes, I can. I don't know. Yes, we can. Yes, you can have this cheeseburger. All right. I love that one. Ba-ba! All right. With a minus two, or do I have a minus? What? What? The I'm marked, so I'm attacking the guy who I'm not marked to. Then it's a minus two. Oh. Um, I uh, thirty-seven versus AC. Oh, that'll hit. Do I take any damage or anything weird? Nope. Cool. You're a whip. Um, that is a handy dandy. Thirteen damage. Plus he's his first damages. Thank combat. you. Five, seven damage. So t- uh, twenty damage total. Twenty damage total. To chainmail, and then this is a passing attack. So I hit a guy, and I shift one square and make a secondary attack. All right. Now I'm against the wall. That's where I like to be. That's why I got the feet. Back to the wall. Make a secondary attack. Plus two. That's a 31. 31. We'll hit again. All right. And 
That's also one strength thing. Uh, 22 damage. 22 damage. Gotcha. Now I'm here. I'll he is do... bloodied. Awesome. Does anyone have any... Do oh, oh, hell, I'll do it. Free action, jackal strike. Oh, hell. Uh, hits a guy who just triggered bloodied. Look at me, I'm like the DM. I get a power that hits when you're bloodied. Alright. Um, that is... Oh, dang, it's not one of my critical attacks. Okay. 39. I rolled a 19. Alright, 39. We'll hit. 3d12 plus 11. 31 damage. Holy shit. Boom. Go ahead, you gotta describe my... that attack. Yes, so Brandis, uh, using a little more finesse than you used to, steps in, sweeping low to hit this guy right in the backwards bending knees of a minotaur. <laughs> like that, and blood splatters across the floor there, and then brings it up high to go right between the shield, and yeah, these guys have shields. Um, right down, cutting into the shoulder, taking another step, seeing that the guy's bloodied, and going for the meaty calf of this calf. <laughs> and then I sit down and do a nature check on Lurd again. He just looks so 25. Like, I finally hit the minimum. 25. All right, you and do that's a turnover. Uh, get some info about Lurd. You know that when missed by a melee attack. He has a retaliation. Don't miss. <laughs> That's uh, you also know that his AC and Fortitude are his highest. Oh man, those are my main attacks. Oh. Well, AC is always the highest. I know, um, yeah. but still. But his, so his Fortitude is fairly high. All right. Uh, I marked the two guys there. Turn over. Ooh. All right. The Cabalist. Cabalists? Is there Cabalist? Yeah. Oh, the one with the curse base. It shows up on Yes. Yeah. I guess we never really saw that he was very cursed. Hmm. Well, he, he was, was probably up in the... He's unlucky, rafters. you know? He just, he's had a rough life. I can see that turning one to the dark side. He's a cabalist. He's a cabalist. And he... What's a cabalist with you? Shit happens. What cabalist? Uh, he shifts <laughs> over this way and then charges. As he, as he does so, Hugh shoots him. All right. immediate <laughs> Uh, range powers? basic? Spinning Cobra! Basically. Yeah. Range basic? Alright, roll it. Where is my range basic thing? That's pretty good. Uh, where's my bonus? 18 plus 15. What is that? 23, 33. Uh, 33. AC. AC, that will hit for sure. Cool. So then damage for that is 12 plus 13. Cool. Um, 12, 11 plus 13 is 24. About 24 damage? Yes. Gotcha. And he is now bloodied. Awesome. And then he comes up and hits me? With the goring charge. So, miss? Or was it the previous one? That, uh, that missed. I mean... Okay. That was the one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I okay. didn't roll before, did I? Uh, well, there was another thing out there that said that, and that one hit, but I'm fine. Well, with I didn't this. realize, so you <laughs> got this one. Um, Excellent. Yay! Thanks, Evander. That's his whole turn. Then, Lurd. Thank you. We're going to have to make a shrine to Evander. Like we we have a monitor. You can make a one. shrine. You guys really were all about that. Thing. Um. Then I can, then I can cord. Then I can cord. 
It's mm. cool, but not always. I mean, sometimes. Mm. Okay. The cord giveth and the yes. cord taketh. So Lurd is going to uh, go Speak ahead to and. Did not know that about him. Oh, yeah, he's, he observes the whole. Of course, his boy. My boy. Yeah, he's going to go ahead and um, just walk through here past Ren. Does he? Can he do a melee basic attack? Don't do it. He's trying to get you to miss. You can always kick him. I can. He's baiting you. Don't do it. Oh wait, but I'll miss you. Just learned. Yeah, so I'm not going to do anything. All right, because then he makes a sweeping sweeping blade attack. Ren. God fucking. It's okay. It's okay. Yay! Yeah. Brandis. See? Uh, that probably hits. Nope. Nope! No! AC does wow, not really? hit. Mm-hmm. I've got, I have a As he sweeps his right scimitar now, around and misses both Blend of in. his targets. And then it turn is done. Ooh. Anyone marked by him is no longer marked. Woo-hoo. So that's Ren and Aurora. I was gonna attack him anyway. Mm-hmm. Did you see what he tried to do? It was sneaky. Oh, awesome. Alright. And also, I'm not longer marked by the Minotaur, am I? Uh, the Minotaur Warriors, because they didn't hit you. Is that right? No, no, that was last round. Never mind, never mind. I forget. Uh, when they go next round, if they don't hit me. Oh, yeah, because now it's Aurora. Alright. So, how many scores away is he now? Anyone? Uh, Who? From, the du- from you, Lurd? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one, two, three, four, five, six. Six. Wait, that's spaces to get away. into his space. Well, I want to charge. You just want to be adjacent? I want to charge into his full base. Four, four, five. You can just walk there and attack, or you can charge. Yeah, five. I want, I want to charge because then I get bone eye. Alright, go ahead and charge. It ends your turn, though. That's alright. So if you have a minor you want to do, you have to do four. Oh, Well, it'll mark him anyway because. Because I have the other power. She has power. Val activated. Yeah, so it's. And it'll do both, I think. No, no, no. She'll do. Whatever. So enough squares. Hold on, real quick. Close burst five is close enough. Um, one, two, three, four, five. No. Can I? But you can move, use a minor, and then charge. Charge is a standard action. Okay, so I'll move one closer, so I can get this guy. You're gonna challenge him. Can is that alright with you? If you'd like to. Alright, I would like. Alright, so So he is divinely challenged. Throw a divine challenge on that guy, and because of that hammer power, it, it marks both of them. Hammer power. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm an hour. And then I'll charge him. Wah! Charge attack! With my hammer held high, I bring it down. Alright, Attempting roll to it. gouge him in the head. With a painfully ardent strike of badness. He's almost flanked, too. No, not good. So I don't hit, uh, 22. 22, yeah, does not Versus hit. Versus Ack. Versus Ack? Yes. All right, the warriors. And I'm still right uh, there, and, and they're still both marked to me. He takes uh, one weapon damage. All right. That's one. One damage. One weapon yes. damage, yes. All right, he away. turns to Aurora, who has divinely challenged him, and he just says, You'll die, dwarf! And swings his battle axe down ah! hard. Isn't he, like, almost dead? On Aurora. He is. He is just dripping oh, blood and has his huge, but he me. is quite a warrior. But only by one, two of the points. Now 16 damage and you are marked. Fine. Marked I shall be then. Marked I shall be. Alright. So keep in mind who you're marked to. And uh, then the other warrior uh, so this shifts back. Me. 
so I'm no longer marked to him. And you see uh, the Kabbalist here yells uh, yells to the warrior, and he yells to him, and he says, Charge him, brother! As he charges with extra force. Ah. At, Don't worry. Uh, Brent is anticipating the attack after hearing the command. Puts out a pipe. Gets he gets an extra bonus on his charge gets, attack. Oh, not gonna help! Yeah. <laughs> Critical yeah. miss oh, again. What's yeah. going on? What's going on? It is Ren's turn, and you are no longer. Oh, those horns! Not helping you. Ren. No side vision. No, no peripheral, peripheral vision. Ren turns. <laughs> Dull cow eyes. Big brown soul flying. Oh, shift out of there. I'm going to. And shift shifts back one. And run! And uh, as he... You got a bunch of group guys there. An area attack would be nice. Well, I know, but there's a... Oh, they're tough. We can Although, don't you have one that, like, blasts three? That's what I'm... Jesus Christ. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, let him, let him go. For fuck's sake. So, Ren... Ren takes his rod as he shifts back and slams it on the ground as a blast of thunder pulls out from uh, from me and uh, strike my or strike the three of those guys uh, and leave them battered and senseless. So against this guy, the warrior. So against the warrior, gotcha. It will be a. 28 versus fortitude. That will hit. Against it looks like he's about, is almost going to resist it, but manages to get through. Against the Minotaur, it's going to be a 25 versus fortitude. That one does not. And against uh, Lurd. Lurd, it's a 28 versus fortitude. That one does hit. Okay, Woo-hoo. so that's going to be 15... What is it? 15 thunder damage against all of them. All of them or against those does two. Does it uh, target and Brandis I, as well? No, it just targets three that oh, I can oh, pick. Right. And it also pushes them What is my... I forget what it is. Hold on. It pushes them three. Do you guys want me to... I don't have to push them. Do you guys want me to? Uh, no, keep them there. You want me to keep them bunched together? Yeah. Okay. So, that's it. Okay. Nice. That was Ren's turn. Uh, the last remaining archer kind of He's sort of ducking back a little bit and hiding behind the balcony, <laughs> shooting, shooting between the... Uh, Lord doesn't pay me enough for this. Shooting between the railings, uh, and uh, he shoots at uh, Hugh back there. And Ren actually... Can I yell at him really quick? Go ahead. Ren yells to... Uh, Oops, and that's not plus three, so it's 25. That messes up. Ren yells at Lord and says... Uh, are you ready to yield and talk? Uh, he looks and he says, Never! You're in my house! And just keeps swinging his uh, scimitar expertly. And Ren just goes, Eh. Okay. <laughs> and then it's Hugh's turn. That's Hugh's turn. Hugh! Corey's this fellow. Alright, you're keeping He's the second closest. Corey, right? Yeah. He's only the second one. That's ah, naked Minotaur. Uh, these, are naked. You remember, these two are marked to you, how it's marked to me. The door just opened. In, it's an invisible stalker! Or perhaps a drow? <laughs> Threatening. What's that? I think your door wasn't closed all the way, and when you opened the garage, the you, section... You, you can blame Dan for that. 
Yeah, which is funny because when I got here, the door wasn't actually closed all the way either. I must have not closed it all the way. Well, right, I did yeah. Just, to, just to keep things the same, you know. Uh, so he does twin strike. Twins. And he pulls. You're killing twins? Twin strike. Uh, so he does twin strike and uh, fires first one at this one, and then the other one at the fellow who he has quarried. Nice. You're helping so you blue is just one. All right. Three oh. and sixteen. Three is probably gonna miss. It's Twenty-one on the archer does not hit. And whatever sixteen plus 16 eighteen old. is on the other one. Yeah, definitely hit. You want the kill okay, shot, guys. don't you? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I can feel it. Don't you get the damage? It's not gonna drip in with blood. No, it's only it's, like, it's an encounter power. It's oh. not, not a feature. On the oh, Minotaur. Ooh, those were good rolls. Five plus eight is thirteen. Plus eleven is twenty-four. Which Minotaur? Uh, the one who was doing nasty. No, really. Uh, right. So what was that? Thirteen plus eleven is twenty-four. Plus seven is thirty-one. Thirty-one. All right. As the arrow. Is it? Was this a twin strike? Mm-hmm. As the arrow sails across the table, even uh, shatters one of the wine glasses, uh, and you see the wine spill to the ground, as, but the arrow remains true and pierces right through the Minotaur's Jeez. thick hide and heart as he falls oh. over dead. And I actually, I didn't move. I was going to move before I did that, but I said the order wrong. I forgot that. Should we say I take it anyway because I forgot, or can I move first? Uh, oh, because part of the attack. Part of the no, power? I was I was going to move beforehand, so I didn't take an attack, but then I forgot to. Oh, um. Uh, Should we say I was silly and take it anyway? Yeah, you take it. Okay. Uh, so it's twin strike. I made two attacks. Does that mean I get two opportunity attacks? No, they can only make one. Per. Okay. One per. So one he knocked me then. That will hit. As I was silly. Was I nine forgot. plus one necrotic. So another ten. Damn. Okay. Now you can move. <laughs> now he moves. Um, he's just gonna move closer. He just stays there then. Fuck it. Brandis. Uh, I wanted to quit early, but yeah, this is too good. Brandis, uh, how hurt is the mentor that's next to me? This is, we're doing pretty good for um, how long this combat's been going for. No, yeah, I agree. I think we're moving um, quickly. It's just so how hurt is the mentor next to you? Uh, he, you know that he's taken. Um, He's um, taking he, about he's not, he's not bloody. 30 damage. He's not bloody. Okay. Um, Brandis is just going to hear you special attack. Uh, he turns around uh, and he just. Uh, yeah, it, he starts doing his battle cry and uh, just charges, hits with Master Strike. Master Stroke. Um, he gives him a stroke. Uh, just straight. Straight. And actually, it's, it's a few hard hits, batting the weapon away and getting a nice. Good hit against the, and right in the chest. It is 29 versus AC. 29 versus AC will hit. That is 27 damage. 27 damage is against the Minotaur? Uh, yes. The only Minotaur left. Yeah. Or, the, I mean, the only. The yeah, Minotaur 27 warrior. damage. Got it. He is now bloodied. Uh, and then, um, do you want to move? <laughs> Would you like to shift your speed? You're happy where you are? Uh, then he does a, another knowledge check. On uh, Lurd. Okay. Have, have we gotten everything on Lurd? No. Okay. We've only made one success. Okay. Well, that's why I'm asking. And I'm just gonna make another twenty-five. Uh, the twenty-five, and you know that um, he he his sweeping blade is that will attack. 
Um, you know that he has a longbow, and you know that he gets an extra action point when he downs someone to a, uh, um, to bloody? when he, when he, no, when he reduces someone to zero hit points. Interesting. Like a kid. That's why he leads the all the stigs. He keeps them in combat and kills them when he needs action points. That's messed up. That's, that's tactical. That's tactical, Cam. If I could take a feat, I would never do it. I wouldn't do it. I would stick her. Now I just use rats. Get them and spike them. Alright. Next up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Brandis' yeah, that was whole thing. Is done, yeah. It's short turn compared to and then, uh, the Kabbalist here, uh, uses his horns of force. 23 versus AC. Does not hit as he smashes his horns towards you, trying to knock you over, and, uh... Man, they've just been rolling terribly. And, yeah, they've all been rolling terribly, but he was so quick on his feet, he hadn't moved before. He saved his nimbleness for now. And completely, uh, he completely misses. Meanwhile, Lurd, uh, who has him marked right now? I do. Aurora? Yeah, it's me, 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 me. Lurd shifts here, oh. making another sweeping. Get out of there, uh, If I had him marked again. Wait, he probably got it. I didn't move. Oh, sorry, dude. Should have anyway. I was thinking it was a good idea. You, but oh well. Sweeping blade. Yeah, in that situation, after you've been hit once, you then you can move, and you wouldn't have gotten hit again. I know. Uh, I'm at 51. Uh, I'm so not this is against Aurora. And the kid's stabilized. Yikes! Wow. Miss with an 18 Jeez. versus AC, and this is against Ren. Oh, another two. Oh. Is your program Fine. broken? My roller's broken. <laughs> Um, Ivandra smiles upon us this day. Ivandra, nothing. That's all skill. That's yeah, exactly. We are rolling well. Woo! And you are rolling. Uh, all right, then. He rolled. That was uh, that was Lurd. Now it's Aurora's turn. Ah, yes. Aurora Borealis. Turns right to him. Um, she's gonna give. Let's What's see, up? Let's see. Let's see. We're dwarves. Sups up, big dwarves. You be hating on my peeps. Because that's how dwarves talk sometimes. I, I, I to believe each other. they do. Um, yes, Morgan I've heard, is actually just I've heard that. <laughs> huh? um, and she decides, even though nobody's bloodied, she's going gonna to do an attack on balls. Because it's okay. Alright. And she's going to hit him really, really hard with the hammer this time. All right. That's that's her description. <laughs> really, really <laughs> hard. Ah, no, she won't. Oh, no, she won't. Critical miss. That's okay. You have to pay, give a little to get a little. Right. All right. And. But he's still marked. She's still One marked. Minute. Darn it! Really irritating. Dragnabbit. And that's. Oh, uh, she'll she'll really do sweet. another minor. Uh, Something. I don't know. What, is, what can she do? <sighs> no one else is even close to adjacent. Alright, so she'll just do that. She'll just do a nature check on... Um, what do we have on the tour, guys? The tour guy? Uh, I don't think we've gotten that one. Not, uh, she'll, do a, she'll do a nature... Like 20, she'll, like 50. she'll do a nature check on that. 
Okay, see what, let's see what's up with him. Probably not a good nature check. This All right. 19. 19 is not enough. That was on who? Wow. The Minotaur. Min- Minotaur. Minotaur warrior. All right. Uh, that's it. So and then no go on the, the remaining uh, bloody really Minotaur warrior here uh, uh, is going to go ahead and he. No, a one science. Come on. Is going to just swing Who's his battle axe at now? Brandis. Who does? Literally, the Minotaur? The oh, Minotaur. He starts next to oh! me. Oh! Oh, there it is. <laughs> well, maybe this will kill him. He starts next to me and takes some damage. 11 damage. 11 damage? It does not kill him. You're going to be ready for a strike at back. Least, at least his worst an immediate possible reaction. damage is just. Alright, immediate reaction? Uh, no, no, it's a reaction. So, am I. So, I'm damaging Marcus. Is there anything special? Nope. Alright, so I'll take that damage in a second. I yeah, of all the ones to crit on you, I think that's one of the 32 best. 32 AC. Yeah, for 16, that's not that bad. Yeah, 32 hits. He didn't have a necrotic like damage added. F- 32 AC. Or anything. He's not that guy. Hits. Stupid lurd. 32 AC. Uh, 32 AC hits, I'm sorry. 22 Woo. damage. 22 damage. You, uh, you slice him good, and he's just gushing blood now. But he so. is just... Still the fighting comes down on Brandon's ferociously shoulder, and slices into his arm. <laughs> I can do that too. Look him there. And sixteen. Thank you. And marked. All right. Ren's turn. Ren shifts back one. I can't even really tell. Yeah, it's good enough. It's close enough. And uh. Thrusts his hand forward as an orb of light flies out and hits this minotaur right here, smack in the face, uh, and scorches his forehead. Owie. So that's going to Sets be his forehead hair on fire. By the uh, way, burning minotaur hair probably is pretty gross smelling. Twenty versus fortitude. Oh. Twenty versus fortitude will not be enough. And he's going to also do uh, a knowledge check on Lurd to see if he can figure anything else out. All right. And that's going to be a... (laughs) Two. All right, that is not enough. And then the archer looses an arrow at Ren. Come on, man. Mr. Archer, who's still up there. And it, hey, that will hit for seven damage. It is then Hugh's turn. It's unusual that Ren is the one that takes the most damage in these encounters. How's your health? Uh, I'm at 44, not yet bloody, but I'm a pube away from it. Okay. 40. Hugh shifts over here. And then he does... uh, Let's quarry... Go ahead and quarry Lurd. Okay, Lurd is quarried. Oh, because you can quarry the second closest guy. Mm-hmm. That's a, an excellent feat. I know. Yeah, I, it didn't make sense not to take it. First, um, and first, then he does uh, twin strike again. This guy and Lurd now. All right. So blue is the archer. Critical on the archer. That's sad. Uh, yeah! It hits him, and you see him tumble down the stairs that was right behind him, and you just hear thud, 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 as the awesome. body tumbles on down. 
And uh, 29 on Lurd. 29 on Lurd. That will hit. Okay. Good stabilized, right? Nicely done. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, 1, 9, plus 7, 16, plus 7 is 23. On 23 Lurd. damage on Lurd. Okay. Okay. And that was my move and my minor and the standard. So I'm done. Brandis. We're just going. Oh, just trying to figure out why it's going so quickly. It's because you don't have anyone to control. Um, <laughs> what, are you sure? I have this guy didn't even go. No, no, he critical. Oh, that's that strike back. I was thinking the strike back was my. Um, yeah. Yes, I hit him again. Oh, I'm sorry. He shifts. He's marked. I hit him. Oh, that's many bastard. Ah! Uh, I want to do everything every round, Greg. Can I do that? Will you let me do that? Okay, then I shift forward, and then I hit him. Um, with a... Um, cleave. A cleave. Uh, sorry, I was trying to figure out what to do. Oh, I... Adjacent? Does adjacent in D&D terms uh, count uh, corners? Yes. Okay, then I'm still adjacent to a wall. Uh, 36 versus AC, I assume hits. 36 uh, versus AC does hit, yeah. 21 damage, yeah. And that will finish him off. Um, Brennis, right before he he comes in, um, <clears throat> recalls eyeing these two minotaurs at the door and says, um... <clears throat> I fought 11 minotaurs once. Uh, <laughs> says, um, <clears throat> you should have killed us at the front door. And then just chops down right into the shoulder. No! Don't milk me. Is that a cleave? Uh, then he throws a javelin. <laughs> he strikes down and then eyes the room and turns around to see Lurd fucking with his peeps. Alright. Um, bam. It's a 25 versus AC. That will not hit. It. Oh, sweet. It's an encounter power. To make it bounce off at someone else. I yeah. love rebounding javelin. It is uh, uh, tw- twenty-five versus AC again. again that does hit the minotaur. against the uh, cabalist back there. Yes, nine damage. Nine. Yes. Nice. All right. And seeing him throw his javelin at Lurd. Yes. Range attack. Yes. Let me attack and also fires at Lurd, getting a what is that? Twenty-three. Thirty-three. A 33. That will hit. Excellent. That's a fat one, too. One, two. Oh. Third weapon damage. This thing's nice. Seven plus six Unusual. is 13. Plus seven again is 20. Plus 13 is 33. 33 damage. On Lurd. is bloodied. Really spicy arrows. Ren there. yells. Woo. Are you sure you want to keep this up? Rolling an intimidate check. Fuck yeah! Got to do it on your turn. It's a standard action. But a free action is okay for yelling. Yeah, you can certainly yell. Yeah, that's all I'm doing. I'm just yelling. Yeah, yeah. I'll try intimidating, but but you can uh, officially try to make him uh, officially pull him out of combat. (laughs) Ren is not going to try that. That would be come down here, fucking yelling you. That would be like a three-year-old trying to intimidate me. The Kabbalist takes a step back and then again charges uh, at Hugh, don't worry, Hugh for lack of anything else to do. 
and gets a 31 versus AC. That'll hit. 16 damage and prone. 16 damage and prone, that sucks. Sounds like a terrible. 33 minus 16. Yeah, I need an extra blow on this turn. One of my powers keeps. Get the things where you click used on okay, ground power. Okay. It keeps like refreshing itself to. Wait, it hit me for the 16. First power that I use. Yeah. Every once in a while. Hugh will use on you. his belt of raging endurance. It interrupts. Uh. He hits me, and I take resist 15 damage. As an interrupt? Immediate interrupt. Oh, so the, yeah. So, so I only take one instead. All right, cool. Can I shift there? I'm just, just curious around that. Learn that table. Is next. And retroactively, the minotaur that uh, that you just dropped, uh, uh, the warrior that Brandis just dropped, as he's falling, swings his battle axe in one uh, in one final burst of energy. Still misses him. So yeah, this is the one where he chops down right in the shoulder. As he's going down, um, it swings, and Brandis just bats it out of the way with his hand. Gauntlet, of course, but still. It looks awesome and pitiful. Like, again, depending on which side you're on. Yeah. Lurd then shifts again, continuing to just use his sweeping blade against, uh, against Ren and Aurora. Here is against Ren. Yeah. Alright. That'll be only eight damage. And you're marked. And against Aurora? I am now bloodied. Alright. Oh, Aurora's turn. Alright, so. Back Aurora... is all of you until the Cabal's okay. alert. Aurora's gonna shift back um, this way. She's gonna see about a little bit of ranged power. And she's going to. Throw her hammer forward, and it kind of just kind of hovers in the air, and a burst of light shoots out towards this guy as a radiant pulse of energy swarms him and tries to tear at the fabric of his his existence. Alrighty. Wow. Uh, twenty versus fortitude. Twenty versus fortitude. What about your elbow. Um, Your elbow armor. Elbow. Elbow, elbow armor! Have you used a daily... Or you have two no, uses I anyway. Haven't. So, alright, go ahead. Oh, try again. Elbow, uh, elbow armor. Plus Stay plus has the same number! number. <laughs> With the plus two. That is That's the a curse seven. of the reroll. Who's that? 22. Yeah, Welcome. It's okay. It's, it's alright because... Um, <laughs> the curse of the reroll, man. It's, you know, I, I don't believe in the curse of the reroll. Uh, alright, then break it. No, there's no curse to break. So right, it does I'm half damage. You are a party pooper. That's true. Oh, it does half damage. It does half damage. All right, go ahead and roll it. So I'll case. just do my one d ten. So it's ten. So it does ten damage. Ten damage. It would have done twenty. What always happens if the guy absolutely doesn't believe in the mummy? All right. Oh, yeah, gets eaten Ren. by the mummy. Are you saying there's a mummy Ren. involved? Ren. Uh, Alright, I'm excited about that possibility. And Ren she uh, marks him again. Shift. You know, because she attacked him. So. I'm starting to get dangerously close to the, the other oh, one. They're like closing <laughs> in on you. Um, and. Yeah. Well, he can't once, get to you. 
And once again, uh, let's lose a orb of white light, but this time he directs it at uh, Lurd. And this one shoots out and also hits him square in the face. Alrighty. So that's going to be a 21 versus 42. Does not hit. And Red tucks his balls between his legs and waits for his turn again. Hugh! Hugh stands it. up. Finish the fight. Fini- I'm, I'm, I need to actually heal this turn. <laughs> Sorry. Alright, stands up with his move. Stands up, and uh, I can't really get very far. Uh, so he blows his second wind with his standard then, I guess. Yes. Well, actually, uh, what, what's our healing thing we have? You can use, like, your second, second wind is a minor. minor. Yeah. Okay, we'll blow that instead, then. Is that... you like a dwarf. No, but yeah, I still yeah. don't want to attack as I'm Everyone's a little dwarf right for now. a day. No, that's a good time to do it. We'll just, uh, we'll just, uh, no, I can do my nail strike. Yeah, we'll do that then. All right. Okay. So second win, so that gives me, how many points is that? Where is that? You're healing, just do that after you uh, attack. Okay. So he does nibble strike then, so he doesn't get hucked again by that guy. So he shifts one. Okay. Shift one, right? Shift one, there we go. So he shifts one. Boink. Boom. And roll the attack. And he attacks Lurd. Lurd's a cock. Fucking hit him. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, seventeen plus eighteen is. Is that thirty-five? Yeah, that's thirty-five. Thirty-five hits. And then one d twelve. You're attacking the cabalist. No, I'm attacking Lurd. Oh, you're attacking Lurd. All right. Should I have been attacking the cabalist? I was no, already the Lurd. Lurd the Lurd. Okay. Six. Six plus one is seven. Plus eleven. Eighteen. Eighteen plus thirteen. Thirty-one. Thirty-one. A lot. And that's the end of my turn. After I get some healing. Alright. He's with his back to the wall. So, 19 Brandis. and I have plus 2 in my defenses. Finish the fight. Three, so basically four, I gain 5. I think by finish the fight he means kill the Minotaur. Not everyone's hurt now. I want to go after the Minotaur. I don't like those guys. I don't like. I'm on the clock! Brandis runs! Uh, one, two, Consider and then charge. jumps. Yeah, but I oh, want to. I want to end turn. here. Right. Um. Well, no, I can use. I'm gonna use knockdown assault, which can be used on. Charge. I guess I might as well just do it. I'll just do because it it's cooler. Thank you. Um. Because it's like, well, if he's here, blah 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 blah. This is fine. Um. Brennan's charges. I'm gonna do a quick athletics. I'll do that. Come on. Okay, athletics. Of course, he makes it. It's a thirty-six. <laughs> Um, I rolled a 19. I mean, it was like... All right. It's a great athletic trick. Um, uh, jumps on the table and uh, comes in with his sword and instead of swinging down, slams the hilt of it into his face with a 28 uh, versus fortitude. That will hit. Knockdown assault on the ugly. He takes six damage. Six damage. Um, and he is knocked prone. Alright, he is prone. And he's marked to me. And he goes next, and immediately... Knocked my mark off. He stands up, and then, um, and then from down below thrusts upwards with his horns, catching oh my God. Brandis. Uh, 
you dealing know, three force damage. Him, he would have been slowed and slowed. He's broken my blood! Pushing him two ah! backwards off the oh. table. Roll a saving throw to prevent going prone. Um, okay, I'll just do a, a d2. Yeah, because you, like, you got knocked and over you're okay. a table. Then he kind of stumbles backwards but manages to land on his feet as the horns just hit oh. so hard it knocks him into the air and he lands back. Although it did three damage. Ouch! Basically, you put your shield forward and you took damage from Darn. the force but still got thrown back. That got rid of my temporary hit points that I get almost every round. <laughs> All right. Lurd... Seeing you, uh, an opportunity, steps over here and leaps Hugh, up onto the table. Him. All right, range basic attack because of his spitting viper stance. Spitting right. viper. Kill him. Fourteen plus. I think that's eighteen. Fourteen plus eighteen is thirty-two. Thirty-two. Yeah. Does ten plus? I think thirteen. Where is it? Where is it? Yes, 12. So, 23. Alright, 23 damage. He then uses a sweeping strike. This is against, uh, uh, Damon. Well, uh, okay. I, I mean, uh, uh, Brandis. I'm gonna call up Eric. Ask him what his AC is. Uh, 20 versus AC misses, and then the other one against Ren. Yeah, the 19 versus go. AC. Look, they must be really, really tired. They finally <laughs> swung and missed me. And uh, doing so causes him to take radiant damage equal to what count? Um, nine. I, wait, actually, I think it's eleven now. I've taken fifty-one points of damage. Wait, did Lurk right. hit me too? Uh, he tried to. He tried. Oh, that was the, that was one of the misses. It's Sorry, I didn't realize. I thought you said I was at seventy-three and went down to two. Oh. Nine plus five? Yeah. Jeez. I think I've been doing this wrong the whole time. Wait, 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 wait. Six. Plus your charisma modifier, which is plus five, so that's eleven. Sorry, I was looking at the twenty-first level thing. Gotcha. So eleven damage. Eleven damage. He does take it. And since he defied the challenge, yes, I get to slide him and he slowed. Oh, you did take that? Yeah. Bitter and forceful challenge. Two separate abilities. All right, where are you gonna slide him? Uh, where shall I slide him, Brandis? Back towards you guys. How about here? Yeah, that's good. I like that. Yum! And then you can have some little flanking. And he is slow. And he's slow. And as that happens, he says, Stop! 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 He, uh, and he says, He says, I'll give you whatever you want! Ren says, Call off your minion! Uh, the Minotaur, immediately when he said stop, the Minotaur kind of took a step back. And he's like, And Ren looks at the Minotaur and says, You're goddamn right you stopped. You can just see him breathing. You practically see the wind blowing out of his uh, of his huge minotaur nose. You can just feel him like panting as the wind is just blows you from where you are, and he's just standing there, uh, panting, holding his club high. But he's not making an uh, he's not making a move to attack. Right now, Ren really wishes he had a high intimidate check so he could go and like. Grab Lurd and shake him, but Lurd's bigger than Lurd's bigger than he is. What are you doing? Significantly. If you're gonna ask this guy questions, you better ask him fast. Uh, Aurora has not agreed to anything <laughs> with this guy. Uh, Hugh goes and looks over at the guy who got his throat slashed and he's stabilized. How's he looking? He's looking pretty bad, but he's breathing. 
He's breathing. Is he conscious? He's stabilized, but no, he's not conscious. How do we pop people up outside well, of the Well, you would make him spend a, a, a second wind, but that's only on hero, heroes. So. so it'll take him like a day. He doesn't have one. He'll need rest. Or healing. Okay. Or not getting stabbed in the neck for at least an hour. Which you don't have. You could use up one of your healing potions. How about your cheap healing potions? They should be fucking free, is what they should be. Yes, we all know your opinion on the subject. Someone just got side. Bad is good. What? You did? Bad is good. Why? Smell shit. Smell dog shit. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, is that you? When I was talking about my shits happening every day, I didn't say, you know, smell like dog food, but. Alright, let's keep going. Yes. Uh, Hugh's gonna go make sure that the guy's doing okay. I guess another healing check to make sure he's staying healed. I don't know. Rents it's down. 29. Rents it's down and takes a breather because he got smacked around a little bit. Really loud. And uh, he just takes a moment to regain his composure and use a... No. He just takes a moment for himself. So he to just catch says... His, to catch his breath. He, he says, he says, what, what do you want? I'll, I'll, I'll give you anything. Just, just leave my home. And, uh, Ren says, "Information." <laughs> uh, Aurora walks up to him and grabs him roughly uh, by the scruff of his dwarfy neck and yanks him off the table <clears throat> onto the ground next to the uh, next to the chair and just uh, looms over him, saying nothing. Well, you get the highest diplomacy. So. Well, I'm. I'm waiting to see what everyone else does before. I mean, I don't like this tor- this um, Minotaur guy. Yeah. There. All right. He kind of takes a step back. A Minotaur guy. All right. So Aurora. All the Minotaurs looks are kind him. of dangerous from range because they charge. Look, Dude. I mean, she doesn't even know what she wants from this guy. I mean, <laughs> do you guys want to interrogate or talk to him? Have a discussion with him, and Brandis will intimidate and keep the Minotaur in a corner. Okay. Brandis intimidates. Mentor says, "Over there in the corner." All right. Drop your weapons. <laughs> he has horns. Um. Okay. Aurora disarms. Lurk. <laughs> all right. The Minotaur completely steps back all the way to the corner. And what does Aurora do? I, I take Lurk's weapons. Okay. He gives them. And I ch- I chuck them mm-hmm. here. Okay. And uh, what do we want to know from this guy? I mean, Aurora will ask the questions if. You want to. I don't even know what he does now. I mean, we were looking what for. What do you know in general? That's really vague. Well, we were looking for a specific know? stig. Has he heard of a wrath? And whoa, whoa. see if anyone had stolen anything from a wrath shop. We're looking for the specific. He okay, knows exactly Aurora. which stig we're looking for. I want to know why okay, he had. tried to poison our does. wine, too. Okay, so Aurora yeah. looks, at, looks at him in that angry sort of way and she says, If you want any mercy at all, you're going to have to answer all our questions honestly and thoroughly. And then she. Um, points at points at the wine and goes, "What were you doing with that wine, and why?" Firstly, he says, "I, I, I just wanted you out of town. You were you were messing with the order of things." And she goes, "More thoroughly, please." He says, "It would have knocked you out. I would have just had them carry you outside of Skyclave from the top." He says, "From the bottom." He says, "You're tough. You could fight your way out of there." And then, uh, inside... Ren says, 
Ren asks why he. Uh, what do you mean by the order? Of tried to sacrifice that kid. He says, what "Damn was heroes, uh, or damn good guys," and uh, holds up his uh, does little air quotes, and he says, "Or um, her hammer, like if he's gonna attack." And he says, "Usually so easy to manipulate by uh, by um, threatening to kill a child." Was there anything specific about that child, or did it just have to be happen to be the closest one? He to says you? he was just the closest one. Ren looks at him. He and says, says, "They're all the same to me." Ren it's looks like, at him and says, "I don't appreciate your tone." It's from an insight. Aurora doesn't insight. either. Yeah, final insight. Insight! Uh, she insights the hell out of him. You definitely sense that there's... I mean, he's being truthful. There's no... Uh, they're all the same to him. Okay. Interesting to know. All right. He had brown eyes. So we think. And I'm convinced that only one of them has brown eyes. Could be. Um, and then... Aurora goes... Uh... A little quieter. She's trying not to yell because her her goal is not to intimidate the guy, but to convince him as thoroughly as she can to give up all the information he has. And so, um, with with that in mind, she says, "And if they're all the same to you, would it be possible for you to identify one over another?" He says, "I suppose I uh, no. I don't interact with most of them." And she frowns and she goes. He says, "Look, talk to them. They, they all know each other. I'll, I'll give them permission." Oh, we have permission already. He says, "They won't talk to you unless I tell them they can." And she starts turning, turning the hammer, and she goes, "Interesting, interesting." He says, "But I will." Hmm. <laughs> Looking at the hammer. And she goes, "Do any of you else have questions for him?" Uh, you get things that your guys give you, right? Once the thing stick steel. Uh, he he says yes yes. Uh, did any of them bring you anything from a wrath shop? It was closed about six months ago. He says I don't know where they come from. He says most of it I just pawn off through uh through various sources and and uh and just keep the gold. It's how I pay for this place. You know all this. It's obvious. Everybody knows it. Okay. Aurora just frowns more deeply. You can ask if he... as, if, as if it were possible for Ren her to at this point. She hates this guy badly. Ren says, uh, we know you have your finger on the pulse of the town here. Uh, we want to know everything you know about uh, Arath and his academy. Where are his students coming from? Where are they going to? He says... Once somebody leaves Skyclave, I don't pay them much attention. My business is here in the city. He says, I have heard of this guy you know, uh, you talk about. I've heard the rumors. Some academy people don't return from. Uh, he says, but I don't know anything more. And do we believe him? Do yes. Check? Okay. Well, I think now we can go talk to the stags. I don't know, were you guys planning on killing him and like... Eliminating his stranglehold. So after negotiating with him, area. what are On you? That note. What are you uh, going to do with him? Aurora intends to um, follow through. On I her. think she can execute him. I think she's, we should make him get out of Skyclave no, and give. Nope. 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 She's um, gonna pull an Orum. Well, can I say what I want? What I thought would be course, cool. Of course, of course, you can say it. 
do whatever you want with him, but then give the house to the Stigs and turn yeah. it into like. Lurid is just starting to panic. Absolutely. He's going. He's going. I-, I told you what you wanted to know. And she goes. And I promised you mercy, nothing more. And she brings up her hammer and she brings it down on his uh, head and says, "May Bahamut have mercy on your soul." And then, blah, down on his head. Okay. And he was going. Uh. <laughs> Ren's kind of doing that too. What if I had another quest? I asked if you had another question. Just for and you gave me three okay. set! Just for full appreciation of this, Orem killed a guy that Just like really this. didn't want killed in almost an identical situation. <laughs> were you guys there for that? Uh, was that the one who we were going to try and use for like a ruse or something? You were like, yeah, you about it. yeah. And then Orm was like, I'm having nothing. He just walked into the other room while you guys went. were like discussing. To be like, fair, Orm did came back, ask he's like, you had any other questions. <laughs> Well, all right, all right, he's okay, dead. So, Lerd Brand is dead. Aside and says, get out of here to the uh, Minotaur. The Minotaur uh, uh, just runs out the front door. And, and just so you know, she Actually, no, he doesn't she run. He just he walks out fairly confidently. You know, he's, like, oh, well. he's a Minotaur. He's, uh, he's confident. His boss is dead. We'll try to find other work. That's true. He looks back and he says, uh, he says, you're mighty warriors, nothing personal. And then walks out. <laughs> she... Brands can a little head nod. And, and uh, as, I was, as I was saying before, um, the way that Aurora functions is, is different now. Oh, jeez. And though, though she could have actually inflicted a great deal of pain... With with a hammer, I mean it is a hammer. Um, she she gave him a, a quick and painless death, which in her mind is as merciful as he could have ever asked for with the way that he was. Okay, I'm going to explain what happens over the course of the next day. We get arrested for killing uh, people. I assume that you want to bring attention to the authorities that Lord is dead. I think it'll. I think the word will get to. Well, are we going to bring attention to them, I mean, or sure. are you going to allow a word? I, of course I'll allow a word. I mean, the stinks are probably going to talk whether or not we want them to. I mean, people will know very quickly that he's dead, yeah, and if you so. want to uh, come forward with it. The, uh, the guards, uh, basically the city authorities are, uh, they don't mind. <laughs> you, you let them know. They come, they investigate, they see the, um, you know, you show them the wine and tell them the story of how uh, he was trying to poison you. And, I mean, they know what kind of guy he was. They just couldn't really touch him. Uh, And basically someone did it under the table, outside of the law. They're basically just going to happily look the other way. They say that the, uh, his house, his property will be, uh, will be, um, the property of the, uh, the government of Skyclave, and they will uh, figure out what to do with it, and uh, and such and such. Because Lord's dead, the word spreads among the Stigs very quickly, and uh, many of them approach you, thanking you uh, on the streets. Some, many, are still quite hesitant of you. Uh, you know, Lord's still alive. <laughs> even if Lord's not still alive, there, there's a way of doing things. They've lived their lives a particular way for a long time, and it has worked for them. They are still alive. Uh, and so many will likely just continue their uh, their pattern, but um, but some stealings, though, some of the older themselves. ones, the 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 more um, the more well fed ones. Uh, well, it's a mixture. 
they they come to you, they talk to you, and it is um, not long before you are able to track down the stig that you were looking for, that you saw in the vision, and it is in fact the one in the house there. Uh, some of the stigs know the story of how this stig has not spoken since that day, six months ago, coming back. Uh, nobody knows what he saw, but um, but it was something so traumatic that he has not spoken a word to anyone since. And uh, and he basically got a job in Lurd's Mansion doing uh, work quiet as a slave. Work. Doing quiet work. And uh, because Lurd liked the quiet ones. And uh, taking, uh, taking him back and caring for him you are able to uh, to bring him back to health very easily, uh, also with the assistance of magic. If you choose to bring him to the grove, or to the the, the plain, Kala, who is there, um, is a druid, and he, he has um, healing. Uh, he can he can help administer some magical healing, and uh, and it takes a while, it takes a day or two, but you are able to. And someone needs to keep track of the date. That's why I told you the fifteenth. Of um, so a day or two, so so we need two days. exact number if we're no, a day, a two days. Let's call this two days. So it's now seventeen flame rule. Extended rest. Uh. You were able to get him to speak to you, uh, telling him who you are and that you know uh, what happened. You know, and uh, but you saved his life too, and he's he's grateful, although hesitant to speak, and he reveals to you what he saw that day. What he explains to you is extremely similar to what you saw that day. Uh, he recites the events uh, as if he had a photographic memory of it. He explains it in great detail exactly what you saw. Trauma except his uh, recollection had a few extra words that your vision did not. Ours was a little bit wonky. Yours was a little bit wonky and sputtered and had uh, missing words. And he, uh, he says that the thing that was mentioned, that you uh, never got the name of, is called the Throne of Omanond. Knew it. O M A N O N D. About what? Say that one more time. The Throne of O M A N O N D. Omanond. O M A. Sorry, I'm so bad at this. O M A N O N D. Throne of. Okay. Oh man. The throne, <laughs> the, the throne of Omanond. Uh, Ren is particularly intrigued, as he always is, by the names of uh, particularly notable uh, magical objects and such. I assume. He really is. And it's just uh, Lincoln's tired. <laughs> and uh, Ren is stoked. <laughs> through a small amount of research in the library. And uh, using his newfound access to the uh, citizens-only section of the library, he finds very little information about this uh, about this object. But you do know what it is. What it was a great. Maybe I have gratitude for getting a great and powerful artifact from the old Amaskari kingdom. Uh, and it is, uh, you know that it is extraordinarily powerful, but you do not know what it does, and that the secrets of it, as well as the throne itself, are locked away in deep Amaskar. Ho 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 ho. 
Great and powerful arc from Emaskari. Uh, and uh, and part of what the lur- uh, what the um, what the Stig says that he saw was that uh, it seemed like uh, Arath was determined to to get and use this whatever it is. Hmm. Did he say why he needed it? Uh, he explains uh, only what he saw in um, only what he saw in the vision, which was uh, he says he needed it to uh, he needed it to find something. He says nothing else was wor- you know. Nothing else was working, and uh, and Rath was saying that he could use this as a last resort, and that was what the other guy objected to. Hmm. Use the throne of Omarond. Omanond. She says, "Did you did you recognize the other guy? Is he a local?" He just kind of. Oh, oh, the other guy. Mm-hmm. He says uh, he doesn't he doesn't know names uh, of the people, especially outside of refuge. He says he didn't know who that was, then, but he had seen him in Rath's shop before. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, and that same day, uh, and, and so, uh, so after a small amount of, Did you want um, to say something that before that? No. Okay. So after that research, that is what you find about the, uh, about the throne. You know that it is, uh, that any more information about it will require, uh, traveling to Deep Amaskar to, uh, to learn... To learn more about it, and also uh, find out the state of it, since it is in Deep Amaskar. It was split in two when the Amaskar hmm. Amaskari Empire fell. And that you don't know what the uh, what it actually does, but you know that it is extraordinarily powerful and one of the greatest artifacts of the. Uh... Ren's kind of excited to go to Deep Amaskar. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So looking into it. Now we have an excuse. How to get to Deep Amaskar? Certainly. Um, you learn that there, uh, there are portals in High Amaskar that uh, go to Deep Amaskar as they have had um, some small trade uh, negotiations uh, for the past hundred years or so. Uh, however, when you inquire about using them, uh, you learn that uh, the authorities that are in charge of it are very hesitant to explain anything about it and just say that you cannot use it. And after uh, a bit of more investigation, you learn that the portals uh, are currently not functioning, and they stopped functioning about six months ago. <laughs> oh man! Of course they. Did. And that the only way Oddly uh, they say to, uh, uh, basically Brandis is able to use his connections. Guys go around, kind of talk to people, and then uh, manage to get this information slowly over the course of another day. Uh, that puts us at eighteen, um, and uh, and learn that the. Uh, the rumor is that the portals have been closed from the other end in Deep Amaskar. Yikes. And that uh, nothing can be done on this end. Uh, you also uh, learn that just general information about Deep Amaskar, you know that they've had trade relations with um, with High Amaskar for the past hundred years, but over time, they uh, people say that they have grown more and more Resentful of Haya Maskar and of um, of this kind of new empire that is formed up top, and uh, that there are there's word of um, of large scale kind of disagreement with how Haya Maskar is being run, as well as those that um, that would rather um, the that would rather Deep Maskar not have any relations with uh, Haya Maskar at all. And you know that it is getting uh, that negotiations have gotten tense in the last years. And that 
the fact that the portals were closed from the other end was not terribly surprising to some people. Hmm. Okay, cool. And some people are just saying, good riddance. You gotta go now? Yeah, I, yeah. That's, I, All right. Saturday is my first day off in three weeks. So All right. So a little bit more. Like, Define a little bit more. Because yeah, like, I'm already 45 like less, minutes. Less over. than five minutes. Okay, I can do that. All um, right. So, the other thing. Kala comes to you during this time. During this uh, last night when you return after getting all this information. He says that he is uh, he has uncovered some information that uh, that he believes is very important. Or, or he says that it could be beneficial to uh, to their to your cause. And that is there is a temple there is a uh, there is a monastery. I don't remember the name of it. The Vatican. Um, the <laughs> Philosopher's Monastery. Um, go with that. Um, the Philosopher's Monastery, uh, up in the snowy mountains, uh, far away from High Amaskar, where there is an order of monks that worship... Somebody. Somebody. God of, uh, a particular god of time. Um, and, uh, I'll get the, the name of, of that. The uh, yeah, some sort of, yeah, the, the, god of, the god of time, the lord of, uh, lord of time, protector of the continuum, and, and all that, and that these monks, uh, are rumored to have secrets that would both, uh, they protect secrets about, uh, chronomancy, and Frida is very, uh, hesitant at this. She says that, that is dangerous magic and nobody should, uh, Nobody should mess with it. And they protect these secrets and that they could both be, um, they could be beneficial in perhaps forming some sort of protection against, uh, the effects of the crown, should it come to that. And he also says that he anticipates Arath, um, he says if Arath knows what he already knows about the crown and such, he will surely be able to get access to this information and he would not doubt that Arath would want to, uh, to get there first. Furthermore, Frida comes to you, and uh, now knowing about the, um, now knowing all about what you guys are doing, she says that uh, she was thinking about it, and uh, and is pretty sure she can anticipate one of Arath's next moves, which is, um, she says there is a place. There is a place called. this one. Right. There's a place called the Planar Observatory. It is a place of legend built thousands of years ago, and that some race of people managed to build an actual observatory that, uh, that perfectly, uh, perfectly predicts and shows the movements of the planes. She says if Arath was coming after her to find out when the planes would align uh, and failed, he says... She says, certainly he could uh, try to seek out this philosoph- uh, this um, uh, this planar observatory to get the information he needs. He says it w- she says it would also give us the exact date of the uh, of the planar alignment so that we could better prepare against it. Hmm. Uh, this place could also. Um, she says she talks about how the fact that there are also places of highest concentration of alignment where magic will be most powerful, and it is possible that. 
these locations will be necessary to be used in this magic if he does intend to channel magic through the alignment of the planes, which, uh, and she says, all these secrets could potentially be in the planar observatory. There is, uh, it has been lost for thousands of years, uh, but there, uh, she, in her circles, being very uh, knowledgeable about planar stuff, knows that in the kingdom of Olgarth, way to the west, there was, an, uh, there was a king of, uh, several generations back who had a quest to find this planar observatory. It's not terribly well known that he did this, but uh, the rumor is among his, um, among the other uh, people in the royal family, they thought that it was a fool's errand and that it was, uh, you know, it was a, a fool's quest. And that when he eventually died in his search for it, the uh, his successor, his son that took over, had all the secrets sealed in the vaults, uh, in the vaults below Olgarth, and had them all locked away, and. Uh, never to be opened again, for the sun saw it as just a waste of time. But, if it is true that he was as close to discovering the secrets of the Planar Observatory as, uh, as she has heard in her travels, then uh, that would be a place to go to find that. Hmm. Mm -hmm. The end. <laughs> the end. We'll continue... Next week, with Damon, we'll be back. Okay. He's gonna be so mad he missed our dance contest.